Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Daniel Blair. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's the Pulper Mech Show. Presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Coming at you. It's Monday, January 24th. It's 5 p.m. Pacific. Three rounds down in the Monster Energy Supercross Series, and we don't know a damn thing. Well, we know a few things. Lots to get into tonight. San Diego Supercross just finished. Uh, I've got a great co-host here in studio with me that we can banter about what we saw at San Diego, what we're going to see this weekend at Anaheim too, what's going on in this sport and more. Two first-time winners at San Diego, and they're both on the show tonight. Super stoked for that. Honda HRC's Chase Sexton will be calling in to talk about his first 450 Supercross win, a win that is long time coming for all of us who've watched him every weekend, right? So Sexton will call in. TLD Gas Gas's Michael Mosman will call in as well. Uh, Mosman got his first win in the 250 class, so looking forward to having Mosman on the show. Always an interesting guy to uh, interview for sure. Uh, also coming on, the two-time and defending 450 Supercross champion Cooper Webb will be on as well. Looking forward to having Coop on. Haven't had him on for a while, so talk to him about his season. He's like one point back and in third place, so everything's good for Cooper Webb. Uh, you got to be okay with you, where you're standing. So talk to Coop about that and more. Uh, Justin Bogle will be on. Twisted T, Hep, Suzuki's Justin Bogle. He, uh, he's had a rough start to the season, and it got rougher in San Diego with a dis- uh, disqualification. And we'll get into that and more with, with Bogle, one of our favorite interviews, of course. And we will talk to uh, uh, him about that and everything else. And the man who had a hand in Justin Bogle's disqualification will be calling in as well. He works for the AMA's. Uh, um, now, and he's a friend of the show. Jeremy Albrecht, a- a.k.a. J-Bone, will be calling in. He's one of three guys at the AMA that's making a lot of uh, discipline decisions there, and he will be calling in as well to talk about uh, maybe not specifically that decision, but his new role and what he sees in that. And my guest in studio is going to have a great discussion with me about dirty riding and what it is and what it isn't and and everything else. Uh, so he's a, he's a gentleman that knows a little bit about it as well. So thank you for listening on PulpMXShow.com. Thank you for watching on PulpMX YouTube, RacerX Facebook Live as well. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Lots to get into when it comes to the uh, the series. And, uh, yeah, get PulpMX app will be out. Uh, today's the 24th, so... Yeah, anytime. Uh, really, anytime. This Friday, maybe, maybe next Friday. Uh, so please check out uh, PulpMex app. All new app dropping soon. Uh, Amazon widget on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com. Go through to widget. Go to Amazon through that widget. Help us out. We get a small slice of that. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. You want the codes for ride engineering and guts racing and works connection and Pro Filter and Maxima and all these other companies. They're under sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. So before you purchase something, you want to support us. You want to support the show and save money, go there, check it out. The codes can help you uh, save some money, and we really appreciate it, and all of our partners on the show as well. Uh, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherby's, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, 
MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, CTI Braces, Suspension Direct, and Manscaped, all on board with us tonight. And, uh, yeah, 702-586-7857. You want to call and talk to myself or my studio uh, guest. He is the uh, owner of Eagle Grit. He is the uh, pit reporter for NBC Sports Supercross Series. He's a former arena cross champion. He's a podcaster. Uh, The man does it all. It's Daniel Blair. What's up, man? How are you? And your best co-host, according to fans in the pits that walk up to me and go, dude, I love you. Really? On Steve's show. (laughs) It kind of pisses me off, but at the same time, I I keep Uh, coming back, so I I guess I'm okay with it. I feel like, so I get fans who stop me, and and they're like, uh, man, I love your show the best. Like, you're the best show out there. You're the best podcast out there. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you, man. I always, you know, you're always appreciative of that. And then they go... Hey man, uh, they always ask a favor after that. Oh, so you feel like they're buttering you up oh. to uh, to get to a favor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, then do you come through on the favors? I try to, or whatever. So well, um, your, sounds like a problem that you're creating yourself. Uh, this is Pulp MX Show number four ninety. Four ninety. Five hundred is coming up. Mm-hmm. You have a taste of what five hundred? I do. Maybe I do. May, and I, it's I, not. It's not locked in. That's why I don't want to. It's not. And neither is the invite, because I got a half invite from you. You did get a half invite. Half invite to come yep. to monitor. I have to figure, I, I got to. Are we looking okay? Are we? We are. We are like looking. You would say right now we're looking like this is going to happen? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. If, I'm, uh, if I were in a place in a bet, I would say it's going to happen. And it'll be epic, won't it? It'll, it'll be, be good. It would be incredible, yeah, to be so, honest. So we're working on that. Show 500 coming up. I think it's after St. Louis Supercross is what uh, what it works out to be, what, April 11th or something. So cool. something like that. Uh, looking forward to that. That should be a great time. Uh, dirty riding, you certainly know a thing or two about it coming from Marina Cross background. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we'll get, I want to talk to you about that because okay. through three rounds, we have three races with a lot going on, whether oh, yeah. it's Brees on Entignap, whether it's uh, uh, Barsha on um, uh, Anderson, whether it's Marv on Mookie. Or whether it was this weekend, um, you know. Bogle stalled it. Oh, Bogle stalled it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I mean, I obviously have my take now after watching it, but I am, I'm going to fight back um, from JT's words this morning. Okay, well, listen. That I you, heard on the review He show. may attack you on social. So. I don't have Twitter, so I'm safe. But there's Instagram. I mean, I feel like the gram's kind of safe. That's not oh, where that you? happens as much. I okay. mean, yeah. I feel like that's more like... Hey, here's a photo of my life, and everyone's yep. supposed to be like, cool. Twitter is yep. like war zone. Wow. So I'm not on there, so I'm safe from JT's wrath of um, the commentators. What's up with your guy that wants, rides the 125? He's your friend. Look at that. Look at that. I'm looking he's, into the camera right yeah. now because you all knew that that was coming within he, he, five minutes of me he, sitting it's down six here. Minutes. It's six minutes. Uh, he's your friend. He lost his mind. I spoke to the gentleman. Wash my hands of all of it. <laughs> I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> Last thing I want is the Stank Army coming after me. Yeah. And the last thing I want is Jamie from Moto X Pod coming after me. Mm-hmm. So I'm staying out of it. The two sides can, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're Switzerland here. I'm Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, again, I, I, I feel responsible because I actually did start it three or four days before it actually happened. Yeah. Stank told me to tell you. And I told you and Kiefer, he didn't even really know what it, I didn't. I didn't know either. I didn't know I yet. Did, I didn't know either. And then, when, <laughs> and then when I got to the press conference in Oakland, Literally, it, they were talking about it, and I'm like, "What?" And I, we're waiting. So I pull my phone out, and I'm like, mm. "Oh no, mm. <laughs> oh no!" And then after oh, that, no. I was out. I yeah. spoke to both of you privately. You guys, it's your thing. It's okay. not my thing. It's not my thing either. It's your thing. Well, how do you control uh, an out of um, a raging stank? How, what do you do? I 
I told you what to do, and I you kind of did. I, I only think I did. A you did a little bit. I, I told you. I told said. you how to move on. And yeah, I but I didn't like you that. Didn't, I didn't, you didn't like it. It was way too mature and it, reasonable. Yep. Yep. I, I. Yep. I don't. I don't like any of that. No, I know. So I went a little way. I went a little bit. Yeah. So no, well, I, I'm staying out of okay. it. I hope you. I hope the best that you guys figure it uh, out someday. Well. Daniel Blair on the show brought to you by the folks at Acherby's. You want to talk about NorCal and Lone Wolf, and Lone Wolf, and Lone Wolf Jr.? Oh, Baby Wolf's coming in a Baby Wolf's weeks. coming, I'm yeah. Pumped. Uh, yeah. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Acherby's bringing you Daniel Blair on the show tonight, the industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics. Do you run Acherby's on the little one? Mm, whatever comes on at stock. Yeah, but when you have you ever needed to replace it? I don't do that. Okay, you just don't nah. even. Yeah, okay. We let it. We we ride it till they fall off, and it hasn't happened yet. So, well, thanks for helping with the breed. I would though. But, uh, no, but if I did, I would get a Tribis. Okay, <laughs> it always fits great. The holes are always drilled right. For me, it's Lone Wolf. I'm loyal. I'm loyal to my people. Uh, current riders like Cooper Webb, AC, Barsha, Anderson, and more use uh, Cherubis plastics. They fine tune their products to offer their highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with a full line of replacement replica plastic kits, handguards, discards, frame guards, and more. Uh, check out all the latest products by visiting them at cherubisusa.com. Follow along on social media at cherubisusa. If you want a, a discount from a Cherubis, you're making like a body, complete body work uh, uh, change on your bike. Uh, email me using the contact form of Pulp. We may be able to help you out a little bit with that. So, uh, Daniel Blair being brought to you by folks at Acherby's. Uh, directing the show over there, deciding the camera angles, just, uh, putting up the logos and the, um, the images that you see and making me look bad with drops. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? I'm just happy to be here. I feel very lucky to be here. Third tier. Third level. Third uh, level. Pulp employee. Yeah. You know, just swinging from your nuts, Steve. Thanks for coming by, buddy. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. Thank Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Uh, Also in the corner, taking your phone call, 702-586-PULP. He is uh, back in that chair after a couple of weeks uh, away, I think. Uh, Talon Taylor. What's up, Talon? Hey, what's up? Oh, you were here last week. Yeah, one week off. One week off. Um, What's up? Uh, Not much. I'm putting out the tweets as we speak, trying to live up to Tits' standard of being late on everything. Okay, fantastic. Well, get get into that. Uh, You went on a date last week, so. Yeah, that's all I want to hear about. Yeah. How's how's that going? Kiefer's not here. We have to wait. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. That's how he's going to do it. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Justin Bogle coming up here. Uh, Jeremy Albrecht, Cooper Webb, Chase Sexton, uh, Michael Moseman. Good show. Yeah. Jam-packed show. Stacked it up, bro. I did. Well, because I've got the best co-host in. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you have the best, you got to deliver the best. You heard that, Kiefer. So I, so I tried to deliver the best. Uh, we got a call for you, though, uh, on three. You want to get to it? Mm-hmm. All right. Matt, what's up, man? You want to talk to Daniel Blair? Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Daniel, I met you uh, years ago. Uh, in NorCal, my local tracks, River, Riverfront and uh, E Street in Marysville. Uh, the reason for my call tonight is I wanted to com- com- compliment you on how good the Race Day Live broadcast and, and the shows have been going this year on Peacock. My only bit of constructive criticism, if you could uh, pass it along to the directors or whatnot, is <laughs> when we're watching people put in a heater on Race Day Live of, of, of um, qualifying, don't cut to some other form of um, information to the, the rookie viewer or um, some sort of other fun fact thing like, I, I can't even think of an arbitrary one now, but, but keep it focused on that, that, that uh, racer trying to put a heater in. Um, um, well, I, I will do my best. Marks, do you have any comments? No. <laughs> I just The only I thing know. I can express is it's a lot harder than you think. When riders are stopping half a lap in, we usually have a, a point, maybe about a straightaway and a half, where we have one camera waiting for a guy just in case someone stops to get the other camera ready. 
And uh, it's su- it's super hit or miss. That's all I have to say. It's They're trying. But people do, like, one corner, make a bobble, stop, and you got to start over. So we're trying. And I, I, I know what you're saying. It's a constant battle. But we're just trying to get as many guys on the screen as we can. And when we catch them, we catch them. And sometimes we don't. So that's, that's pretty much all I can say. Listen, nobody said it was going to be easy. I just wanted to make sure you heard uh, that someone out there at least appreciates the, the positive direction that it's been going this year. And uh, thanks for the good work. I thanks, appreciate man. that. Thanks, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, Gage is on one. Gage, what's up, man? Gage, you there? Hey, uh, yeah, nothing much. I was actually just wanting to call in and talk about that move that Freeze put on Craig. Uh, even Daniel in his commentary mentioned, uh, I think, an old man. But I just I don't know how he hasn't hasn't been put into the cheap sheet. Cheap seats yet? Oh, he has. No, he has. Wyndham got him. Uh, uh, oh, guys have gotten free. Wyndham. Are you have... talking about the Monster Cup one? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Um, well, you know, it's in happened the, in the 250 class alone. Though, I mean, since he's dropped down, I mean, I figured these guys, you know, full of full of testosterone and piss and vinegar. Yeah. You know, you well, they don't know how yet, though. That's the problem. They might be uh, fired up, but. The pups don't really know how to play that game with Vince. He's... I didn't like any what Vince. I mean, like you I didn't said, like it. No, I. I mean, again, I'm the one to give the Vince a break sometimes, and I like hard racing. But what's thought... the plan with three to four laps to go? Just slow down and weave all over the track and hold back a guy who came from last? Is that the plan? Is yeah. that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. A lifetime yeah, of that. Man, I mean, you what? see the. I don't mind a last lap. Last lap. On... Hey, do it. You know. Yeah. So. I know what you're saying. You see the red plate on Craig's bike, and, you, you know, I mean, he's, he's obviously circul- circulating the track a lot faster. I mean, it, it was inevitable. I, he, he didn't have to do that. I think that was a little bit overkill. My take on it, we know how that team works, right? It's very bonus-driven, Steve. Yeah. You would have to imagine that there is a big, fat bonus waiting for Vince on a podium. So I can't believe he was as mellow and gentle as he right, was, because right. that was for third. Right. So I, when it when he was coming up, all I could think about is the dollar bills that could be going into Vince's account, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be dangerous. So I actually thought it was mellow. I get what everyone says; it's it's a little frustrating to watch, but uh, I mean, for a podium, I mean, I don't yeah. know what the plan is past doing what you're doing. But yeah, I mean, look again, last lap, you do what you got to do, do it. I'm fine with it, but like three laps to go or whatever, like what what are you doing? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to yeah. be able to do it for long. No, no, no. I mean, if it is the last no. lap, you're hoping and four corners, you might be able to pull it. But. Props to Craig. He, he all of that. He maintained his composure. He didn't, you know, didn't tip yeah. over. He slowed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Know. Props he, to Craig. He on did that. it. Pl- Craig played it well, and that would be him being a vet too, and being smart enough to know, like, hey, don't overreact. I can get him. I actually give Craig credit because he could have waited one more straightaway and just blew by him in the whoops. Yeah. But he actually yeah. threw it in there and got aggressive with him. And I, that's what I that's, thought. That's a, he's fighting back. He sent a little message yeah. back. So I, I thought it was a great exchange. It was entertaining. I thought to myself, too, like, hey, Christian's just going to wait. He'll, he'll go just by him in, in the whoops, whoops right? And right. he actually went in and threw it in there and stuffed him right. and pushed him out a little bit. So. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Yep. Uh, so, Daniel, uh, Eli Tomac is your points leader. Uh, he has not led a lap. No. Nor has he, uh, uh, nor has he um, won a race so far. Uh, we've actually, I was wondering about that stat earlier today, and my buddy Clinton, three laps down, oh yeah, did some work for me, and uh, uh, it happened to Roxon last year. Yeah, last year, right? Which we forget because yeah. he left Houston with the red plate. Yeah, and we kind of, we kind of thought, oh, he started on fire. He didn't actually start winning until Indy. Yep. But you're right. He went the first three rounds and left there without a win and a yeah. red plate. So. Yeah. Uh, Reed did an 09. Kenny had done it before. Uh, so it's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tomac's in that spot with no laps led either, which is which is a little odd. Yep. But um, Sexton got the win. Tomac looked great. 
Uh, I thought Webb looked good. He's going to come on later. Uh, Webb was catching Ferrandis at one point. You mm-hmm. know, kind of Ferrandis uh, stopped it, stopped that. Yep. So, like, ob- I think you look at everybody in the top four or five, they all had wins. Like, the, yeah. Marv did not – Marv was – that was not good. That was terrible. Tenth place, leading three laps, yeah. and just kind of getting blown by. But I think when you look at the guys uh, first to six or whatever, everyone had a win. Like, even yeah. Anderson, obviously uh, the bike issue came up. But, mm-hmm. dude – he was flying, and, and and obviously he'd have the red plate if it wasn't for that bike issue. So even if you're Anderson, if the points are so tight, nobody's out of this thing. I think everybody can be stoked right now after three rounds. Not everybody, but you know what I'm saying, the top yeah. guys. Well, if one if one guy won two of the three and checked out ten points, I think they could all be frustrated. But they've all kind of had their own mm-hmm. little issues that they could just throw out the window. Who cares, you yeah. know? So um, they should all be happy for different reasons. Chase obviously gets the win. Happy. Anderson, his riding is insane right now. Eli and Cooper, they're yeah. pretty quiet, but they're sitting one point apart for the lead. Like, mm-hmm. And even Kenny, after all the chaos for the last two weeks, he's right there too. So I think everybody should be stoked, yeah. and we're almost like starting over this weekend kind of a little what, bit. Kind, so. Yeah, I think you know, no one, there's no panic button. There's no. No, nothing's going, like everything's still wide open. So I said this on the review show, like, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It wouldn't shock me to see Sexton get on a little run here. It wouldn't shock me, man. You need that one win. He's got it. He Look, we know he's fast. We know he can lead laps. That's all. You know, he's got the team and the bike. He's got some changes they made to the bike. Why not? Why not? You on the review show made a comical joke to your analysis and saying this is like Jeremy in 93, which I think threw the whole thing off. But yeah. I'm actually with you 100%. And I don't know if it's going to happen because you never know what confidence does. Yeah. It could sometimes backfire. But at the same time, he seems to me like someone who was just trying to figure out how to finally do it. And now he's going to be like, oh, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I truly do believe that, let's say over the next month or two, I think he'll probably stack more than anybody I, in wins. Yeah. I mean, I look at the sheet right now. He's the best starter in the class except for Adam. He's the next best starter yeah. in the 450 class. And if he stays off the ground, I think he could probably win a few more of these probably pretty quick. So yeah. I'm with you, but yeah. I'm just not on the 93 thing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Just, yeah, you're going to rattle everybody when you say that. So. I guess you're probably right because uh, I said Honda and, you know, I mean, everything else. You, you th- played the third fun. Race. You made it fun. I believe it was Jeremy's third race of the year. Anaheim was. was. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? So that whole thing, that's where I was going with it. But, dude, I think, I mean, I just think this guy can get on a run because he's got the raw speed that mm-hmm. very few guys have. He's got starts down. He's a good starter. He's got the speed. Now he's figured it out. You know, I mean, you look at him last year. Every time he got in the in the front, he was just trying to hammer. He was trying to get yeah. faster lap each single time. It's like, dude, you don't need to do that. He, I think, he's being due to his crashes and people around him are probably saying, "Hey, let's grow up really quick." Yeah, like let's not get in a couple yep. of years of this. So, uh, no, I, yep. I'm with you. I I think that the rest of the field should be terrified of him because he's just figuring. He's 22. Yep, and he's kind of got it all. So, um, I, yeah, if he puts up another couple here in the next month. Look out, because he, he, he's one of those types that I think once he figures it out, he yeah. really does. That's yep. what he did in 250. So um, yeah. be careful, yeah. everybody. This uh, this could I'm be saying. something weird. That's, uh, all I'm that's saying. what I'm saying. Matthew's on one, talking about AC. Uh, Matthew, what's up, man? Hey, uh, do you all think that maybe AC should take off a round or two just to let his shoulder heal, heal because he's already out of the championship and – he just I just feel like maybe he if he could heal up some he could be stay closer to the top uh during the races. Yeah, from what I hear, Matthew, that's a good call. Thanks for thanks for the call. From what I hear, uh they're gonna make sure that knee's okay. I think everybody believes it is, that there's not any major damage to it. And then he is going to um he is going to um take some time. Take some time off. Yeah. 
uh, and, and get that shoulder right. Um, you know what I mean? It's so, a bummer. I, I felt like it was kind of working. Like it, yeah. He was outside the top ten the first two rounds, but mm-hmm. I think we all saw like what he was doing. He was kind of building a new base, and I just can't believe that that happened because I right. feel like he was building towards yeah. you know one of these days he was going to wake up and be like, oh, I'm, I think I'm ready, and now right. it's now he's going to have to start over again. You wanna, I'm just bummed. You want to talk about a guy that may need therapy if Sexton goes on a run? It might be Adam Cine Cirillo because <laughs> this should be him, right? This could be him, should be him. This, this, um, yeah, you would think last year. I mean, he was supposed to kind of do that first yeah. year, wild, fast, yeah. messy year two, and now I mean, this yep. would be year three with this stuff. So it's yep. just um, it's terrible. All right, let's uh, before we get J Bone on the show here. Uh, you know, he's working with the AMA. There's, there, I love that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, he, and he probably had, has hated them for so long, for so well, many times, and now he's <laughs> um, so he's had he had an incident this weekend with two of his old riders, Justin Bogle and Justin uh, Barsha. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're so, both yeah, oh, yeah. even better. Even better, right? So, Brees on Deuce Deuce in Oakland, and then those multiple passes we saw in Anaheim 1. And then, of course, I didn't see the Barsha on Bogle. I saw a picture of it. Yeah, same. Um, I didn't see the, the video of it. I was blocked from the finish line berm where the press box was. And I think all the filmers were there, too. So, I don't know. J-Bone said he saw it. Uh, Brayton, oh, he saw, he saw, he saw the video. Uh, I asked Brayton about it after the race. Uh, can we play that, uh, Talon? Justin Brayton, after the race, uh, here's my post-race thing. And, and you know, JB's, I think, in my opinion, a very reasonable, solid oh, guy. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like I would like, trust Yes, I would, I would trust, trust his opinion yeah. of an account and his description of an account okay. to me. He's never done me wrong. But let's, uh, let's take a look if we can. All right, Justin Brayton's back uh, racing. Uh, his number one journalist. Sorry, Lewis isn't here. I had to do it. Yep. Yeah, Lewis sucks. Um, Second-rate media guy, Wygant, not here for you, but I am to talk about to talk about your race. Um, So I didn't realize this. I was talking to you, Lo. I didn't know you fell, but until then, you had a battle of about six guys about a second ahead of you for probably half the main event, and uh, that was quite a battle. Yeah, well, I had just gotten by Barsha and then Marv and then Kenny tipped over so I got going right behind him and then Hold right on, wait a second did you yeah. see Barsha on Bogle yes okay because okay because I've been told yes. that, that a crime was committed well, you know the funny thing is I told somebody that so I started right behind Barsha yeah. and he was literally torpedoing guys and I'm like oh sweet yep got that guy oh yep got that guy oh that seems odd <laughs> torpedoing guys yeah yeah, so anyways, uh, let's keep going, uh, Talon. Sorry. Down goes Bogo, got that guy. And even if he didn't clean him out, he would hit. He would make the pass like so gnarly that I would just squeeze right past. I'm like, okay, awesome. So it was a bad – Bogle's not happy, obviously. No, it was <coughs> It was not good. Right, okay. So All right, back to your race. All right, uh, so, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's what he said. So, like – and, and this is, you know, the, there's fans on each side mm-hmm. and even journalists on each side. And I like contact in Supercross. I believe there should be contact in Supercross. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. It's an aggressive sport like that. And sometimes in a in a thing of a contact, a guy will go down, and that's also okay. That's part of literally 40 years of Supercross. What I don't like is guys aiming for the entrance or the exit of a corner, I should mm-hmm. say. With the only hope of like, if I if you if I miss the guy coming out of the corner, I'm going to go into into row three, <laughs> and that sounds what Barsha was doing. Uh, we freezed it at the Pike when Pike uh, threw those mm-hmm. those blows. Michael Lessie's done it. Um, that's it's kind of stuff. One, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, wait, that's too far. And anytime you're in a T, that's too far. You know what I mean? You need to be mm-hmm. on the same angle of a motorcycle, and so that's why for Anaheim one, I had no problem with any of those passes. I was like, yep. 
Like you want to, you know, you want to yep. do that and knock somebody down. Okay, I'm not saying you shouldn't get retaliation in the form of another hard pass down the line, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be penalized. I thought Brees at Deuce Deuce was not good because <laughs> <It's pretty> bad. <laughs> again, I thought Brees was just kind of aiming for the eggs of the corner. You know what I mean? I'm coming in and I'm going to get you. And so Brees, you know, he got talked to and, and and all of that. And then this pass again, we didn't see this pass. Yeah, we didn't see this pass. Does he know we're talking about no, it right he, now? He doesn't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Tyler Keith's calling you. Um, that's <laughs> He's what, like, shut up. That's what Will's supposed to do. I always thought that Will's just supposed to do that stuff instead of Tyler. Um, I don't talk to Will. Okay. Um, no, so just true. We, didn't, so we didn't see the pass, but we saw Barsha or Bogle wait for Barsha and then clean him out, knock him off right the bike. Now, Barsha got po- fined one position, but that's for speeding alongside the whoops, not for the pass. Oh, that's what they got him on the yeah, one spot yes, for. Yes. When speed, he got up, yep, he just... Right. Oh, and Anderson's okay. got docked before. You know, this is a yep. this is a thing that's happened. Okay. Um, so okay. Uh, um, and Bogle got disqualified. I'm okay with disqualification of Bogle, and I'll tell him that on the phone. I don't care because if you've been wronged <laughs> in a race, Daniel, and certainly you have been on the receiving end yeah. and the dishing out end, as I ha- as have I on a much lower level. You can't be the judge and jury of your takeout. So that you, um. so that you ride around the track slowly and ruin the other guy's race. In my opinion, you can't do that. We can't have guys slowly riding around the infield looking for waiting, waiting to target guys who are on the lead lap. So I'm fine with Bogo getting a penalty of some sort. I, okay. I don't think you can do that. If he hits you as badly as you know, it sounds like Bog- Barsha did. Then get him back next week, or hope the AMA takes a, a you know a, a, a mm-hmm. stance on it. But I'll throw this to you, Daniel Blair. Enough talking about me. What's dirty riding and what's not? Man, that is – it's so subjective. It, it, the, what's unfair about judging incidents is that you do take into consideration past. Of course, you have to because you have to know, oh, this guy, this is what he does or he doesn't do. Then you watch the angles and you kind of wonder, is it on purpose? Was that meant to be a pass or are you meant to get dirty? So it's super subjective. For me, I guess – for me, if it's bike on bike, like mm-hmm. if you come in and actually metal on metal or shroud on shroud, if you come in and do full bike on bike, I kind of feel like that's dangerous. Body on body, I feel like if you're willing to throw that, then you're kind of willing to have to deal with your own. Maybe you go yeah. down too. Yep. I, I feel like, you know how there's usually a, a this or that? There's so much in the middle on this one that it just comes down to the person's history and what you think their intent was, you know? And that's yep. the problem for me is you you got to judge every single one individually and that's hard to do when there's history. So with Barsha, I like yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, he's been involved in things. So it's like different or Vince. If it was Vince, it's one way. But if it's someone who's never done anything, then it's like, man, how do you judge that? Or yep. even how do you judge Zach and Savachi in Vegas for the title like it was for a title, but that was a brutal one. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what do you I, what do you say on that one? Uh, Zach's clean well, rider, it was for a title, but at the same time if that's Brees on Entignac, we're probably freaking out over that one. So I don't. I, there's too many layers to it. So what to do just you do? Have, so what do you do? You hire J Bone and make him figure it out. <laughs> so Daniel Blair's out. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I want. Yeah, same thing with you and Stank stuff. I'll ride the middle on this. I'm not taking sides. I. You, I, I don't okay. want to be. The, I don't want to be the judge. On if that you stuff. go down while you're trying to make a pass. That's probably not a good idea. That's a la Marv a, on uh, uh, on Anderson. Well, and there's two things too. Or Mookie, sorry. There's one Marv thing. 
is it good or bad for what we're talking about? But it's also, is it smart or not smart? And that's where the, on Barsha, I didn't see what he did to Bogle. So I can't judge that. But what I can say, based on what Brayton's saying, he went through the pack like a tornado and torpedo wing Torpedo, sorry. <laughs> Dude, he's in the title hunt. And he's going to probably be in it late. He thinks, I wouldn't be going and torpedoing people at round three yeah. early laps of a race when you never know because those are lappers to you most times. Like, they can get you back. We're seeing it right now. People uh, are getting people back. So I, I just wouldn't do it. No matter what, though. Where do you stand on Bogle's disqualification for his move? I I, I don't know. I mean, God, you well, are you are just on the fence right now. Can we can we get something out of you? I don't know. Does he have a history? Has he done this before? Is this like the third time, second time? I or? don't believe so. And again, he didn't hit him at full speed. He kind of like it was almost a little bit of a you know jumping backhand. So I so I, you don't think he should have got anything. No, something, but not DQ. I mean, I guess. And what place was he in anyway? He was so, in twenty first. Yeah. So, so what do you DQ yeah. him a spot? Like, yeah, what does yeah. it matter? Right. He got he got no points. Okay, so and then he's probably on a list, right? You got no points, right? or he's he got, like a yeah, one point, he whatever. Got no, he got no points. Yeah, no points. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if de-qual- disqualifying someone who was already in twenty first really like sends a message, um, and I don't even know if a message needs to be sent. If it's high speed and dangerous, then I have a different consideration. But it was slow speed, and wow. it, I don't know. It was kind of funny, to be honest. Okay, it was great. No, no, I, mean, I kind of laughed listen, at. I, that's why I'm I, saying I'm not I, judging. It was great. It'd be hypocritical of and, me and, to say DQ him when I kind of laughed. How many texts did Bogle get from other riders who have been victims of the 51 oh. saying, nice work, bro? Well, 20. <laughs> 20? Right. The other 20 on right, the gate? Right, right. Um, well, 19, because Brayton probably was he's yeah. fine. He didn't yeah, have yeah, anything yeah, to yeah, say. It was, yeah, it was great for yeah, him. Right. So I don't know. I would okay. say my right. if it was me, I probably don't DQ him, but I'd probably put him on a list like, hey, you do anything deliberate again like that, then you're getting DQ'd and fined. Yeah. I'd give him a warning because, again, it wasn't dangerous what okay. he did. Okay, all right. Dangerous ones are different. you got to do something because that, that could hurt somebody, but Barsh is not getting hurt in that little town. No, but he's he's crashing and he's a points leader. And I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of have a little bit of okay. – I, I kind of like street justice a little bit too. Yeah, so. I do too. I come from Arena Cross, man. I, it happened to every Listen, heat race and LCQ I, in Maine I'm all, all for, year. I'm all for street justice too. I just said that Marv should expect to get teed up by Mookie and Anderson knows Barsha one, and I'm all good with all street justice, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. But not when you're a lap down. <laughs> <laughs> that's know. all. That's when that's, all. that's when the street justice comes into play. I, mean, I guess what what's great about this is everybody has different opinions, right? Oh, and, I and mean, it's yeah. subjective, and no, and nobody's right and nobody's wrong. It's just what they think of it. For me, I would say if it's dangerous, I do have a problem with it because you don't want people getting hurt. Well, okay, so yes. Bar- Barsha hit Bogle so bad that Bogle was bent <laughs> over in pain for like you know a half a lap or whatever. So like, maybe that was so worse. That, like Bogle literally something hurt on him. You know what I mean? Barsha inflicted some damage. Yeah. So the best part of the whole exchange was when Bogle hits him and goes down. He just rides along as if nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. happened. No, no. Like he didn't know who it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just blitzed into the whoops. Right. And to me, that was the funniest part of it now that I've watched it back. Because right. I will say, I, I, and I promise it, in right. the moment, I did think he stalled it. And right. I'll explain why I thought that. Oh. And JT will wait till then because it, yeah. it was in the moment. Okay. But I did watch it back. And him just kind of like riding it out and not even caring made me chuckle a little bit. Because he didn't even, it was like, yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, awesome. All right, uh, we got Ash on six. Uh, Ash has a race tech rant. Ash, go ahead. Hi, Steve. Um, international side is always that bit of delay, so please bear with me. Um, this rant, you know, personally, I blame Blair. Like it's all his fault. Um, mm-hmm. Us international guys, yeah, us international guys, including including the Canadians, eh? 
Um, we all have to buy this Supercross Live Pass now because NBC cancelled um, the arrangement we've got with all our paid um, private TV or whatever you call it. So I pay $180 Australian to watch Supercross, which, hey, I don't mind, love Supi. It is a shit show, man. So the last weekend just gone, the first two and a half hours of coverage, there was no commentary. None. Now, I don't mind it, you know, I can just sit in the box and I can make up my own decision, but no commentary. When there's an ad break or anything, I listen to Blair and the producer talking shit. That's what we hear. This is supposed to be professional. And there's also, there's no, so if someone gets taken out, like you were just talking about, we don't get to see the replay in a side-by-side or anything. So professional sport, trying to make it on the big stage. You've got millions of people around the world, Europe, Australia, Canada, trying to watch this shit. And that's what we get. It's a fucking joke, man. Blair, I mean, honestly, I, I would blame Blair. Ash, yeah, you're on the right, uh, on the right um, you know, path there. My bad, man. <laughs> My bad. No, that's, not, that's not good enough, Blair. Come on, man. Yeah. I, I, I mean, don't, do, do I look I, like the kind of person who would know anything about what you just said? I have no clue how any of that even works. I actually asked Bondo this weekend what transmission meant. I didn't even know what that meant. So... To the caller and the five thousand people in the DMs. I don't know how to do. I don't know what any of that means. You probably should watch whatever you say though off the air. If this guy's hearing it on yeah. What do you and what do you mean? What were we saying? (laughs) Well, wait, wait, or maybe not. It's all in good humor and it's nothing bad. You're like saying to the producer, "Hey, man, when I'm coming back in, am I speaking to this person or that person?" Like it's all just professional chat. Okay, all right. We hear all that. I was talking shit. I was like, "What did I say?" We hear all of that. All right, Ash. Wait, so you you hear all that, but you don't? Okay, we'll we'll take it. uh, You know, we'll take it in advisement. I'll, I'll take care of it. Uh, also, Steve, yeah. Beth is greasy as fuck, man. Thanks. That was just a dodgy move. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'll pass that on, too. Thanks, Ash. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Uh, can, I, can I do my rant real quick? No, no. We got okay, because I got one, on too. I, I have one, too. Okay. But, uh, OGO Power Sports uh, brings you our first guest of the night, whether it's a 9800, whether it's the backpack, layover bag, the rig bag. OGO Power Sports will have you handled. I know traveling is a pain in the ass, but at least with OGO, it makes it a little easier. And, Daniel, what percent of the um, uh, population of Moto Pits has OGO? 90? Unless you got, like, a gear company yeah. that has one. Yeah. I mean, we have actually I have a fly bag for my son. Fly OGO bag. Just a fly one. Oh. One of the fly only oh, wow. ones. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I would say yeah. the pro pits, 90, 95%. Yeah, OGO is great. If you want a deal on anything from OGO, please uh, use the contact form on pulpamex.com, and uh, we'll make it happen. Thanks to OGO Power Sports for bringing you our first guest of the night. He's a friend of the show. He works for JGR. Uh, he was a JGR MX team manager forever. Uh, still working at the JGR, but he's got a new role at the AMA, and he has been busy. It's Jeremy Albrecht. What's up, J-Bone? How are you, man? I'm great. How are you guys? We're good, man. Uh, thanks for coming on. So, you got any, it. I use OGO, by the way. You use Backpack. OGO? Yeah. Yep, 9,800 and the little bag lately. Only a quick trip these days. Yeah, true, right? You're not bringing any parts. You're not bringing anything to the races, right? Nope, super yeah. easy, yeah. Right, right. Just fly OGO. Yeah, that's a, that's a fly OGO. Yeah, it's just my travel bag. Okay. <laughs> Um, thanks yeah. for coming on, J-Bone. So, yeah, anything interesting lately? How you been? You? How, yeah. how you been? <laughs> Just chilling? Yeah, I've been good, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's been fun being at the races. So, take us through... Definitely, I watch a lot of replays. Take us through, uh, take the, take the uh, listeners through a little bit of the process that you're involved with to determine whether it's Brees and Entignap or, or uh, Marvin and Mookie or this weekend, Barsha on Bogle. 
take us through the procedures of what you, Thule, and Mike do uh, uh, to, 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 to review this stuff. Yeah, so, like, the cool part for the first time this year, they can actually do instant replay. So they used to have to wait for TV to put it on a little stick. They go in the truck. Mm-hmm. They look at it. And so it's all done super late, which this still does end up being super late. But um, we can look at it right then because we need to look at stuff in the heat races and LCQs because when people are going through, we want to make sure that we're not penalizing someone and putting someone else in. So we'll try to look at every pass real quick, mm-hmm. give our quick uh, opinion on it, all three of us, and then move on to the next thing. But he can send it right down to us so we can all see it on the screen and he can back it up. So it's pretty cool. Like even on the start last week, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make sure that it was not anything crazy that we need to be looking at is just, you know, people cutting over, things go wrong. So we're really looking at a lot of, lot of different things that – no one really knows that that's what we're doing. Right. Like it, it's a pretty cool, just like when I went and did the TV with Daniel, when they did all these calls and, and they're setting the show up and they're all discussing it. There's a lot of work that goes into the AMA also. I mean, even the flaggers, it's, it's amazing how much work it takes. And it's, no one respects the other side. You just only worry about you. So like when we're a team, on a on our motorcycle team, we only care about what we need. <laughs> so right. then you take this new role that I don't know why I didn't think of it. The only people that come talk to me are the people that want to say something and want to <laughs> change something, complain about something. Yeah. Hey, did you see that pass? Did you see this? And I mean, people bring us stuff on phones or laptops, and they show us stuff the whole time to make sure we're seeing what's going on out there. So. It's definitely a different side of the business that I knew about, but never was part of. Right. So literally, hopefully is, not. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it sometimes? Uh, you know, you got Tooley and Mike Pelletier and yourself. Is it like, hey, let's vote? Is it like that? Yeah. Is there any two yeah, ones? Yeah. 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 We have done that. I mean, honestly, this weekend, it, it's you know, it starts out like Tooley on on the fly, like you know that past the, or the bogle thing like mm-hmm. you guys were talking about like it was hard at first to know did he do that on accident was that on purpose and i'm like i think that might have been on purpose until he's like no nah, i don't think he would do that i think it's an accident because he's not a person in that truck normally yeah like it's bogle is yeah bogle is not in that, the truck right yeah like yeah like it's not someone that you think that so you know we're like we definitely need to go back and look at that later and and see what we think and then we need to figure out what happened before that to see what if that's what happened or not so um yeah it was it was interesting and and you know and then lately what we've been doing too is we have called the other per- normally you know you talk to whoever hit the other guy but we'll call the other side and say hey what's your take on this you know, what did you yeah. think? All that. So we're trying to get both sides of each thing. We're trying to look at, um, you know, as many passes as we can. And, and if someone goes off the track, try to figure out, did they gain an advantage? You know, what what is the penalty there? And we all vote on that as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm actually happy it's not on one person because yeah. it is – it's a it some of these calls are really close and tough. And it's it's, it's an opinion. It's not – you know, there is a rule book for things like like this weekend, for example, when Barsha went, he got hit, which he wasn't wanting to be out there, but he got hit, and then he pinned it down the side of the whoop. So if you're off the track going fast like that, cutting the track, that's a one-position penalty. Mm-hmm. 
and we had to look at did he did he pass anyone? Did he, yeah, you know, because then then you whoever you pass off the track, you have to take that off as well. Mm-hmm. So like you know, he didn't pass any one good thing. It was only that one spot, but that's really what the docked position was. Right. It was for going off the track. It had nothing to do with hitting Vogel, which is what some people are confused about. Yep. So the you know, and then he is on probation for hitting Vogel. Okay, so, so yeah, Marsh has got Marsh is on probation. Thing. Right. Yeah. So you didn't see now no none of us have saw this pass on Barsha on Vogel. Um I tried to track it yeah. down and, and couldn't really get it. Um you didn't think it was worthy of a penalty. Obviously, your group did not think it like it was worthy of a penalty. Like uh, worthy? You mean as far as worse than probation? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like a uh, a fine or, or a you know what I mean? Like like no, we didn't. Yeah, we felt like it was aggressive. Yep, it was aggressive and it was over the line, but mm-hmm. we didn't feel like it was so bad that we need to be more extreme than that. Okay, um, like it wasn't like intentional. Was it was maybe a a reckless pass. More than it was like yeah, targeted. I think it might have been more of a rush thing. I mean, he definitely, you know, did did do it, and that's the hardest part is trying to figure out did they did they do this on purpose? Did mm. they try to knock them down? And that's that's the that's the part that makes all of this difficult. And I know that all these guys know how to pass without knocking the person down, mm-hmm. for sure. So when they do do it, usually. Depends on how hard they hit them. Sometimes it could be an accident. That's the other thing. Just because they don't crash doesn't mean they didn't hit them hard either. They might Mm -hmm. luckily stay up, and it might be something that we would have to look at and penalize them for. But, um, I mean, I I am happy, like I said, that there's three of us that have a vote on this and and a say on it. And then, you know, you can also appeal these things. If you don't like what Mm -hmm. we came up with, you have the option to appeal. So has anything, you know, they have has anything ever been overturned on an appeal? It has, and it also can go the other way too, though. Like it could be a worse penalty if you <laughs> challenge it. You so challenge it, and they're like, "Oh well, matter. now that we're talking, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." It could, yeah, it could be worse for the person also. So that's the other thing. You can't, and you have to put the money up. So it's not, you know, it's which isn't that big a deal, but you know, you have to really think about it and look what you're doing because it could be worse on you if you don't take the initial one because um, we are trying to be yeah. fair we're mm-hmm. not going full throw the book at you i mean there's it, i we that we're trying to be fair for people too not yep. just go super crazy and you know we're trying to do steps we're trying to get the racing better we still want to have some racing we don't want it to be where people aren't passing they're not you can be aggressive to a point we just want the racing to still be good. Like it's a bummer when you the guy takes them out so bad and the race is over. Like you can still make the pass by putting it up against the bales. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen it done, no problem. And you hang them up there for a minute and you let them down. Right. And then the race goes on. And if you're passing them, usually you're faster, so you don't have to take them out. And that's you know that's our job. The hardest part is our job is to try to you know just have rules because you need to have something and everyone has an opinion if if you did it right or not can I, the, the next time that two of your old riders are in the truck with for this can you film know, it for right? me can you yeah. film this because uh, uh, bogle and barsha both rode for jgr both good guys and you're like listen here man like here's what i see and, and these guys are like come on j-bone <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, and you know, and the hard part with all of this is, you know, we're friends with all these people. Yeah, I mean, the AMA yep. is also even before I was there, 
And, um, you know, there's definitely people you like more than others, mm-hmm. but it is, it is different being in this role, but I'm trying to really do a good job. I'm trying to, like, that was my hardest thing at the first race was uh, I was really trying to watch everything, and I was too intent, and I was trying to see everything, and I feel like I was going to miss something. When In the end, I realized they're going to replay anything that I need to yeah. see so I can yep. enjoy the race a little bit. Try to watch. You know, we watched the bubble spot, you know, in the in the heat race, so we always yeah. watch ninth. Right. LCQ, we're watching fourth. Like, we're really trying to pay attention the whole time in case we do miss something. But... You know, it's fun. It's neat right. to do something different. The AMA guys are yep. cool. If mm-hmm. if I didn't like the guys, I wouldn't be doing it. Because it's definitely, it's definitely the job that uh, the people don't like you. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Like, so was Bogle was yeah. Bogle pissed at you? Was how did he take it? I don't like, know. That's okay. a good. That's a good question. You know, you'd have to ask him. Okay. I mean, I right. don't think I was a jerk. I think we handled it well. Right. Um, but you know, that's not. I mean, he didn't leave cussing me out. Okay, so well, I, there's I that. I think we did it okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think it. I think we did it. Yeah. I, I honestly feel this weekend. I feel like our we all did a good job with what. Yeah. What happened? Um. For for and I, and I feel like the penalties were good too. I'm a hundred percent in favor of Bogle getting something. As I told Daniel off the top of the show. I don't think you can have riders idling around the infield trying to dispense justice. No. I don't think that's not right. We don't want that, right? Um, so yeah, I, I, you're not I, even supposed to do justice. You know, they call it retaliation. Yeah. You shouldn't do that anyway. Right. But we know that it happens, and you, need, you at least need to be on the, on the in lap. the race. Yeah, yeah. You I cannot agree. do that being a lap down, or so, even more. I don't even know. But you know, it happens in sports. And yeah. You know, so my question he is, knows, okay. you know. He's not going to do this ever again because if he does, it's going to be really bad. So my question is, like, what were the options for Justin Bogle? Uh, a fine, a DQ, moving him back one spot and giving him a point. I mean, that, that you know that would have been uh, not much of a punishment, but something. Uh, a probation. Like, what what level was the DQ of like really bad to not bad at all for Justin Bogle for the punishment? Like, where were you at as far as a, a DQ? It could have been anywhere. Like, really, you know, we had to start somewhere. And, you know, it was, we talked at first about not going to some other races. We talked about higher fines. We talked about if we did do a probation. But then we all discussed, you know, it's a little tricky, the probation. Like, why would you do that ever again? Yeah. Like, the probation is typically for, like, if we do aggressive riding, it is only probation for aggressive riding. It's not probation for anything you do that weekend. So you're only talking about that. Mm-hmm. So if we did it, if we said you're on probation, it's really only going to be for if you do something when you're you're getting lapped, which yep. you would have to hope you're not getting <laughs> lapped every week. You're doing that every right, week. Right, so I did, right. I wouldn't think that's a repeat offense. Got it. Okay. So, yeah, because it's not like I wouldn't think. Hey, yeah. you can't go ride that's aggressive now because that wasn't like an aggressive yeah, move. That was that. more of a ha ha yeah kind of thing. So it's like hey, yeah, don't that do was that not again. An aggressive move. It was a it was a. I, I, it's just it was disrespectful so weird because it, it's, it's hard to even explain what that was. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. It, it was funny for what, uh, especially Bogle's reaction, uh, it, where he just kept well, going. That's, and, what, that's what made it so 
obvious that it was on purpose. <laughs> if he would have stopped and acted like he cared and it was an uh, accident, I think he'd have been able to sell it a little better. I mean, how about the execution, he though? He with the tear-off and all that. Like, yeah. He definitely made it realize. Oh, yeah. If you really did an accident, you would look back and, like, stop and wonder what just happened. Yeah. When, if you're really pulling off the track. <laughs> so he didn't sell it hard enough. <laughs> no, that's what I think. I think the sell is was not there. And, and I'm guessing Barsha just got talked to and, hey, don't do that again either, probation type stuff. Like, don't do that. That pass. Yeah, we yeah. we need to start stepping it up. And right. he needs to pass without knocking people down yeah. every yep. time he, he does. I mean, so, we, you know, that's why we did probation. But, you know, obviously if someone does something really extreme, they could skip probation. Yep. Like we I yeah. didn't feel Barsha's was so bad that he needs a fine. Like yep. yeah. or points taken away. Like it wasn't that bad. It was overly aggressive, mm-hmm. but pretty much like Brees. So we wanted to keep it consistent mm-hmm. to what Brees's penalty was. And there was um Anaheim, there's a few more, you know, yep. aggressive passes that we looked at, but you know, looking at those, we felt like there was room and some, you know, like Anderson kept gassing it on the top. If he would have let off, he might have been able to get out of that, we think. Mm-hmm. I think he could have. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that one was kind of mixed. Um, you know, I'd say the toughest one was uh, Marvin and Malcolm. Mm-hmm. But the same thing, Malcolm was railing the turn. And I think if he would have actually saw it coming, he could have got out of it. But he never saw it coming. But Marvin kind of shot up there like he does with his tight turns. Right. And uh, and I, I think, you know, I don't think that was to dive bomb him and totally clean him out. I think he really thought that he could kind of block him and Malcolm would cut down. But, you know, yeah. I remember when, when Justin Hill was on our team and he was going to win his first Supercross, Marvin's the one that went in there and took his front wheel out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't say anything. I, I mean, a lot of times it's, it is racing and yep. you might go down. And it's not that they, you know, a T-bone to me is for sure. Yep. You can tell. Or you blow some off a berm. Like, that's that's totally on purpose. But sometimes those other ones, when you take the front wheel, even like when Craig and uh, we looked at the one when Craig passed uh, Hunter Lawrence mm-hmm. and he tapped his front wheel, kind of stopped for a second. Like, I don't, you know, that didn't seem super bad to me. But that's why there's three of us. We all have to yeah. say that we think that was bad enough that we need to get involved and, and and I don't feel like the AMA needs to be injected into every pass that they do when they right. touch each other. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Think that, yep. You know, we, we need to when we think it's over the line, and that's really when we should step in. But like we a, are looking at all of it. So that's, you know, I think that's new. And um, Yeah, I, I think as yeah, long as you're yeah. consistent yeah. and you look at all of them, you know, and, and we leave some hard passes in Supercross because that's what the sport is, you know, based on is hard passing. Hard but but fair passing, and then and then and then yeah. apply consistent penalties. That's yeah. all. You know, I think that's all yeah, we can. Yeah, really for. like, like what like I even tried to say after the first Anaheim. Like a lot of you guys were on the line of being overly aggressive, and you know there will be penalties, and you all should realize everyone here worked hard to get here. The rider, the teams, the money spent, everything, and for someone to decide that they're going to take you out and you're out of the race when you could have had a podium or a top five or a top 10 and they choose you to be out like that, it does cause that other person to be mad or other team or whatever. And I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just pass them and make the pass and you could touch them a little bit, but leave them standing up. 
Like, they know how to do it. Make mm-hmm. the race exciting. That's what all these people came to pay for. Right, right. Even me. I still you, like it. <laughs> it's fun to watch. You, uh, and it's a bummer when the guy goes down. And did A-Ray come close to something for his pass on Freddie? Yeah, I want to talk to him. He, okay. you know, <laughs> that was definitely that was a little too much there. Like Freddie, I was scared for Freddie. Yeah, yeah, poor Freddie. And, Again, another one of your riders. <laughs> you know, the one, the only reason that it didn't turn out bad for A Ray is he did hit the brakes last minute and barely and, and clipped them. Mm-hmm. He he went in there to really dive bomb it, but then yeah. Freddie didn't let off, so he had to slam on his brakes and then he hit like the back of Freddie. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I, I think he he thought last minute this was a bad move, and at least tried to stop. He didn't go full on. If he went full on, he would have took Freddie off the track. For yeah, sure. yeah, he would have him. Yeah, he showed no patience there. Our our guy A Ray. Yeah, that was just. Yeah. A, but I, you know, I think that was a uh, turning his brain off, just wanting to pass mm-hmm. and not thinking the consequence, right. and then. But Sounds yeah, right. we 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 did look at that, and so, hopefully. Uh, yeah, we can. I'm going to talk to him in person when we get to the next one. Just tell him we saw it. Don't be doing that. You, uh, you, you've been on the other side of this sport for a long time as a manager at JGR, and I'm sure you've been in that trailer with Barsha. Uh, you know, pleading yeah. the case and everything else. Uh, what? Yeah. What's it like? Like, are you were you hearing the same things from Tyler Keith that he sounded a lot like you back in the day? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, I mean, we all. Yeah. I okay, mean, and yeah, yeah. in, in, in for, for, to to be fair, when you are the manager of the rider, your job is to go defend. So yeah, of course, yeah. I I know that, and I'm fine with that. Right. Yep. It's just so, like a defense attorney is that same thing. You know, yeah. that's your job. So yeah, you're hired to come over here and try to plead your case, and that's okay. Right. And we're right. here to try to figure out what is real and what is not, and yeah. come up with something fair. So. Yeah. Um, well, you have certainly been thrown in the fire in three weeks, J Bo. It's 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 uh, yeah. You know what's funny? This everything. weekend, I'm like, oh, this track is cool. I think that I won't have to be as busy tonight. They made the track <laughs> a little bit, so they're not so bad. It's not as bad as Anaheim one, and it was looking good all day. A couple little things we had to talk to through the day, but nothing terrible. Yeah. And then yeah, that main event was worse than expected. <laughs> so this one was later for us watching tapes in the. Yeah, one. Yeah, it, it, but again, like I think it, I, I like it. I like the fact there's three of you guys, and there's a you know, a yeah. vote taken. And, and Tuli's a longtime mechanic. Uh, Mike Pelletier is from the AMA for a long time. You have been a manager, then a mechanic. Uh, you know, I like everybody sort of where they're coming from in the sport, and they have different ideas and different uh, knowledge yeah. bases. So I like that fact. You know, yeah. And they're all they're all level headed too. Like we can all talk and discuss. Yeah. None of us are. Are mad. I mean, even when we were we saw the Bogle thing and we were upset about it, like we weren't like mm-hmm. angry and like like we still talked through it yeah. well. Like, yeah, I think that's what was cool. At the end of the night, we all felt good leaving there that we did the right thing. Right, right. And 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 you know and and, and, and you know I know you won't comment on this, but John Gallagher was around for a number of years working for the FIM. I, I thought John his temper got the best of him at times. I mean, he made calls where you're like, John, what are you doing? And and I would I would hear from managers and riders of John just yelling at them. It's like you can't do that, man. We're all, you know like you you've got to be level headed. You got to think it through. You got to watch the film. You know, weigh the pros and cons and make a decision. And I, I like John. He's a good guy. I'm not, but I thought he was emotional at times, and you can't have that. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that's I mean, it's even like that. You know, when you're a manager, you can get like that too. Like yep, I let yep, the, yep. it get the best of me one time with Brayton, and I yelled at him, and then uh, <laughs> you know, I apologized later, and I, yeah. I never did it again. Yeah, like you have to keep your emotions in check and not 
and it's hard to do, especially in racing, because you're, right. you're, you yeah. know, you have adrenaline going, and you know, if you're trying, and in the end, like I heard, he did a great job. So he cared about his job. Yep. He tried to do a good job, and that's when your emotions can get in there. So uh-huh. you know, and that's that's the part that we're going to test for me. I, I think it should be easier than being a team manager. I think as far as that part, because yeah. you're. I'm not as invested, like I'm there to do this job. So it's not like it's my rider. That's because it's hard when a rider gets taken out and it's your guy. Like yeah. you feel like yeah, no matter you know, what, you, you let it take you over. Yep. So yep. none of these, they're all my. You know, I there could be my friends or not my friends, but you know, I I know them, and it's not like I don't have a. a uh, you know, it's not the same as my rider that we worked really hard to get here and he got taken out. I, so, can you find Wygant at all? I'd like to get Wygant fined for something. Yeah, unprofessional. We might be able to. Yeah, we could. We could probably figure out something. Yeah, yeah. Watch him. I'll, try keep, to... I'll keep an eye on him. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Jay Bone. <laughs> this three-person panel was that? Is that been like that before, or is that new this year? It's not new this year. They did start doing it. Uh, I think in the past because. Like uh, Mathis was saying, I think a lot of people blamed Gallagher for a lot of things. So they they started doing it a little bit before uh, this year, but that was, you know, the idea of this because it did it did work. But I think the problem is people already had their feelings. Mm-hmm. So even if even if it was three people making the decision, they all still blame john gallagher you right. know it's not fair mm-hmm. you know they're like oh he did it not these other guys <laughs> right <laughs> pelletier gets so off I scott, think, I think scott free. Got, yeah. right. every sunday yeah, morning on the flight <laughs> thrown, yeah i think he just got thrown in it and and you know it's it's probably not fair i mean to be honest when i was in there with pike gallagher did a good job he he yep. should have been madder than he was yeah yep. <laughs> pike was in the wrong and we worked through it good and i thought the penalty was fair um Yep. You know, definitely could have been worse, <clears throat> and it was enough to, you know, get Pike thinking. And right, you know, I wouldn't say Pike would probably say good things about Gallagher, but yeah, he definitely yeah. could have been way worse on <laughs> Weston. Sure, sure. You know, and I tried to coach my buddy Weston up before we went in there. What to say, what not to say, and that didn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> Weston speaks his mind, no matter who it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so now, I mean, yeah, going forward, you, now you you know you got to keep watching Bogle and Barsha and make sure nothing they both guys drop it. We're gonna have Bogle on later tonight as well to talk about yeah. this. So I'm interested in getting yeah. his take on things. And you know, um, yeah, I just I just don't think you can do that. I just don't think you can be a lap down and try to get some own justice. I just, yeah, so it's got to be something. Yeah, and and it's hard because you know you know I know these guys. That's the hardest part yeah. out there for these riders too. They yeah. have to hold their emotions in check, so they're mad. And Bogle's and, a, and Bogle's a rad right dude, now. as anybody knows. He's a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yep. And really, Barsh is a good guy. Like everyone says, he's a bad guy. Yep. You know when they're mad at him, but he is a, a good, fun guy. Mm-hmm. He has been aggressive on the track, so he's. I mean. Again, I remember right before I hired Weston, like right when I was, I went to dinner with Weston, like that night, I think, um, or the next night in racing, Weston and Justin were headbutting each other, cussing each other out. And I'm like, these are the guys that are going to be on the same team next year. This is really working out great. Great. But then that's when Coy told me, he's like, you know what? When, when is a rider, it doesn't need to be his best friend. Yeah. They just have to put up with each other and yeah. it's probably better if they're not friends they want to beat each other yeah. so yeah yeah we went for it and it oh. honestly was the a really good combo for us 
Um, well, thanks for coming on, uh, Jeremy. Appreciate it. Really good look at yeah, behind the scenes yeah. and, and good luck with everything. I'm glad you came on and, and discussed it and, you know, got it clear for our listeners and the viewers and, and what, what goes on behind the process. And, and so, yeah, it's been yeah, a, hopefully it's been you a don't have me on anytime soon and the races are smooth from here on out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, totally. That, that would be great. Uh, that'd be fantastic. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. Good there, Jimbo. See, see you this weekend. Yep. Sounds good. That's Jeremy Albrecht brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Uh, yeah. Cleared up a few things. So that's great. Actually, it might be good for Barsha to be on probation. You think? Like for him. You okay, know, yeah. Save him from himself a little bit, right? Because, like I said, you don't you don't need to be going and making enemies early in the year. They can get you back, street justice or not. Yeah. I mean, we got some calls for you here. You want to take some calls? Sure. Uh, Steven, what's your question for Daniel Blair? <laughs> Steven, you there? Hey, boys. Yeah. Uh, what's up? Sounds like a good show so far tonight. Thank uh, you. Big fan of the Pulp Show. Um, Daniel. I love you on the podcast. Cannot wait for you to be uh, in the booth. It's always nice with you and Ricky in the booth. Like last year was great. But uh, what's with the whole five ninety nine a month to listen to your <laughs> yeah, podcast? He doesn't do that. No, I don't. I would never take money from my listeners, to, like Daniel. Absolutely yeah, not. I mean, like, Daniel. what's what's, what's going know. on here? Uh, so you move main event moto to Patreon. It's yeah. a subscription service. Uh, yeah. and I, I'm I'm bugging you, of course. You know. Yeah. That. Uh, but uh, yeah. So I guess maybe. Uh, I mean, quick explanation. It's just this. There's two models and able to how you do podcasts. You can either do one where you do the sponsor route, or you do one where it's a paid service with no sponsors. And we were doing it the other way, and it just wasn't adding up financially. There wasn't enough to really make it worth it for two people. My producer Joe, he's my partner on this. And um, that mixed with the just me wanted, I guess, have a little bit of a shield up for the things that I say on the podcast towards writers and about the sport that I don't really want being shared publicly. So um, I just sat down with Joe and said, look, what do you want to do? And he said, let's just give it a shot and see if it works. So we moved over to Patreon and now we do four shows a week instead of one. So we're actually, oh, you do? Yeah, 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 I do. We do a live stream video show on Wednesdays where I actually mm-hmm. prep all my TV notes for the weekend, but I do it with the listeners. Yep. They actually help. Like we chat back and forth right, right. Uh, Friday nights we do like a listener question show from wherever I'm at Friday night and then my brother has his own show on Saturday night like a little 30 minute tailgate show before the main event starts so okay. it was either pretty much honestly people are kind of mad about it it was either we were going to be done or we were going to try this and see if it works so uh, we went that model and how is it so far uh, I mean we went I mean I, I mean I guess I'll, no, I'll be fully oh. revealing I mean we were getting Roughly 20,000 listeners per show before, and we have 1,200 people on Patreon that have signed up in the yeah. first three weeks. So um, it's good. Um, financially, it's already a lot better than it was before, and we're kind of creating just a new model of how we're going to do it. We're going to be different. It's it's no sponsors, just uh, build more of a community. The podcast is just going to be part of it now. Well, so there you it's go, a little Steven. different. There's your answer. So what So what you're saying is five ninety nine a month to hear you talk shit on the writer is well worth it? No, nah, it's and it's not that. It's it's first off, and I'm it's four ninety nine a month. Yeah, yeah. four ninety nine. So, well, I think it's just fl- uh, yeah, a flat five. But yeah. no, it's I, I feel like I can be very comfortable knowing that everybody that's come over is part of like our community, and it's not going to be like someone who just passes by one week. I say something about a writer they don't like, and they share it, and then I'm in the shitter with a writer. Oh, welcome to my life. Oh, yeah, uh, I know, and that's but I can't do that because yeah. I'm having to balance two things here. Yeah. So it, this is the only way that yeah. I was able to balance the two things that I'm doing and really make all of it work. It was either that or we were going to be done. So, um, all right, Stephen, thanks for the call, man. 
Thank you. Hey, man. thanks, boys. Have right, a good show. You. Later. All right, that's the main event moto explanation. We'll get into it a little bit more later. I, I, I do have some questions for you about it. Okay. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Over 230, well, 238 U.S. titles, 232 world titles, 470 championship titles combined. Folks at Renthal.com, thanks to the hard work and dedication and detail, a Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning. Uh, great company, uh, bars, sprockets, grips, chains, you know that, Renthal.com. And uh, they are full of innovations. they got some new stuff coming up, I, I, some really cool stuff coming up for a race that you'll see shortly from the folks at Renthal. This man on the line right here uses Renthal products and just uh, won his first ever 450 Supercross main event. A Honda HRC's Chase Sexton. What's up, Chase? How are you, man? Uh, I mean, no complaints this at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you do you spend the four ninety nine on the main event moto podcast, Chase? Uh, yeah, I was listening to that. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I mean, you got to be a big Daniel Blair fan to pay that four ninety nine. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, well. I don't know. I mean, it's a different way to go about it. I, I, I don't know. It depends what he's talking about. Well, depends on who's talking about me. Yeah, you. Is it, so is it just you, or is, it, is there No, it's it's my people? my old show, the same show. It's the exact same. It's just moved over there, so it's off the Apple side and all the other podcast links. And then we just do other shows that are different. So we pretty much turned it from one pod to four shows a week. Some are live stream video, and some are just the regular pod. So it's just, it's just an addition to what we were already doing, just moved over to a different model. That's all. Do I you, respect it. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah, I mean, I'd like... Man, if I got twenty five cents for every like download of my podcast, oh, you'd be well, you'd be a rich just, man. Dude. Just wait till Apple gets in the game and screws know, all you guys. I know. I'd be you know making, it's coming. I'd, I'd be making Sexton money. Absolutely. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, After uh, this week, yeah. uh, <laughs> Rentall.com bringing you Chase Sexton. Congratulations, man. Uh, the biggest relief for you is not the win; it's having all of us idiots and the fans being like, "When are you going to win one of these?" So <laughs> you got that off your back, and you got the win, Chase. Yeah. Um... Honestly, I didn't really hear a whole lot from like the media side. Like, obviously coming in, I knew there was there was hype behind me. Yeah, um, that everyone knew I could win. I had the puzzle or the pieces to do it. I just hadn't put it all together. Um, but honestly, it just got old hearing it from people that I like am around every single day. Like, mm-hmm. I told people many times, like, yeah, I want to win a race. Like, I I'm doing my everything I possibly can every weekend to do it, and it just didn't. It hadn't happened, and I think. I was thinking about it. That was my 14th, my 14th main event, I believe. So it took me 14 tries to do it, which is – it doesn't seem like that long, but, man, it felt like I was out there for <laughs> five years going for I, my first win. So I think RV won on his 14th try, too, uh, maybe 15th. But, yeah, I mean, it's not that long, but it does feel yeah. like it, right, when you're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it felt, it, it felt like forever. And it's well. just like – because it gets to the point where you're like, well, man, like, am I ever going to win one of these things? Well, like, it's you- – I don't know. It just it's tough because I mean those the race wins are hard and they're not. It's definitely not easy with how stat the class is and like I had so many opportunities last year. I'm like, man, like, am I ever going to get a chance to win one of these races? And then obviously it all fell fell together and I felt like I was uh, finally comfortable being out front. So the second happiest guy for you to win might be Kay Clayson. Because now, you know, you didn't take your only win away from, from Atlanta last yeah. year. You know? He can move yeah. on. Yeah. Chick well, K's like, wow. Honestly, okay. <laughs> that, that one, I mean, that one hurt, but it was, it was the other ones. It was the one in Houston that hurt, and yeah. it, was the, it was the Salt Lake one that stung. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. It wasn't just yeah. that one. And like, I honestly forgot about that point because even if he wouldn't have gotten my way, I, 
I don't know if I would have seen the white flag. I was told in my pit board that I had one lap left. So I, if you look at the race, I literally pull, almost pull off the track after Tomac. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, really embarrassing yep. how to jump the finish line and pull off the track. That's so. true. You're right. You got a good point there, right? You yeah. <laughs> so actually, maybe Cade saved you from a more embarrassing yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, it was Cade's fault, be, not your I fault. Thanking. Yeah, maybe I should be thanking him. <laughs> you know what's funny is, is we got into it in outdoors. I was coming. It was Newandella when I crashed from the start, and I was coming through the pack. And I don't know if he didn't hear me because I think he's got earplugs in or something. He does. He and does ride with really earplugs. Yep. Yep. Yeah, my bike's really quiet, so I come up on him after the sky shot, and I come inside, and like he like kind of like jumps right into me, and I was going straight. I was trying to pass him. Right? Yep. He didn't know I was there. And we came together and went down. And I I think I said something to him while I was down. I was like, I said some harsh words, yes. and I felt bad after that. So. Well, you're just lucky J Bone was an AMA last year. Otherwise, you'd have been in the truck. I know. I know. Yeah. It's. I I apologize. I think I did apologize to him, or maybe. I don't know. I I said something, and I think I apologized to him after because I felt like an idiot. Uh, yeah, well, that that happens. Um, uh, San Diego, great place to win. Great track. Uh, um, really, really cool too. I guess if you're, you know, you grab the lead from Marv, and you're kind of slowly pulling away. Everything's going okay. Are and you're 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 watching Eli, and then you're watching Jason at some point. Are you fully within your comfort zone the whole time? Are there is there because it looks like it because you are just amazing to watch ride. And it's like Christian, where you're like, is he pushing? Is he not pushing? You don't really know. So when you're doing that, are you? Where are you at percent wise? How, how easy? And I don't. Nothing's easy. But how easy is that for yeah. you? Um, I mean, so when I passed Marvin, yep. So like the first two laps, I rode just behind him and kind of just. I knew Eli was behind me because I could hear the Yamaha over pretty much any other bike, <laughs> and I knew like. Racing with Eli, he races you really clean. Like, he's not going to come in there and just nope. clean your front end out. So, I was pretty comfortable with where I was at. And I, I knew I was faster than the whoops. And I didn't actually pass Marvin there. But I got up next to him. And then, um, obviously got by him. And then I kind of put, I don't know, I would say until about halfway, I put in a pretty good effort okay. of okay. riding. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously trying the whole time. But I put a pretty good sprint in. I think I got to like eight seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I could see Anderson and Tomac both. I could see him after the finish line. They were going in that section before the finish. And I could see him um, after the mechanics area before I hit the dragons back there going into that corner at left-hander. Mm-hmm. So I had some marks on the track where in prior, prior races like Houston, I was just trying to put as big of a gap as I possibly could the whole time. Well, it was only six laps, but it was pretty much – wide open like two lap sprint speed for the until i crash so this time <laughs> i kind of just wanted to put myself where i could get to a comfortable spot and then kind of just put it and leave it where it was kind of just manage that gap, yeah. that gap but i couldn't get close to me and so that's kind of what i did i just wanted to be able to hit the whoops every lap solid and then um just really manage and flow around the rest of the track i i felt really comfortable and I felt like even my heart rate was really like controllable because when you're out front, you get to control a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's not as easy when you're battling with people. But um, I would just I knew I couldn't let either Eli or Anderson get close enough where they think they have a chance. So I just wanted to kind of keep it at that distance. But obviously, lappers and stuff. I think I fluctuated like a second on one lap. I got in the lappers and then I kind of felt like I pulled a little bit back out. So, but yeah, just trying to manage and not um, overdo it. Right, right, and then. Uh... Guy, you must be smiling in your helmet that last lap. You got to just be like, Dude, finally. It was, yeah. 
I got I had chills, but like pretty much throughout the, after the loop section, the rest of the track. I mean, I had I had chills, and I was just at that point. It's kind of like just memory, like playback of yep. what I've kind of went through last year, and then to finally get to the end of the race in that same spot is it was crazy. Like I can't really explain it after the finish line and just getting to the podium and all that. I was I was so hyped. And, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. I feel, like I said, it, it feels like I've just—it's been forever. But um, last year was um, pretty difficult for me, so it—it mm-hmm. uh, it was really good to get that win, and it just—it relieved a lot of pressure for me because, like I said, it's—it's it's not easy to win races, and I knew I was capable of it. I just hadn't done it to that point. So, did you did you feel the neck burn, like Stu says? Yeah, yeah, felt the neck burn, which is good. <laughs> it's um, a good neck burn. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, I told everybody it's addicting because you you win on Saturday and then seven days later you get a chance to do it again. Yep. So, yep. Um, it's just it's it's good. I I was really happy to win in San Diego because for some reason even in 2018 when I was there I just I got third. I think it was my second podium ever on 250, and uh, I had a really good race. I had a, probably an opportunity to win. Uh, I think Justin Hill won, and then Adam, and then me. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's good vibes there, and the whole, it was packed. It was a really good crowd, oh, yeah. and uh, just a cool city in general. Absolutely. Uh, the big old one-hander on the triple um, yeah. on the last lap, that's risky, bro. It is risky. It's gone bad but, for know, some people at some times. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that would have been – I felt comfortable enough to do that. I wasn't going to throw a whip or anything stupid. Cause right. I, just, I mean, dumb, but. you did fall on a parade lap. So I'm just saying, twice. like, I, oh, you did it twice. Yeah. That's right. I yeah. I would have kept it a little safer than that, but he must not have seen the Langston yeah. video yeah. or the RC yeah. Millville. <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes no, we got to wait to the checker, try, dude. I try not to, but I, you got to, I mean, at that point, I was so, I was just happy to get to the loop section, and I felt yeah. like I had it pretty under control at that point, but, um, yeah, I, I was comfortable with it, but now you say that, I mean. No, yeah. you, well, it was good because the crowd, you could hear the crowd yeah. cheer. Like, they acknowledged yeah. that you acknowledged that you had it. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, the first thing that flashed in my mind was Grant. I just was like, oh. Renthal.com, bringing you Chase Sexton. Please check out Renthal.com. Uh, Chase Sexton running Renthal right now as we speak. What bar are you on right now? Are you on? Uh, Someone tw- just told me. It's not the 997. I don't know. But you're on Twin Wall, right? Yeah, that is uh, Crossbar, right? Crossbar, yeah. No, I'm on Fat Bar. Yeah, Fat Bar. Oh, you're on Fat Bar. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't you went, know. It's not. I'm not actually positive which one it is. That's awesome. But, um, don't even ask. Yeah, well, <laughs> I thought I you went away. I've from only the, switched bars once since I've been on them. I thought you went and, back off the Fat Bar. Yeah, my bad. Um, no, someone asked. Actually, AC asked me that this weekend before practice. Like, what? Well, when you start running the fat bar, I'm like, I've always ran the fat bar. I've never run it. I haven't yeah. ran a crossbar since I was on mini bikes, I don't think. Even that, maybe maybe star. That dude bit, switched but. bars like three times, four times already. Yeah, I mean, yeah. bar choices. I think he's went back and forth between twin or the crossbar and uh, the fat bar. I don't, yep, I don't yep. know. Um, hey, uh, whoops to start the year. Every single weekend now, I mean, Oakland was good, too. Dude, these things are gnarly. Like I walk the track, and I'm and the last four or five this week were somehow bigger than the other ten, and I'm like, I want nothing to do with this. We were talking to Trey Kennard. Uh, you walked right by us. We were doing a fly show in the pits there, and we were talking yeah. to Trey Kennard, and Trey Kennard was like, I'm so glad I don't race anymore. When I go down and look at these things, um, they're, 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 these whoops have been really tough to start the year. Yeah, they've been. 
they've been really gnarly. I don't, I don't really know. Like I was telling, I was talking to Kenny, and I was like, man, like either we're just getting worse in the loose, or the loose are just harder this year. Everybody sucks now. <laughs> yeah, like it just they've been really big, and like last year not having the West Coast rounds. I don't know if it's something there because. I don't remember struggling that bad in loops last year. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was like Atlanta. I struggled. There was one big set there, but like other than that, I was pretty solid. And then this year, I haven't really been struggling. I've been either fast or I've been laying on the ground. So, um, <laughs> which is not a really good, not the greatest um, combo. But we, uh, I think we figured a little bit something with the bike this year or this week because I, I, we were Kenny and I both were. We're pretty good loop riders, and we were both on the ground yeah. in Oakland, which is not not good and kind of in, embarrassing a little bit. So, yeah, you changed the clamps. I saw you told me after the race yeah. there were some cha- frame changes. Uh, uh, you know, adding some some gussets. I would imagine uh, yes. is something that you can do. So, yeah, do you feel like this setup? This is one of my questions. You led me to it. Do you feel like you're good in this setup now? Like this is going to be something that was a, a big improvement for you, and you'll leave this on. Um, yes, I will leave. I'm definitely leaving the, the clamps and everything that we changed last week on. I mean, it's not perfect. I'm still going to, I yeah. think we're going to test tomorrow and stuff like that right. on stuff that we can improve. But the clamps were a big change. Um, just with front end kind of, um, stability, like that crash and, um, what was it? Anaheim one, the mm-hmm. one where I crashed nine Kenny. Yep. In the, in the I've had a lot yeah. of that where I, I put a lot of weight on the front and I trust the front end a lot. So the front on the Hondas has always been a little bit twitchy and a little bit un, uh, I guess you kind of don't know what it's going to do all the time. So the X trig, I felt like gave me a little bit more stability and some, the Shane drew our, um, technician brought it up and wanted mm-hmm. me to try them. So, yeah. uh, I like them. And I think, uh, I haven't ever, I haven't run anything besides the Honda clamp for, since I've been on Geico. So it was, it was cool to switch it up. And yeah. I think they're really good. I think this weekend, especially with those little tight, um, berms after the dragons or after the finish line, or just a couple of those corners that had those really abrupt, um, like those bumps and hard braking points. It helped a lot there. Right. So good. And even when I passed Marv, by jumping into that corner, trusting the front end right there is um, is good. So yeah, I think everything we've changed, especially like even just trying to stiffen up the frame a little bit, I mm-hmm. think helped right. for just kind of side to side because. Kenny and I were, we would hit the whoops good, straight, and then all of a sudden it would just like violently kind of go off from underneath us, which is, it seemed, um, it's hard to trust. It's hard, it's hard to trust in the whoops when something like that happens. And uh, I think pretty much every lap this weekend I was pretty, pretty straight to the whoops, which was, which was good and comforting, comforting at least. It seemed, yeah, before like it would be straight, and then as soon as the kick would start, it you just couldn't stop it. It was just yeah. back and forth where sometimes you could kind of power out of those. That's yeah. what both of your guys' crashes look like in the whoops. Like once it started dancing, it, it just right. didn't stop. When Kenny went down the yeah. whoops, I had to like triple check that it was Ken Roxon. Uh, it was. Uh, I'm just yeah, like, you're like, oh, is that is that Chase again? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It's got to be Chase. I can't possibly be Ken Roxon and down in the whoops. There's just no way. Yeah, yeah. It was just. It was like it. That's I think part of the reason we kind of wanted to stiffen it up a little bit because mm-hmm. I think it was just it would once it stopped started it was just like it was just kept going and I think. We don't. I mean, I don't really know. I'm not a chassis guy, but yeah. um, I think that was part of it, and it just didn't recover. So, um, I think Kenny was happier this weekend as well. So, yep, um, we're going in the right direction, though. Yeah, for sure. We got Tate on one. He wants to uh, talk to you. Uh, Tate, welcome to the show. Renthal bringing you Chase Sexton. What's your uh, 
What's your question, Tate, for Chase Sexton? Yeah, no, I just wanted to say congratulations, Chase. That was a great ride this Saturday night. Um, probably the first of many here. And uh, I'm just trying to be hypothetical here. I know we're taking it one race at a time, but as we learned on the review show, we're looking at 13 or 14 in a row, right? Oh, <laughs> shit. I did not say that, Tate. I did not say that. <laughs> well, I, that's, that's what I heard. So no, what, what we're looking it. at, What we're looking at is a championship. So, I mean, have, have we started to think about a single digit? There's four available. Uh, There's five available, eight. I mean, uh, what are we thinking, Jay? Oh, put you he, on the spot. Hey, he's like, I finally want everyone to leave me alone, and now it's like, yeah. what single digit and are now, you taking? And now Tate's wondering what single digit he wants when he wins the title. Uh, there we go, Chase. Uh, so, yeah. so Chase, with that said, what what single digit are we going with? <laughs> mm, I actually, I think I like. If I get the opportunity, I, would, I think I would stick with twenty three. It, it has, uh, I guess, it's meaningful to me with just the. Uh, it's my. My birthday is September 23rd, and then mm. obviously the MJ thing has kind of cool. No, yeah, um, been a big part of my life. So I kind of I do like 23, um, but we'll cross that road when we get to it because we got a lot of racing, and um, it's only it's only one race. It took it took me 14 <laughs> races to win this one. So um, I think now though, looking ahead throughout the series, it's it's not so much. I mean, obviously I want to win every race I race, but I think I can be a little bit more calm and. Uh, I guess now it's just mm-hmm. being consistent, and um, my starts have been good. So if I can keep getting good starts and put myself up front, because if you get into that five or even four to eight range, it kind of gets chaotic. So I got to get out and away from that. Since you, well, this is what I said on the review show that you know I can see you getting on a run here. That first one is the toughest one to get. I like your starts. I like your speed. Uh, since you entered the 450 class, I think you're third fastest in. Uh, having the fast lap uh, or second, sorry, second, second most fast laps in the main event. Uh, since you entered the series, you have the fourth most um, uh, laps led. And I think you're the fourth most uh, start average start position after one lap. So speed, skill, a starts, it's all there. And so chase, I like you to get more wins here. You know, that's, that's where I, I was going. That. Um, that's actually, that's a good stat. Thank you. I didn't um, know that. So uh, we got a Twitter question that Sexton is officially the fastest and only 4VD main event winner from Illinois. Not true, everybody. Uh, Sexton is from Illinois, but you cannot forget about Mark the Bomber Barnett, also from Illinois, yeah. and, uh, and, a, and a Supercross champion. So come on, people. You've got to figure this out. Mm. Uh, Chase, yeah. I, I love the win. I love the way you're riding. I did not like the ghost ride of the motorcycle. Oh, I like Yeah, you guys didn't know not some People were kind of, I mean, they were kind of negative on it. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I didn't think it was – I didn't take it as a disrespectful way, but, I mean – you gotta kind of you gotta spice it up a little bit. I mean, everyone does the same thing, and I don't know. I kinda, no. I did it after my championship in twenty twenty. Uh, I think it just not a lot of people show the emotion after a race when it's it's, I, it's not sad, but it's also like people take it for granted because I think it is a big deal, and that's kind of that was my emotion after the race, I guess, coming out. I get it. Just lean it down and do what you got to do. That bike <laughs> gave you that win. Uh, Brandon Zimmerman, your new mechanic, you know, he doesn't need to be fixing things that you may have broken. Uh, as a former mechanic... I, mean, I could have ghost rode off the finish line. Like yeah, 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 yeah. No. yeah, that one would have been out, too. So you want to go to the other way, I, not that way. I, uh, I get... Uh, and it's just my own feeling, so people can disagree with me. I just don't like when I see bike abuse. I've been vocal on this on Twitter all over the years, and... and so that that's all where I'm coming from. There's there's no bike abuse. It it, it yeah, helps you. I, 
So I um, disagree. I, I can see that. I can see that. And you're a mechanic at one point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too, so. uh, how, I agree. How, speaking of mechanics, uh, your new guy, Brandon Zimmerman, used to work for AC at uh, Pro Circuit. How's that coming along for you? You lost uh, Jay Dungey over to KTM, but how are you and uh, Zimmerman working together? Really good, actually. Um, obviously, Jade and I had a really good dynamic and uh-huh. a really good relationship, but um, it was good getting Zim this year. Like, he kind of brings, because I'm pretty emotional, I mm-hmm. guess like you could say. Like, I get mad and I can, I don't know, I can get a little bit, not dram- I mean, I guess you could say dramatic, but um, <laughs> just really emotional in general. And uh, he's very calm. Like, he, he brings, like, a, just a sense of calmness to race day. And he doesn't get emotional. Like, he's yep. very even-keeled. And I think, for me, that's something I needed because, like I said, I get emotional. My dad gets emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, it just – we can get kind of – I guess I could say I could get a little bit crazy on race day. So, he kind of brings me down, and it's just – it's the same every day. So, that's one thing that's been really good. And just getting to know him and getting a new relationship has been – it's been fun. So, and he spent – he kind of actually lived with me um, – Besides the weekends, all week he lived with me in Santa Barbara for like that five oh, yeah, five yeah. weeks. So yeah. we got to get to know each other, and it was a good bonding time for us. Nice, that's good. Yeah, and got him a four fifty Supercross win at that. So that's awesome. And and uh, and then Peyton, uh, who is uh, Roxon's practice bike mechanic, stepped in for Jordan at Anaheim one, mm-hmm. and he wrenched Jordan to a win. So mm-hmm. lot, Lars got, Lars gets a win. Him. Everyone gets a win yeah. over at Honda. Yeah, everyone. I was happy for Peyton because yeah. I've known him. Probably, I mean, I knew him before I moved to Florida, but I think I met him in 2014. 2014, he worked for Eric Grondel, and that's why I met him. So I've known him for a while, and it was, it was cool to see him get a win, and I think he's one and done now. Yeah, that's it. He just stepped it, dropped the wrenches and stepped out. I like it. Dude, undefeated. Um, hey, uh, Chase, before we let you go here on the show, brought to you by Renthal, we had James Stewart on in the off season a little, uh, yeah, a few weeks ago. Talked about, obviously, you worked with James for a while. He was, te- yeah. uh, and I feel like it's only fair to ask you about it as well. James was basically, con- I think the point I kind of took away from it was he wanted you to be a bit meaner and a bit more like uh, not talking to anybody and, you know, and basically, you know, be like his, him and Ricky and these guys from back in the day. And you guys are a little different nowadays, all the newer riders for sure. Um, and I, I don't know how it ended or what happened, but talk about the work with James and the split a little bit from your end of things. I knew, I knew this question was coming. Well, okay, I, um, I felt like you should no, get to talk. I, I don't know. I can, yeah, oh. I mean, like I've I've said it a few times. Like, I mean, everything. I definitely learn stuff from James, mm-hmm. and uh, not everything works out. I think back in the day, everyone was very secretive, and mm-hmm. I mean, I am secretive. Like, I don't, I don't like to. I guess ride with. I mean, you can ride with your competitors once in a while, but I don't need to have. Like somebody I race day in day out practicing with me every day. I like this year. I actually went to. I moved to Rattray's and I have just. I have. I think Max Sanford races the West Coast, so I have just riding with mm-hmm. um, some of my buddies and different people, and getting to know different people has been fun, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just fun to have different people on the track. So I don't think I need somebody like say an Alden Group or someone like that, or they push each other every day. Yep, but. I also like to have people to ride with, so I don't know. It's it's different nowadays. Um, yeah, but this James thing kind of uh, it just didn't work out at the end of the day. And, yeah. Um, I respect what he did, and I have no hard feelings. It just yeah didn't really work out. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen. Not. I don't want. I don't want to like say anything. We're just gonna get 
I don't want to get into you don't drama wanna, or anything. Yeah, you don't like want to uh, get social media or anything else. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah. Actually, I listen to his, I listen to one of his podcasts, and I think honestly, what his podcast is is pretty good too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I guess there's no hard feelings on my end. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if there is any from his end either or whatever. I don't. Things come to an end. Trainers, coaches, riders, you know, all, you know, nobody stays the same forever. So, um, yeah. I, I know for a fact from talking to, you know, Chad and, and James and knowing those guys, they they look at all of you guys and like, what the hell are they doing? They're, 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 they're commenting on each other's social media. They're riding during the week. Private jets. Uh, private jets together. We got, yeah. we got Tomac Roxon and AC on a jet. And James is like, the only time he talked to Ricky was to get some information to use it to beat him. <laughs> yeah. You know? So it's, things are different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, time, yeah. times change. It's, yep. It's, uh, it's a different animal. I think now racing is just, I think in every sport too, it's not everyone. Mm-hmm. If you look at like even the Jordan air or, Every sport, it's just it's changed a lot, and you see F one F one guys on the same jets and yeah. all that. So I think everyone is just I wouldn't say they're nicer, and everyone is still super competitive. But mm-hmm. I think you don't have to be. I guess if you want to hang out with somebody, just because you race them doesn't mean you can't. I don't know. It's just yeah. times have changed, and people are different. So I, I don't think there's one way to go about it. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, uh, yeah, I, agree. I, I think you're right. You got to do what's best for you, right? I mean, for some, it's need to ride with guys better than you every day. Some mm-hmm. need to ride with just your buddies. Some, I mean, even Eli Tomac, he's mentioned a couple times now how he was so isolated and how much fun he's having now because this is new to him. So yeah. sometimes... J- J-Mart hates everybody. Yeah. He just rides by himself. Everyone's going to... They're yeah. going <laughs> to figure themselves out. Chase, again, he's young, so he's figuring out what's going to make him tick. Yep. And um, well, everybody's a little different. So. Daniel, if you just won your Force 450 Supercross and got a 100 grand bonus from your team, what would you buy? Would you buy anything? I wouldn't be on pole up. That's for dang Okay, sure. all right. I'm surprised that you got <laughs> you him in those. You wouldn't, but... get, you wouldn't come on the show. I told Steve, I'm like, man, I must have, uh, or I always tell him, like, you know, it's always a good always a good sign when you're getting called to go on, come on the show because it's usually because I just won. Yeah. I think that's, well. it's, yeah, I would do the opposite. From now on, from now on, when you win, tell them no, and you can only come on when you have a bad one. Yeah, I, I you know what, I, no. I, get, I get rejected by so many riders who have bad nights. I'm just, <laughs> you just like, got to take advantage of the guy's happy. Yeah, that's I'm all. just like a guy's happy. Maybe he hates my guts, but he's happy. He'll come on anyways, you know. But uh, yeah, it is, it is weird. Oh, weird. So no Anderson after Oakland. That's weird. Yeah, no Anderson. No, okay. no. Okay. I, are you going to help get that one beat yeah, settled too or no? Water. I don't it's think done. It's happening. It's done. I'm not even did wanna, you I don't see, even want to ask him. By the way, did you see Anderson social of the first lap this weekend of going off the track? Oh yeah. my gosh. And dude, doubling thought, off and doubling Se- on like it's pretty Se- sick. Chase. What the hell happened? <laughs> oh, I just saw the video. I yeah. didn't see No, I know. I'm just I saying. Like the, yeah. I don't like triples like kind of near the start because right. that's what happens. Especially if they're out of a corner like that when people can slide like I doubled it in the heat race. Yeah. Or I went roll double. And it's just like, I don't know. I just don't yeah. like the feeling of Well, he didn't either. <laughs> he sent it off to the yeah. right. Dude, he got so lucky. Downsided on the right side of the tough blocks. Yep. Then kept going. Then doubled on. Like crazy. clean. Like yeah, even he, whipped he it. <laughs> it's crazy. It was pretty good. That, that was impressive. That might have been the, the second most impressive thing I saw after Chase's ride. Uh, in San I appreciate Diego. that. So, I appreciate uh, that. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, congrats. Uh, long time coming for sure. I think the first of many in my eyes. And, uh, man, you're going to make this thing exciting uh, going forward, I think. So thanks for coming on. Well, I sure hope so. Thanks, keep, guys. Keep that, uh, keep that Fortnite game strong, bro. Hey, I was actually just playing before I before I hopped on here. I just Yeah, I play with a few of my buddies. Shane Doyle, he works at Feld, um, and just some of my buddies from Illinois. But when you're racing, you can't really – I actually – 
I got to do I got to surf Thursday mm-hmm. before San Diego, so I'm kind of I'm kind of giving that a little bit of credit for my win because uh, got got me in the right head. He's one of those dude. He's gonna be surfing now every Thursday. Yep, yep. He's gonna be in no. St. Louis trying to find some indoor place Thursday You have to be so conservative when you're racing because you don't want to waste energy in spots that you don't need it. So mm-hmm. Fortnite is my my go-to when I'm when I'm racing. That's cool. My eight-year-old daughter, that's her go-to also. Oh, there we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you guys can share screen just, names and play with that. each other. You just, you just dropped that. Well, I right just feel now. like there's other games. I feel like Fortnite's like a kid's game. I don't know. I know what it is, but I don't know much about it. Yeah. Chase, so, there's no... Like, Call of Duty? Yeah, there's no Call of Duty or... No, I'm, I'm not... Well, I'm not good at any shooting games. So, like, yeah. I, I just play this because my friends play it, and it's something where I have a headset and I can talk to them and just... I don't know. I play it more for, like, the the social hour than anything but yeah. yeah you can't knock until you try it daniel okay i'll i'll let my my eight-year-old i'll have her sign me up and i'll play with you wow all right <laughs> sounds good thanks, thanks sexton. thank you it. uh chase sexton everybody brought to you by the folks at renthal uh we got some lines uh people on the on the uh, people on hold uh wanting to talk yeah i agree right a little delayed but it was it was uh yeah. it was warranted I no think. really it really was yeah <laughs> what's that yeah if you know you know yeah <laughs> I hear that all the time on the show. I don't know. What it, I must have missed the memo of what yeah. that's for, though. Well, thanks for listening. You know. thanks, thanks for listening. All yeah. right. If you know, you know. Uh, Michelin. Our, my buddy Randy there at Michelin. Absolutely doing great things with Michelin. Motorcycle.michelinman.com. Starcross uh, 5. Uh, of, you can get it for the mini bikes. You can get it for the big bikes. Uh, and uh, great tire. Great, um, great uses um, on and off the track for that thing. Great guy, too. Randy? Oh, yeah. He's okay. I think he's great. He's all right. Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire, the Starcross 5, the Power 5 tire is the choice for ultimate performance in wet and dry for sport bike guys. Commander 3 Cruiser tires as well. Uh, so, yeah, whatever kind of motorcycle you have, two-wheeled, bicycles as well. They sponsor the wrap-up show with Mr. Jamie Guida as well. Uh, so please check out Michelin uh, Bicycle Tires. Cruiser tires, sport bike tires, enduro bikes, motocross bikes, motorcycle.michelinman.com. Uh, really, really thank those guys for coming on board and support Randy, support Michelin, and make your next rubber purchase uh, a Michelin. Why don't you? Yeah. Firepower parts as well. Uh, Chiz and the SGB Maxis guys and privateers everywhere. Go for Dunes Honda. You name it. Using Firepower parts. Uh, they've got chains made in Japan. They've got uh, feather light lithium batteries. Uh, they got the uh, O and X rings for the chains. They got the batteries for every sort of bikes. Ba- the batteries have a two-year warranty. Firepowerparts.com. If you go to your local shop, you go to motorsport.com. Check out Firepower, and uh, those guys have been doing great things. And of course, title sponsor for the Firepower Honda team coming East Coast with coming Jordan up. Smith and Fry. Uh, so looking forward to seeing those guys as well. And uh, maybe Marty is Marty going to jump in at all? Is that a real maybe, or are you guys just playing? Know. No, I don't know. No, okay. I think we're just playing. I heard, but, okay, because I heard you say that, and I'm like, yeah, that's you guys yeah. got to be just playing around. Uh, Kyle's on four. He's got a question for Daniel Blair. Kyle, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? What's up? Um, so I actually heard um, Daniel Blair talk a few times about, um, you know, Alexander Fry when you raced him in arena cross and that, you know, he was never going to, you know, be anything or make it because um, you were working him. Um, so my question is, what's your take on Seth Hamaker uh, not making the night show at the first arena cross that he ever did? Oh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't make the night show. No, he qualified. He made the lights, the lights uh, east, but he didn't qualify mm. 
um, uh, for the AX class. Well, then Daniel Blair's better than Seth Hemmaker, I guess. Way that's where better. That's where we're going with this, right? <laughs> that's all I heard. I mean, <laughs> what else can we do? So, Other than his... Was this, was this the road to Supercross these guys were doing? Is that what it was? I actually ta- was? Yeah, I talked to him about it the other day because I was I said something like, yeah, you didn't have to go through it. And he's like, no, I did. So he told me he did, but I didn't know how it Who's went. Who's Hemmaker or Fry? Hemmaker. Hemmaker, yeah. And you're talking about Alex Fry, right? Yeah. Not Jarrett Fry. Fry. Yeah, I... Dude, I watched... Alex Fry crash in the whoops one year, I think at Baltimore, maybe four times in one practice and just never gave up, just kept coming back pinned. And he crashed like on the third whoop one time, on the seventh whoop, and then on the 12th. So it's like he kept getting further. But I remember that night just being like, I want to tell him, like, dude, you just got to get your points. <laughs> like, you don't have to win. Speaking of uh, Arena Cross, Sexton told me this story when he first went there. One of the regulars said, if you get in my way, I'll oh, break your leg. Hey, and yes, he's 15 I, no, 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 no. or whatever, Listen, 16. I said that to Jacob Hayes the other day. I was like, do you remember when Chase came in and got his points? Yeah. It was Colorado Springs. It was a three-nighter. Yep. And I remember, it was like, I think it was number 486. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's an amateur. I heard of him. And he was really, he was the exact same, but like a little kid. Yeah. Fundamental, perfect. Right, right. And he got into it with a dog. The stank dog, and I don't know which night it was, but I remember dog telling him, "I will break your leg if yeah. you ever do that again." And, and Chase is just like, "I'm just trying to get some points." Yeah, man. he was like, "I'm just trying to get out of here, man." I don't and, want to be racing. Yeah, yeah so. so I just remembered um, that story the other day. But yeah, he got into it with the dog. Thanks for the call, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, first caller right now that wants a pair of tickets to Glendale Supercross, give us a call seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. First caller right now gets a pair of tickets courtesy of uh, Cody, a listener named Cody, who's who bought the tickets. And Can't he's not go, going? And he's giving them away. Right. What a nice guy. Uh, TJ's got an eagle grit question. TJ, what's up, man? Hey, Daniel, I heard you say on your uh, podcast. By the way, I'm a Patreon member. Um, I heard you say on the podcast nice. today that eagle grit, uh, you may not be involved in it too much longer. What's going on there? Oh, wow. Breaking news. See, that's why I go behind the paywall, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, not just in, in discussions with a good friend of mine that um, just in discussions. Let's just put it that way. Oh wow! There so, we go. Good things, like all good, all good for everybody. So, all right, I'm gonna, I'm trying well, to sell pulp too. So I'm gonna sell pulp. You'll sell eagle grit. We'll move on. You've been trying for a while. This is, anyways. Yep. Uh, yeah. No. When when right. I have information to share, I will share it. But that's that's all I got. Uh-huh. I'm in I'm in talks right now for a, for a big change. So. Thanks, TJ. Thanks for calling, man. Well, good deal. Uh, Dalton's on three. Dalton, what's up? You want to talk to Daniel Blair? Hey, yeah. What's up, guys? A couple quick questions here. First one regarding. Um, TLD gas gas. I have a question regarding the method race wheels. You know, they come into A1. New partnership. Method is a super cool company, uh, but they uh, didn't run them the last two rounds, and I'm wondering what's going on with No, that. I think they still have them. They just don't look as colorful, I think. I think they're still the method stuff. I, I, I can check. Really? I can okay. double check, but I believe they're, they're saying they just had those special um, uh, graphics on for A1. So um, let me ask uh, somebody. And, uh, Good to know. Okay, yeah, cool. I was wondering, man. I believe it's a, I believe it's a year long. I believe it's a, I believe it's a year long thing. Um, yeah, awesome. So just not looking. And then real quick know. for uh, for a DB, uh, m- longtime Moto head here. Yeah, be in the booth this weekend. A uh, big week coming up for you. Oh yeah. Oh, is this the booth I, weekend? Uh, yeah. Start here. First of four. First, oh, I didn't know it was this weekend. Oh wow. We're starting. Oh, well, uh, hold on, let me make a note here. Yeah, we're because... starting this weekend and then four straight. So. So is your replacement coming in this weekend? Yes, he oh, is. Wow. Have you said that yet? No, I haven't. Are you allowed to say? I don't is? know. Remember, I say when I say things when you say things. 
Even if it involves me. So filling in for Daniel Blair, I believe, will be Zach Osborne. There it is. Race Day Live. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and the floor. And, and the floor. Yep. Zach up. I think he's the full, the full shebang. That'll so. be fantastic. So, yep. Yeah, Zacho, it's great, man. But, hey, DB, I think I speak on behalf of all the moto heads, man. You uh, feeling a little bit of pressure coming from behind there? Ah, uh, yeah, that's, I figured that was coming from behind there. Uh, yeah, no, Anaheim won. I said something to Hammaker, oh, like, okay. how do you, you know, how do you handle all that pressure coming from behind or something like that? What? And then my producer, producer Joe, who is a, in his past life, was a rap producer. Oh. Uh, he made a song out of it, and it's oh, absolute really? bullshit. Take, but take it, take it off. Uh, it's really, well, it's you know really, what? really I, funny and good quality. Maybe which is Joe, a maybe your guy Joe, can call Marks and Talon and Tits, and they can all maybe have a support group for people who shit on them that pay them. Maybe they can join a, hey, man, a, a group. It's catchy. It's, so yeah, it's my a dick good one. Was and, uh, super you small. should get a drop. Right. You should get a drop on Pulp of that one. It's, yeah. It is honestly. I, I told him. I said, it's one thing to take a shot at me. It's funny. The problem is, is it was really good. Because that's worse, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah, then people yeah, like, actually yeah. like it, and, they, right. and people want it as a ringtone, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I, not- but the good thing is, is Lewis, which was he was in one of these chairs, yeah, I don't know right when, there, a week Phillips. ago yep. or two weeks ago, yep. he said it, someone screenshotted it, sent it to me, and then Ricky has now said it twice, so that the coming f- pressure from coming from behind thing, is it's been every week, and I, I started a trend, we're all doing it now, right. so okay. get on board. All right, fair Sounds enough. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks. You. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, Daniel Blair on the uh, in the show. We still have Justin Bogle coming up. Cooper Webb, defending champion, yeah. coming up. Uh, and Michael Mosman, all coming up. So Coop, uh, Coop yeah. pulled me aside at Anaheim 1 and told me something pretty specific, and we're three rounds in, and it's what? not matching up. Oh, really? Oh, we'll talk oh, when he okay. gets on. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, please, please bring that on the yeah, show. If okay. we can make it public, we absolutely should. Oh, I, he, he, okay. Uh, lots to get into tonight, of course, uh, and, um, and talk about the 250 class as well. Christian Craig, um, man, we were talking on the Moto 60 show what would happen if he fell in the first turn, and we, we thought he could be top five, So, mm-hmm. but he, he did even better than that. He got a third. It was insane. It was great. Um, great. I, I, I do want to make the point to make it fair, because I have seen people saying, uh, you know, the field is it's not too stacked, and it's not too difficult. I still, because I visually just watched the way he rode, I don't feel like it's fair to throw that in as a little, like, dig. It is what it is, so it, it is a fact, mm-hmm. whatever. But the guy rode one of the most insane. I mean, he looked, you could barely even keep track of him. He was going so damn fast. And to be able to go through that many guys without issue is crazy, too. Because, Steve, if you're the points leader, you go down the first corner, you obviously got to protect yourself. Like, don't be too crazy. Yeah. He went through them so good. Yeah. I mean, in the whoops, left, right, two at a time, three at a time. And to be able to get through those guys is almost more impressive because he was going a lot faster than uh, half the field. Went in eight points down, fell in the first turn, was dead last, and left with a six-point lead. All day long. Yeah. Just just take it. Yeah, you'll take it, right? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I think uh, that that'll uh, that'll be a great thing for Christian Craig. We'll talk more about that as we come into uh, uh, MotorcycleIndustries.com. Upload your resume for free today. Looks like NBC Sports is looking for an announcer for this weekend for Anaheim, <laughs> for the booth, to, to, to pair alongside with Ricky Carmichael. Yeah, they told me don't come here today. And they did? Yeah, I yeah. blew it. Right. Blew it. I talked to Prater today. What did he say? Ah. Any traction on your yeah. idea? No, the, yeah. there's no way. Yes, he did not shoot it down. Traction. So is that? Traction it, has been gained. So just because he didn't shoot it down, that's considered traction? Or did he go, huh? Like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. I don't believe I was you. stoked. I don't believe you. Okay. All right. Well, 
Listen, I'm, I'll talk to Prater about it and I'll, find out. Thank you. Uh, after you do the popcorn machines and yeah. the tough. No, blocks. not this weekend. Oh, I yeah, get everything yeah, off yeah, this yeah, weekend. Yeah. I get to, I, I get to live the um, live the dream the next couple weeks. The uh, so I, I was joking. NBC is not looking on MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for an announcer for Ricky with alongside Ricky. I was joking. Oh, oh, okay, okay, cool. So, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. Uh, job of the week is uh, a graphic designer uh, over at uh, Risk. Uh, it is a uh, graphic designer, creative ninja. Risk is a power sports company with a focus on motocross. Um, they're 35 miles north of Charlotte, so they're in North Carolina. Maybe Wygant can go there. Uh, they're currently seeking a professional, unmotivated graphic designer, creative ninja to join the team. The qualified applicant must possess a positive spirit, a mountain of creativity, a passion for design, a strong work ethic, and design skills to back it all up. Marks, that sounds like you. <laughs> no. A positive spirit, a mountain uh, of creativity, uh. a passion for design, a strong work ethic. Uh. You had me until the strong work ethic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, that's it. Can't, no, get, it, can't get them all. Right. Uh, so this is a full-time job uh, in North Carolina. Go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com to apply. And if you're a company looking for um, somebody uh, – Please go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, jobs.com, fill out the forms, talk to the guys down there, put your job up, and uh, between us and and everything else that goes on, uh, we'll try to find the right candidate to to suit the job that you want. So in industry companies, check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, as well as uh, people looking for jobs. All right, we'll take a commercial break. We'll come back. Justin Bogle will be on, uh, and then we'll roll right into Cooper Webb. Daniel Blair is here. We'll do some... uh, Main event moto talk later on. He's in the booth now, so now I have more questions. I didn't realize it was coming up this weekend. Oh yeah. So now I have questions about that, and uh, we'll get more into what happened in San Diego. Look ahead to Anaheim, two. I want to ask Daniel Blair, will we get a fourth new winner this weekend? Coming up in Anaheim too. So stick around. I'll be right back after this, everybody. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work or steven says on the show sometimes get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt bushings in your, your fork and shock get it rebuilt it helps 15 to 20 hours head over to racetech.com check out they even got a cool little simulator you can look at uh what size spring rate you might need for your bike so a lot of cool features over there on the website but uh and as you know 
Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code MX 20 you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. MX 20 the code to save. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. 
The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. 
Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PulpMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 
for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser... Well, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate the uh, listens and the downloads and the all of the comments and everything else. Daniel Blair in studio here at Pulp MX Show, presented by Decal Works and Motorsport.com. And, of course, the folks at Fly Racing... Jason Thomas will come up uh, later, and uh, great radio. Looking forward to talking to uh, JT as well. Uh, thanks to Chase Sexton and uh, Jeremy Albrecht. So good, that, good start. Yeah, really good start to the show. Let's get Just Bogle trying on. To, trying to meet the main event moto level. Got to hit Got to hit that standard. I'm dude. grinding. High standard. I know. I know. I'm working on that. Uh, Scotia Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. Pulp 2022 to save at Scotch. S C O S C H E. Do you have anything from Scotch? The boom uh, bottle? What I got from you. Yep. The boom bottle? Yep. Do you use it? No. Why? I don't know. What's wrong? Well, I moved, and I don't know where it is, to be honest. Okay, so it went from you don't know to now you moved. And well, I mean, I have one from you, and I had it, but I just haven't seen it in a while. And I moved recently, so I, I don't know. I don't know where it went. Come on, bro. When you had it. I have it, like 30 boxes still un. When you had Unpacked. it and you used it, did you like it? Oh, I loved it, yeah. Okay, I just, right. It was one of those things where it was like, hey, where'd it go? And it's right. probably in a box. Right. I don't know where it is. I have a podcast. Uh, I was talking with you about music. I have a podcast coming up this week on Racer X that you might enjoy a little bit. With who? Uh, you can't you'll say. See. You'll see, but there's some main event moto in it. Is it one of those uh, things you used to do? Yeah. Who did, who's it with? Oh, you just can't tell. Just wait. All right. But anyways, so this, someone, ge- this gentleman. Someone picked us? Picked you guys. I like it. Uh, Scotia, phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sport clamps, mounts, power jumpers, and more. Pulp 2022 to save at Scotia. Uh, thank you to those guys for coming on. And also, thank you to our next guest. Scotia's bringing you this man. He's a friend of the show. Uh, one of my favorite interviews in the um, in the pits, without a doubt. It's Twisted T, Hep Suzuki's Justin Bogle. What's up, Bogle? How are you, man? What's up, boys? How we doing? We're good, man. You are in the news. <laughs> so, you know, I mean. Uh, yeah, I do know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, obviously, we had Jeremy Albrecht on earlier, J-Bone, one of your old managers, and, and you got DQ'd this weekend. I guess take us through uh, your thinking, what happened, and, and, you know, you're thinking about getting uh, Justin Barsha back and, and whether you think it's fair or not. <clears throat> Um, we could talk about the thinking or lack thereof on, you know, maybe all parties involved because yep, yep. clearly, uh, <laughs> clearly there was some mistakes made. And, uh, I, I mean, I'll preface this whole thing with, uh, the fine was paid that night and the DQ was accepted. I feel like obviously I, I was, I was wrong for what I did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as a man, I mean, I can accept the responsibility for my actions. So, um, I understand it. I respect the decision and, 
You know, uh, it is what it is. You can't do things like that, and I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, obviously, I was I got a good start, a pretty good start, finally. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know it it, it wasn't like I, I didn't get emotional and like go out for blood or anything. I just uh, I was having a good race. Uh, we were only a few laps into it, and I just wasn't expecting it at all. And I. Dude, I don't even wear a watch, but I got my clock straight cleaned, you know. So I was uh, I was a little bit wounded. I was sitting there for a minute. I got going. I was almost lapped down already. And yeah, I just, I guess, uh, you know. What what what? I mean, uh, watch, did you watch it on TV, dude? I just stalled it. And then, uh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. I t- stalled it, man. Yeah, yeah. that's. It's a tough stall. Um, did you get hurt at all? Because I saw you bent down, like, uh, you know, grabbing your ha- your hand or wrist, or was that more like collecting your, your yourself, or did anything get hurt? I, I smacked – my knee got smashed okay. pretty, pretty good in there. Yep. And uh, so it was one of those things where, like, I'm okay, I'm just sore, but it was it was one of those, like, the initial stinger where I'm like, oh, shit. Yep. I really hope I didn't just get hurt right there. And honestly, like, I kind of got rattled a bit, too. Like, I wasn't expecting it, and I kind of got, like, a handle or shoulder to the face or to the side of the head, mm-hmm. and I, like, snapped my neck back. So I was like, dude, trying to gather myself, trying to decide if I'm hurt or not. And uh, I wanted to keep going, and, and even though it was, you know, it was bad, and I was so far back and got lapped however many times, I still wanted to just finish the damn race because I've been having – such a bad season that I just needed to finish the race mm-hmm. and, and, and get through it. So, yeah, I mean, obviously I, I had a, a momentary lapse in judgment, some would say, and uh, it's something that I shouldn't have done and ran into the guy with the uh, red plate that, you know, <laughs> yeah, my night was ruined from, from, you know, and I'll, I'll say this, <laughs> um, a lot of, I won't say any names, obviously, but my DMs were going. Oh, uh, I bet. In my text messages, and you know, a lot of a lot of people just saying, you know, yeah. At least somebody finally did something about it because <laughs> you know the guys, you know, and the thing about Justin Barsha is, is he's not a bad guy. Yeah, he's not. He's not. It's just really frustrating because you know I've been hurt a lot, and when it's just really stupid things like that. They kind of there's potential to get hurt in those situations, you know, and mm-hmm. and it's frustrating because he didn't have to do that, dude. I I know I'm a, I'm realistic, you know. I I know that I'm not a contender right now, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yep. So yep. he would have got by me in the corner or two max, you know. Yep. I mean, worst case scenario, he passes me in the whoops. So, um, just really impatient and just really really a stupid move. And I just kind of needed him to know that I wasn't going to just let him push me around and just take the shit. I mean, in, in my in my experience with life, it's a horrible idea to to do that with somebody that doesn't have anything to lose. You know? so, <laughs> That's uh, what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. He's got I, the red I plate. Mean, I, he, I, yeah, yeah. He just... It's just you got to be smarter than that if you want to contend for a championship. And obviously, on my end of things, I'm not contending for a championship. You know what I mean? Uh, it's been a while since I have, but um, that just didn't seem like something that you can. I just get sick of people doing things like that and it just being okay. You know, like just be smarter than that, dude. Like we're yeah. all out here risking our lives every single time we go out. 
and it's dicey out there on a supercross track. There's no reason for you to like have to worry about people breaking your legs in corners, you know? Yeah. I saw I didn't I'm see the video with, of I'm it. I'm fine but, with yeah. getting I'm fine with getting taken out. I'm fine with a little rough riding, but like there's yeah. a line, you know? It's uh, just it's just res- it's just respect. And and like I said, it's not a I got no hard feelings towards uh J Bone, Pelletier, uh Thule, anyone I was in the meeting with. No hard honestly, no with Barsha even. It's just like just just know that I I'm not okay with, with that. Like just don't do that. You know, I'm just as a man you just it's tough getting you just can't get pushed around like that. So um I think everyone just kinda understood that at a certain point you gotta let somebody know that look dude, I'm just I think we're all just sick of that shit. So right. um fully accept and understand the penalties and you know, I can take responsibility for that and understand that I mean, come on guys, it's not like I'm gonna I <laughs> be in that situation again mm-hmm. and and even like I told the guys in the in the meeting, I said, look, I mean, I don't know what you guys should do here because I've never been in here for this. I don't, know. <laughs> yeah. I don't go looking for trouble. I don't, I'm not one of those guys looking for a fight. I just am not going to let people push me around for no reason. You know, I mean, that's just not the way that I'm going to handle things. Yeah. So um, I don't, I'm not looking for a fight. I, I would love to have a conversation with him this week and we can discuss what happened and, uh, as men try to have a civil conversation and, and move on from it because I don't want to deal with this any more than he does or anyone yeah. around him or myself, you know? Yeah, nobody wants to be looking around out there, you know what I mean, worrying about it. Absolutely. He, he's got a red plate to get back and you've got to get closer to the top ten, you know, um, all that stuff. And nobody needs to be head on a swivel like, what's this guy going to do? Vice versa. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what, like, Will Hahn is one of my best friends, so oh, poor Will and I'm all sure this. That, <laughs> poor Will, you know. What's Will it's think? A, it's a really tough situation for for Will for sure. But like, I mean, that's his job and that's his writer. And I'm out of. And you know what? Everything else aside, out of respect for Will as being one of my closest friends, absolutely, I want to have this conversation and get this sorted because none of us need to be dealing with this stuff, man. Like. It's just senseless. You know, we're out here to race. This is our job. Let's just all be respectful, and we can battle our asses off and work for it because we all work hard and want this thing, man. But yeah. there's just no point in, in dangerous stuff, you know? Uh, oh, I didn't see I didn't see the pass on video, but I saw some photos uh, that have been circulating of it. And, yeah, I mean, you're, you're blown off the bike, basically, <laughs> is what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like you hit a landmine, uh, and the 51 is, is the bomb. Um I totally understand, uh, you know, I, I respect Justin Brayton a lot. And, you know, he, I was talking to him after the race, and he's like, dude, wasn't good. You know, not good at all. He's like, I loved it because I was not, I didn't love the pass, but Brayton was like, I'm following Bar through the pack. He's torpedoing he's guys. He's doing all the dirty work. And I'm getting all these spots. I, I, you know, so Brayton was like, by the way, JB Brayton, Justin Bogle Brayton, Justin Barsha. Right, JB, JB, JB. Yeah, a lot of JBs. J Bone. About some just like man, there's J Bone. J Bone. JB, JB. Like man, yeah. come on now, um, JB Gate. I mean, if we want to call it anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I did feel like you should get a penalty because yeah, I don't know if we can have guys getting a lap down and in, in doing that. But having said that, you know, yeah, I understand your anger a hundred percent. Do you think it's fair that he Barsha didn't get anything? He did get a penalty uh, for riding alongside wide open next to the whoops. But he didn't get a penalty for the pass. Are you are you okay with that? 
Um, well, here's the thing is it doesn't matter if I'm okay with it or not. It's not my decision to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not my job and my position to to make those decisions and hand out penalties, you know? So mm-hmm. whatever they decide, I, I respect it and can move on from it. And like I said, I fully accept my penalty because, I mean, I wouldn't want someone doing that to me. Yep. Um, I just think that at a certain point, um, honestly, it was just, he does it a lot, man. And it just, there's got to be a point where you're like, you got, I mean, you got to, as a man, you got to stand up for yourself. You know, you can't just let people just screw with you and, and just be, it's okay. You know? So it was more just off principle. I wasn't angry really. I wasn't like, you know, full of emotion and doing anything weird. It was the slowest corner on the track, a little love tap, just, just so J bone told us, no, don't, Mess, don't mess with me. Like I just, you know, just have some respect. That's all. It is. And not just for me. Have some respect for all these guys. We're all really gnarly, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now. If I'm racing, I ain't messing with Bogle. Do you see the execution on that thing? Yeah, it was good. He didn't even look. He just slowed down, popped up, smacked him, turned well, right, pulled the tear off, and was gone. I mean, with that kind of execution, I ain't messing with this and, JB. And that's what J-Bone told us, Bogle, is you didn't sell it good enough <laughs> yeah, to him. Yeah, you, he, he said you didn't look back at it. You weren't surprised. You just kept going. He, he said well, Bogle did a bad job of okay. selling it. <laughs> okay, let's let's be honest, though. I mean, I mean did did – <laughs> the other JB turn around and check and see if I'm right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What, 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 I mean, all, with all due respect to Javon here, like, what world we living in that I, I mean, you, you stop and turn around and say, oh, dude, are you okay? Like, <laughs> Go back to him. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, come on, dude. Right. So, right. I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, I, yep. I made a mistake. I accept the responsibility for it. And I would love just as much as anyone else to move on from it and not have to worry about this shit because mm-hmm. it's it's pretty senseless at this level to have to deal with just dumb stuff from both ends of it, yeah. my end and his. I do. I like Barsha. I've had him on the show a bunch. You know, we had our falling out. We've made up. Uh, I, I respect these. He rides hard. I don't like, like at Anaheim 1, where everybody's talking to him about his pass on Anderson, which I thought was fine, by the way. Mm-hmm. That was great. It was hard racing. Um, he's like, why are you guys trying to make a big deal out of this? Oh. Uh, because, Barsha, it's you. It, it, you've literally <laughs> done this. You know, he always like, yeah, man, it's just hard racing or whatever. And I'm like, dude, like, just own it. I just wish Barsha would own it a little bit more than what he does. And I, I've told him that. I, just, you know. Just... I think, I think, like, you know, obviously, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. I think if you are going to dish that kind of stuff out on that regular of a basis, you kind of got to – you got to be okay with it being done to you sometimes. And, Mm -hmm. and if not, like that's the only problem that would arise from outside looking in is like, man, you can't, I mean, it's, it's hard to justify being that upset about it happening to you when it's, when you're involved in these quite often, you know? So, and and that's just looking at it from a non-biased standpoint. It's just, come on, man. Like it, I mean, you can't do it and not, be okay with it being done to you. Like, honestly, like with, with him and Anderson, like Anderson does it a lot, dude. He's, yep. he's banging bars with guys constantly. And, and he is a lot better at accepting it when it happens to him. Yep. I will say that. Yeah. So, I mean, turns, it, turns um, it into a merch yeah. online week yeah, sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit, it's, it's more respectable when he at least understands that yeah. he rides hard. And when it happens to him, it's just the name of the game. You kind of reap what you sow sometimes. So, 
I think that's the only hard part with, with the 51 is he doesn't really – he gets very upset when it happens to him. And I get it because don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also not out here cleaning dudes out left and right every weekend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I prefer to not make contact, to be honest. But like I said, I mean, I'm not – I'm also a grown man at this point. I'm not going to let another man – just mm-hmm. push me around and just say thank you for it. Right. So we're good then. I think he wants to move on. He's Bogle said his piece. Yeah. We're good. Let's yeah. talk good stuff then. Yeah. Um, otherwise, how are you? What's what's up, bro? How are you? Hey, man, I'm I'm hanging in there. You know, it's uh, I I mean, shit, guys. I don't think it's a secret. My year has been not yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, my season has been about. I would say as bad as it could be, but it's not. You know, Colt's downstairs right now. He just got back from the hospital. So um, that puts things into perspective a little bit. You know, I, I feel, man, I feel so bad for Colt. He's been going so fast, and he was ready to go win that title, in my opinion. So it's tough, man, but a lot of stuff going on for me yeah. in the last couple of weeks for sure, and, and it's been rough. So this whole thing with my season starting out about his terrible as I could probably do is I mean as much as it's frustrating it is pretty minor in the grand scheme of things with what's been going on in my life so yeah it's been all right man I got a I got a great woman by my side who's been holding me together and I got really good friends that have been keeping me on track so um in the grand scheme of things boys it's it's all good we'll we'll be all right uh we got a call for you from Tyler he's on one Tyler what's up what's your question for uh Justin Bogle from Twisted T Hep Suzuki guys Yo, what's going on, guys? First-time caller, long-time listener. Um, I had a question for Justin. Uh, so I had a 2018 RMZ 450, and, man, people used to just, like, act like that bike was nothing. Like, oh, it's Suzuki. Like, if that bike had an electric start, I think people would have a different opinion about the bike. But I wanted to ask you, like, since going back from, especially on a KTM steel frame, back to the Suzuki, like, what uh, do you think your biggest adjustment or, like, what's your favorite part about the bike, actually? Um, first off, thanks for the call, Tyler. Um, I think sure. – and thanks for not roasting me about the weekend. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, dude, like, the Suzuki gets a bad rap. I do think that the Kickstarter's got a lot to do with it. It's low-hanging fruit if you're trying to make memes and be funny. Um, <laughs> and obviously, I would love to have – an electric start because I mean it's human nature to be lazy so I'd love to be able to push a button and start oh, that yeah. thing but um, in all reality dude it was much better than I expected when I got back on it um, the Hep Suzuki guys are first off they're incredible people but they also have been really working hard and very 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 supportive of me to try to get this thing working better for us and uh, I think that shows, you know, like Brandon, he struggled in Supercross last year and at the beginning, and he had a pretty good night this weekend, and he's coming around, and I'm coming around. I had a decent heat race. I was a little bit better in qualifying, and um, I'm a big fan of the cable clutch. I really like the cable clutch. I like the the way the engine um, feels. I like the, the way the power delivers on it. Um, there's a few things I struggle with on the, on the KTM. The KTM was a, was a great bike. There's absolutely no doubt, obviously. But there's a few things that I struggled with. And I think with the Suzuki, it feels like, you know, a Japanese bike. You know, it has that kind of feeling yeah. with chassis-wise and things like that. Um, do we have room for improvement? Absolutely. I do think we're a bit behind just 
even just for me, I didn't get started until super late, so I didn't get a lot of time to test, and we're still really running through things that we should have probably got to in October, but it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And But, yeah, man, and, and especially, like, at our level, I mean, you're splitting hairs, man. Like, the needle's very pointy at the top to try to be one of the top guys. So the very, very, very small things that aren't even a 1% are the things that separate you. So at a normal level, like if I went and raced a local race on a stock Suzuki, I would still win, you know? It's it's a good bike. Right. And especially for, for the average person, it's a great motorcycle. It turns really well. It's got good power. You know, if, if – I mean, yeah. I mean, if you can't get started, you can't ride it. You know what I mean. <laughs> also, yeah. too, as, as, I, as I told Brooks, Mumphy's pulling some starts on his twisted uh, RMZ 250. Mm-hmm. Uh, Schwartz has done well, like the, the 250 class, which is uber competitive, right? And, and the, the Suzuki RMZs look as good as anything out there. So you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. once I once I put the ride engineering link on it uh, and, and got the suspension all revalved, man, that bike yeah. handled so well, better than anything else I've ever ridden. Well, good to it hear. Is, and, and, and because you called in when Daniel Blair's here, Tyler, and you got you're a member of RM Army, we're going to give you a, a Eagle Grit Moto bundle. All right, let's oh, go. That's awesome. So you can, you. you can clean up after you, you work on the RMZ with with some oh, yeah. Eagle Grit. So hell yeah, thanks uh, guys. So stay on hold. We'll get your information. All right. Will do. All right. Thanks, Tyler, for calling. Skosh, bringing you Justin Bogle. You know any Skosh stuff, Bogle? You use it at all? I do not. They do not sponsor me. So. We, we need to get some Skosh stuff to you. Do you have a competing sponsor? Uh, I do not. I do not have a headphone sponsor. All right. Well, let's, let's figure that out. Let's get you something. Skosh, Pulp 2022. Uh, use the code to save a 20% discount with that code. Thank you to uh, Skosh uh, for coming on board and bringing you Justin Bogle from the Twisted T Hep Suzuki. So, yeah, it it makes uh, your, your start of your – like, it's one thing, Bogle, if you had gone, like, 7-8 in the first two races and then this happens and and this is – you know, and then you're like, okay, well, shit happens. I got I got Bam Bam. You literally, like, this was your, you know, you had a rough week in Oakland for all the reasons that we'll maybe talk about here. And then you get a good start, and you're like, okay, I'm going to turn this thing around. I didn't qualify day one. I'm going to turn this thing around. Here we go. Head down, 20 minutes, bam! And you know what I mean? On top of all of that stuff. So, yeah, um, I get it. That, 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 your season, on top of that move, makes it worse. You know? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it, yeah, it didn't, definitely didn't help. And... Like I said, I, I I could accept it, but at yep. the same time, it's hard to accept just being straight up disrespected. You know, yep. I think I think everybody listening can understand that at least. You know, I I get it. The move yep. was was uncalled for, but um, I think everyone can at least maybe respect that. So yeah, no, absolutely, and if not, whatever. You know, I'm I can I can sleep at night. I'm all right, dude. How tough have these whoops been to start the season? Good God, good dude, God. I, you know what? <laughs> Like I told you after the race, I think there's maybe one person in the mm. entire paddock that was super excited, and everybody else was like, "Wow, those are going to be fun for 26 laps <laughs> tonight." But uh, it's so yeah, man, bad. They've been, they've oh. been tough, man. Yeah. I don't want to hear the argument that they were tougher back in the day because they just—they're <laughs> brutal. They weren't, you know. Yeah, they're brutal right now. Yeah, absolutely. These guys are showing you uh, showing you no mercy. Uh, we got a call from Jordan. You know, oh, go ahead. I was going to say you could hit whoops the size of a John Deere tractor when they're fresh, but when it's 15 minutes into that main event and they're cupped out and ruddy, yeah. let me tell you, it's a different story. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Jordan's on too. Jordan, what's uh, what's your question for Justin Bogle? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, Bogle, I'm a big fan. 
I was curious, how does your ATT bike stack up to what you're on with like RCH and JGR? Like, is it similar? Oh yeah, good question. You had you had three different Suzukis on three different teams, Bogle. Yeah, very good question. You know, I get asked that quite a bit actually. Um, The RCH bike was was very different. It was a completely different chassis, different all kinds of different stuff, and. With the RCH bike, when I got on that Suzuki specifically, they'd had a lot of years of development. Um, riders like Ken Roxon had just got off of it. So there was a lot of development put into that thing. So for me, it was pretty turnkey when I got on it. It was very dialed in. Um, it was a very, very comfortable bike to ride, especially outdoors. Um, but that was, you know, years and years of development. The bike that I'm on, that I was on with JGR, I really struggled. Um, it was year one of a new chassis. I had, you know, three concussions, a spiral fractured humerus that required a couple different surgeries. I had a lot of things going on that year. So I barely really got to ride. I barely got to race. Uh, when I did race, I was basically, you know, knew I had about three, four laps in me before my hand would go numb, and I was just kind of surviving. So the JGR year was, man, I, I dude, I barely remember half of it for multiple reasons. Um, but it was a struggle for sure. The bike I'm on now, um, when I got right on it, it was a lot closer to stock where we started. And, and I was very happy with that. Cause I got to kind of, and we're still doing it, but kind of work from there. And, uh, I, dude, I, I like the bike. I'm comfortable on it. I've been told quite a bit that, uh, I look more comfortable and at home than I have in a little bit. I agree. So that's, that's encouraging. And that's, that's really cool, you know? And, and I would love to make, you know, there's a lot of guys at Suzuki that, you know, Chris Wheeler, for example, and then everybody at our team and all the guys that I've been around multiple different teams mm-hmm. with, um, would love to try to get them some results, man, and try to make, try to help bring Suzuki, like bridge that gap and get where just from public perception that we're back on somewhat even footing with everybody and uh, for them to under- people just to understand that, it is a good machine and that there is good potential with it. So I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at my team. Uh, I'm working really closely with Clark Jones, um, is a legend and he's been in this for a very long time. I have a lot of respect for him and I think he has respect for me as well. So we've been working really hard and, and they're, they're very open and listening and, and understanding what things that I want to try and do. And, and that's so awesome, man. So the bike's getting better. I'm pretty comfortable on it already without much testing and development. So I think, uh, and, and Steve mentioned with the starts for, for Mumford on the 250, I think that I'll be pulling some starts here pretty soon. So uh, maybe show people that the thing's got some power on it and, and then we can run with them. Because even, dude, for example, the whoops this weekend were terrifying for all of us on mm-hmm. track walk. I was pretty comfortable in them. I wasn't scared all day. So uh, there's been times where you're just, you know, as a man, I can admit you're scared of the whoops. Uh, I wasn't scared of them. So, yeah, um, yeah man, I, I'm I'm happy with where I'm at. You know, I can I can say that uh, with full honesty that I'm very happy with where I'm at, and I have a great group of people around me. And I think that it's going to take some time, but we'll we'll get we'll get there at some point. You know, so the bike's good, man. I'm I'm enjoying where I'm at. We can be better for sure. But that's just the name of professional racing. You know, it's never it's never perfect. Uh, thanks, Jordan. Thanks for the call. Uh, we'll go right into Ryan. Ryan, what's your question for Justin Bogle? Hey, what's up, Justin? Big fan. I'm just calling to ask about your music career. Is that something that you plan on doing 
once you're done racing? Is that something you do for fun? And what is the whole pack EMH thing that you're all about? Right on. Well, thank you, first off. And, uh, yeah, I was actually sitting up here uh, upstairs. I'm at, uh, at the house here. I was up here yodeling into the mic just before you guys called. So um, this last couple of weeks been really, um, I guess, trying, and I had a lot of emotions going on. So I uh, didn't really have it in me to go ride and, and be able to focus on that. So I, I made music all week and uh, dealt with personal stuff and family stuff and things like that. But, yeah, man, I've been over the last you know year or two, I've been making a lot of music. Um, just in my spare time. So obviously when things get rolling, I don't really make stuff, but off season or things like that, I, I do make quite a bit of music and, and it's not that difficult for me to sit down and buy a beat and make a song pretty quickly. So it's a good outlet for me to be able to get that out and, and stay sane, man. Cause this, this career that we're in and in life in general is just, a roller coaster for for all of us so uh some people go to therapy some people you know <laughs> yeah. deal with some people golf some people do whatever it is that they do to deal with the things this is what i do this is my creative outlet my brain goes a thousand miles an hour uh i'm a bit of a space cadet i need something to get these things out you know so that's what i do and it's, i love it um it's the only thing i love it behind racing a motorcycle because that's the thing that wakes me up in the morning and what I've loved since I was, can remember, but I do love making music and the Packy image thing. It's just, just me and my friends. And it's just kind of a thing that we did. And obviously we made that album years back and it's just a fun outlet for me to be able to keep my head on straight and, and be productive with those feelings. Uh, I think human beings all got coping mechanisms and, you know, vices of some sort. So I feel like this is a, better alternative for me than something else or you know maybe you know hitting the whiskey or something you know so i'd rather just make some music and <laughs> hitting the twisted tees hitting the twisted tees hitting the twisted tees i mean i hit the twisted tees every now and yeah then. let's yeah. be honest <laughs> you you know what that is i got a case here at the house you know yeah. but uh you know we try to keep that keep, uh, keep that in moderation to, uh, yeah. you know all things all things in moderation right. they yeah. say but you know every now and then i'm gonna crack open a twist uh, you better believe it thanks ryan thanks for calling man appreciate it yeah, appreciate Have the a good call, one. See you guys. uh yeah before we let you go justin uh condolences on ryan federo your buddy uh passing away friend of many in the industry i didn't really know ryan i spoke to him a few times over the years obviously uh crossing him in the pits but i know a lot of you guys were or were tight friends with him um what kind of guy was he like what are you gonna miss about him yeah, man. Ryan Fedora was uh, very, uh, very influential in my life. Uh, one of one of my best friends mm -hmm. and uh, somebody that I, he's older than me. And uh, I really, really looked up to him. Uh, you know, I clung to every word he said. And, you know, I really wanted to be like him. And he was one of those few people in life. You know, I've, I've said this a couple interviews, but... You know, I just, I believe God only gives you a couple of those people in life and you got to cherish those uh, relationships that you have because uh, not everybody's going to love you and, and have your back no matter what unconditionally. So Ryan was one of those people for me that whether I paid him to train me or not, he was there for me. He was there for me up until the day that he passed. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was a rough couple of weeks. There's, there's no, no doubt about it. Um, 
I live in his house and uh, talked to him and gave him a hug on his way out of the house that day. So mm-hmm. it was tough. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's what you do as a man, but a lot of responsibility, I guess, for me in the last couple weeks and especially that first week, uh, trying to sort things and <clears throat> deal with things and yeah. <clears throat> sorry, and just, uh, yeah, just be there for, you know, his, <clears throat> his mother and his, his family and, and try to help them out with things because that's just what you do for family. So, um, yeah, man, probably one of the roughest, uh, things that I've been through as a, as a human. I just, you know, I've, I've dealt with death before, but never that close to home and that unexpected, you know, mm-hmm. had grandparents pass, but you know, they had cancer or other things where you, you could accept it. Um, it was tough for me because he was somebody that I went to for damn near everything that I needed advice on. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough losing somebody like that. That's, that's for sure. He was the, he was the one that, uh, talked me off the ledge after a bad day. He came, he was there with me at Anaheim. And like I said, I, he's not my trainer. I wasn't paying him for it. He mm-hmm. was there as a, as a friend and somebody that I cared for, respected and loved a lot. And the feeling was mutual. So mm-hmm. he was there for me. He, he came over to me and gave me a hug after Anaheim. I was very, I was more just a little distraught and confused at how I just didn't make the main event and pulled such a stupid move. And, uh, mm-hmm. He grabbed me and said, grabbed my jersey, pulled my chest up, bumped my chin, said, uh-uh, we walk out of here with our head up like a champion because that's what you are. You don't walk out of here with your head down. That ain't how we do things. And, uh, man, we were up till 3 a.m. that night. We both went to the hospital to check on Colt, and obviously in, mm-hmm. in the world we live in, they wouldn't let us in the hospital to check on him. But um, we were there for a while, and when we got home, we were up all night watching videos, trying to figure out <laughs> things that we could do for <laughs> settings and things like that. So, man, it's been, uh, yeah, a hell of a couple of weeks, man. Yeah. Definitely tough. But, uh, shit, man, it is part of life. Doesn't make it any easier knowing that fact, but it is part of life. And I will just accept and move on and try to be as good as I can at everything that I do and apply what he taught me and just, yeah, man, just – uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's yep. it's it's tough. It's it's hard. It's even it's still kind of hard to talk about, even. But sure. I think that for me, like Oakland, a lot of people were kind of giving me a little bit of shit because I I did just pull off mid race, took my goggles off, I took my helmet off, and rode back to the pits. And uh, full transparency, I bawled my eyes out in my girlfriend's arms and uh, uh, was very everything just got very overwhelming it had only been a couple of days since it happened and i'd been having to be really tough and strong and not really break down and i I don't think i had been able to deal with it and uh Mm -hmm. and process the emotions and as soon as the adrenaline wore off in the main event i i had just one moment and i my brain worked and then i just got very overwhelmed and and i i was i felt like i was going to hurt myself out there by just not being yeah. in it. So I, uh, I pulled off and, and I, I took a day or two to just try to process everything because it was, uh, a big thing for me and, and obviously something that was hard to deal with. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I got my mulligan out of the way and it's time to get back on the horse and, uh, and man up and make it happen because that's, that's what you do. But yeah, uh, uh well I'm going to, I'm going to miss that man. I'll tell you that. 
Well said, man. And it only gets better from here, right? Uh, you, you had that happen oh, yeah. to you, and then you had a DQ, and then so now we're moving down to Anaheim, and, and hopefully things will get better, man. Absolutely. Oh yeah, they, hey, they always do, man. There's always uh, there's always a sunrise after the darkness. You know what I mean? So yep. it'll yep. be all right. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, thank you for sharing that with us, and thank you for coming on tonight, and uh, and everything. Good luck this weekend, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Always coming. Always love coming on the show. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. All right. See you this weekend, bro. Yep. See you, man. Thank you. See you guys. Thanks. That's Justin Boga from Twisted T. Hep Suzuki. Uh, good stuff from him. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, moving right into our next guest here, uh, two time. 450 Supercross champion. The man is one point out of the lead right now, uh, so he's probably exactly where he wants to be, huh, Daniel? <laughs> probably. It's probably exactly where he wants to be. It's Red Bull KTM Scooper Webb. What's up, Coop? How are you, man? Hey, Steve. How's it going, guys? We're good. Thanks for uh, coming on. Appreciate the call. Uh, Daniel, do you want to just start right now, or do you want to... No, well, he's into it. I'm not going to come out hard. Oh, like you're not going to come at him right now? No. <laughs> okay, because you said you It'll had... Come. Yeah, it'll come. Oh, okay. All right. He knows. Uh, all right, Coop. Uh, two seven four to start the year. One point out of the lead. As I said when we brought you on, probably no worries on your end. Right, right where you want to be. Right. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, uh, yep. no doubt. Um, yeah. Obviously, up and down so mm-hmm. far. But uh, like you said, you can't be mad at, at the end result. Um, I think I was looking. I'm I'm one point less than I was last year, and. Yeah, right, right yeah. in the thick of it. So definitely can't complain, but and, and, definitely want to want to improve. Yeah, don't get mad at me here, but you haven't ridden your best. Uh, you know, right? Would you agree? Nah, it's it's been a struggle. Okay, uh, all right. To be honest, like you said, it's uh, you know it is tough. Obviously, with with the, the season, I uh, had to back west and um, just these first few rounds, everything like that. You, you never know what to expect until you go racing. You know, you think that uh, you you have a a really, really good mojo, and you had a great off season, and then you get lined up, and you see where you're at, and and where you want to improve, and a uh-huh. uh, short time to figure it out. So, but that's part of racing, and that's 450 class, and yeah. you know I think we're we're in a good spot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this weekend, obviously, Oakland under the weather a little bit. Uh, you pulled off that seventh this weekend. Qualifying wasn't good. Now I don't normally worry about you or Kenny in qualifying at all, but I was a little <laughs> worried in San Diego coop about that qualifying yeah. <laughs> yeah i i just man i i struggled all day yeah. to be honest like i just i never gelled with that track um really struggled to, to get comfortable and um i mean what what helped me was my starts you know yep. it was good heat race and a good main event start but like you said it was it was a few gifts handed to me no doubt um with that fourth but yeah it was a struggle but, man I, I think uh san diego was hopefully the one that's it's like, man, that's that's my one struggle bus of the season, and let's let's get on from that. Cooper Webb on the show, the defending 450 Supercross champion, brought to you by Decal Works. He's got Decal Works graphics on his Red Bull KTM because Decal is a proud sponsor of them, as well as uh, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Off-Road. They make graphics for all the OEMs, and they, they offer the best custom motocross graphics out there. DecalMX.com, promo code PulpMX to save uh, with DecalMX.com, bringing you Cooper Webb. 100% chance, uh, Coop, that you made some settings changes for the night show, I'm guessing, because on the parade lap, they tried to pull you over, <laughs> and you still went and hit the whoops. <laughs> I like that. Good move. Good move. Uh, well, you know, they tell us we get a hot lap, and then they, they try to give us half a hot lap. Right, so, right. 
No, it was yeah. We were we were trying some stuff. <laughs> I love that. Never ideal, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm have like, to make it happen sometimes. I know. I was laughing. I'm like, for sure, he's trying his whatever he put on on his bike. The best thing is, all the other riders were looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And oh, they yeah. were like, "What the hell?" Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, they're all wanting to turn around and get in yeah. there again, but they were already towards the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. And after Coop did it, no one was letting it. Like, they weren't letting anybody. No, do he that. snuck yeah, by. Yeah, that was yeah. just one. I thought that was a, that was a good move. I like that, Coop. Good, good job uh, on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it works sometimes. Brand new bike for you this year. A lot of talk about it. You know, I talked to Burner a little bit in the off season, texting with him a little bit, texted with some other guys that uh, that know you well, and they said you look better in the whoops. Things were working better in the whoops, but I'm guessing you're still not quite where you want to be in whoops on the new bike yet, because uh, I guess, and I'm guessing it's a little bit of, hey, uh, uh, test track whoops are one thing, uh, San Diego whoops and, and Anaheim one whoops are different. Yeah, no doubt. I mean. Um... Yeah, the, the new bike is really, really good. Uh, it, they've improved a lot of the areas, but it's it's like anything. And like I said earlier, you, you really don't know until you mm-hmm. go racing uh, when you're really put to the test, you know, on tracks that are different than the test tracks, different than what you've been racing. And um, we're not far off, though. You know, I think that's the good thing is, is we're definitely not far off where we want to be. Um, but, you know, you, I spent – a lot of the time out here originally on the bike, uh, riding just kind of our two test tracks in, in Marietta and felt great there. Went to Florida and rode um, 83 compounds tracks and felt great there. Mm-hmm. Even I went to Alden's a few days and rode there. And so I was actually pretty pretty happy with everything. And then, like I said, I think that's kind of me in a nutshell is I go to the first round and, and then go, oh, you know, I yeah. want to improve this, this, and that. And mm-hmm. It usually does take us a few few rounds to to really nail it down, but it's tough when we had such a, a great bike last year. And you know, you for me, I, I before I got on the new bike, like I started with my last year's bike yep. and having you know, I think it was eight eight race wins last year, and really just felt such at home. It, it was tough to 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 change over, and mm-hmm. then you know, you're trying to duplicate the same thing, and it's it's just all new. So. Um, I think we're we're kind of dumbing it down now and, and going back to some of the stuff suspension-wise and stuff like that, that that worked for me in the past and going, hey, how can how can we make that, that work on this new bike? And uh, I feel like even today we, we had a really good test day today, and I think today uh, was a, a really big step in the right direction. So like you said, it's it's always a dogfight, and you're not always going to have the perfect setting. And you got to make it work, and I feel like that's um, – what we've been doing and uh, staying in the fight, but mm-hmm. definitely well, would would be nice to to get one of those race wins. Yeah, I mean, again, one point out of the lead for all the stuff you just told us about, right? You're one point back, so it's yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah and it's yeah. like you said, it's it's been a crazy start of the year. I think, uh, you know, what yeah. three different red plates and yeah. three um, different winners and all the, over. So the red plate holder has not led a lap yet in in the series so that's the kind of series yeah. it's been you know um yeah absolutely yeah. so uh yeah you know what i've been around long enough as have you coop um it might take a year to fully learn this bike it really does it does whether it's a new honda a new cowie whatever it is um you know it might you guys are going to learn all year i think is what you see in the see this stuff uh do uh with a brand new model like ktm has done mm-hmm. here so Hey, yeah, it yeah, happens. It's, yep. it's, you know, I think now, too, like, just being back to the more standard schedule, like, mm-hmm. we, you know, we go to Anaheim 1 and we go to Oakland, where, for for me, it was actually a lot more traction than I expected at Anaheim, and then 
you know, the Oakland track was was definitely very easy and a bit different than Oakland typically is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we go and we kind of address stuff that we were wanting to get better there. And then we go to San Diego where it's the slippery conditions that all of us are struggling on, you know. Right. So, anyway, um, you know, that's racing and every weekend's different. Full credit for Ferrandis this weekend. Uh, you caught up to him a little bit, creeping up on him. And I'm like, oh, boy, I've seen this web before. I, I think, you know, he's going to make it work. He's going to get on the box. But he kind of stabilized it a little bit. Did you make a mistake? Did he change up a line? What sort of happened there? Because I know at one point, like, you were probably like, oh, I'm getting him, you know. Yeah, I made a mistake there. I oh, think okay. probably like four to go. I mean, it started, he had got me when when Kenny actually crashed. Mm-hmm. I had went wide to kind of go around him, and then he ended up sneaking by both of us. And then, uh, you know, we were we were pushing hard, and I think, I don't know what lap, maybe 15 or so, he started making a few mistakes, and I, I was able to actually gain on him and mm-hmm. felt like I was about to set up the pass. And ran it in one time didn't make it happen and then we were actually starting to kind of catch Eli and I think once we started doing that I felt like he kind of saw that blood in the water okay and yeah yeah we both that's the time on that track but mm-hmm. we definitely closed the gap and I think it was enough for him to you know mm-hmm. hold on to that little bit of of chase and was enough to keep me kind of from from getting where I needed to be to make the pass and I mean even that last lap like he I charged as hard as I could and I think he was he was going for it you know to try to get get to Eli so yeah I mean obviously you don't expect anything less from from him and and those guys and um you know the, the way the tracks are there's definitely not not been a lot of separation so it's it's tough to uh to make it make it happen but We'll see how it goes from here. Yeah, absolutely. Cooper Webb on the line, brought to you by Decal Works, decalmx.com. Use the code PulpMX to save. Got a question from Garrett on five. Uh, Garrett, what's going on, man? Oh, just uh, wanted to talk to my boy Webby over here. Yeah, he's, he's uh, on the line. Getting ready. <laughs> he's getting ready to get spicy out there, I can tell. Uh, I wanted to see if he had anything to, to jab back to DB over here because DB's always throwing a little bit of shade on the Insta or mm-hmm. on his shows, you know, yeah, talking right. smack, mm-hmm. rubbing his little pecker on your gas tank. So I wanted oh, to boy. see what you had for him. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, Daniel. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Be careful. clean fun. It's good, yeah, clean fun. You know, we uh, I've known Daniel for a long time, and, uh, you know, he's he just – likes to, to stir it up and get under my skin so yeah i never I, do it first. i kind of do it in the dark i get i get him back in the dark but uh <laughs> you know it is what it is i like that i get him back in the he dark he starts it thanks every Garrett. time i finish it uh, every yeah, time daniel is the tmz of our of our sport that's for sure true. absolutely absolutely yeah, true yeah if i was tmz then i would have i uh, would have done it anaheim one what coop told me to do oh yeah Okay. Now you're right with the TMZ because he's wrong a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. That's why he went behind a paywall. Yeah, you know, on, <laughs> on his podcast. So picked you to win. Picked you to win this year too. So you're right. Probably off on that one too. Uh, uh, now I know what that means. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'll, I'll say what Coop told me. Okay. So all he right. he we had our team meeting. NBC. We're all together. We talked to the KTM guys. Yep. All good. Yep. And then afterwards, I stuck back and he pulled me aside and he said two certain things that I could guarantee and he told me to put that in my shitty track report. Oh, nice. And I okay. didn't put it in yep. my track report, Coop, yep. but maybe I should. Should I, should I we talk about what you guaranteed? 
Let's talk about it after this week. All right. Um, okay. Um, well, I'll he's put in, it in my track report. He's in the booth now. Yeah, you're Webb. in big trouble. He's bro. up in the booth with Ricky now. So really? yeah, yeah, big he's big time. time. Yeah, I got three time. hours now, dude. You be know, careful all week. Wow. You know who's on the floor though? Is uh, what we're hearing. It's going to be Zacho, your old training yeah, partner. I was I was texting with him today, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we were going to grab some dinner. That's what he told me, man. Blair, you you better be on it, or you're yep, clippy, clippy. Yep. Yeah. I recruited him. Osborne will be even like, yeah, they'll just be like, you know what? Osborne's not even racing anymore. We don't need Blair. Let's just keep Zacho here. We'll yeah. see when the dollar bill talk comes because he's he's been living a better life than me. I don't know what his demands are. <laughs> they're probably a little heavier than mine. So yeah, we'll really, see. right? <laughs> uh, nah, yeah, it's good for him though. That'd be cool to kind of get his intake on things. Hey, yeah. I got a serious question though for yeah. you, Coop. Um, you know, the talk is always Daytona. It's kind of like you got to get to Daytona and then it's on. I kind of look at like this first chapter of the West, though, like its own little bit of a chapter before we get back to the football stadiums. Do yeah. you, and you've been successful in the West, you've won on the West Coast stuff, but do you look at these first few as a get through it, feel it out, make sure things are right before you head back East? Because then it, it's, it just seems like the vibe changes once we get in those football stadiums. So do you look at this as its own little chapter just to kind of iron things out? Uh, I do. I mean, it, it is tough at times, like in the moment and, and even this year. No, like I, I want to, you know, every time I'm on the track, I want to be up front and, and making the most of it. But, you know, I think that's where my mechanic, Carlos, is really good at, at you know, mellowing me out and, and going, look, well, every year our goal is to leave um, the West top five in points is what he always says, you know, and, and obviously you want to be closer to the front of that. Um, but, you know, I, I do think that it's tough, man. These, these first couple, everyone's healthy. Everyone's coming in with, with confidence and there is no pecking order and you want to really go out there and send it. And, you know, I think by the time, yeah, you, you leave the West coast, you, you get an idea of, of who's legit and, and who's maybe, um, needing needing to turn it around um but once you go east i think yeah it it starts to become real you know that's when pressure comes to play and and for me i think just growing up on the east coast and and living now in florida like i just really enjoy the east coast and racing in those conditions and those stadiums and um stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I mean, obviously you, you try to go out and do the best you can on the West, but I think the biggest goal always is just to be in it. And like you said, if if a win's there and you can if you can do it, then that's spectacular. But if it's not coming right away, then don't just throw away everything you've, you've done in the offseason and, and go for a new script. So uh, it can be tough because, like I said, you, you do your whole offseason and you want to just show what, what you got. Um, and sometimes it's a win, and sometimes it's, you know, barely getting into the top five. So, um, you know, just take it with what you can. And, and I think for me, just trying to, to use that experience and know, hey, these, these first couple just stay in it, which I have. Like you said, I, yeah. I haven't really ridden my best or really felt great yet. So, um, you know, that's, that's, in my opinion, how how to handle a series is, is maximize those days and, don't get too overwhelmed or too caught up in in the in the hype and the you know wanting to change your program and needing to do this this and that and uh, so yeah I, I credit a lot of that to my mechanic Carlos though because I can I can definitely be an emotional guy and uh, he he's good at keeping me in check. Talking about uh, Daniel and being Team Z and such in a joking manner, but 
I don't picture you, Coop, and you can correct if, like, you know, we all did our Racer X preview shows and we do these review shows. Like, do you pay much attention to the media and the sport? Do you, are you on the, I don't picture you are, but do you uh, read Racer X and listen to shows or watch videos of anything? Or I picture you not doing any of that. But where are you at with the, with the outside, where are you at nah. with the outside noise? No, nah, I, I don't. Uh, like you said, I mean, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little different, I think, in, in the fact of when I'm away from the track and, and not riding and training, I, I really don't want anything to do with moto. I like to just, you know, kick back and not even think about anything. Right. And I think that's what's what's maybe helped me with, with my career so far is, um, you know, I don't lose sleep over, over riding or a result or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, in the moment, I'm I'm 100% present, and that's all I care about, and nothing is going to come in the way of that. But I, I feel like I'm pretty good at, you know, when I yep. get in my truck to leave the track, it's it's done. So, no, I, I don't. I mean, I, I definitely – people send me, you know, friends will send me stuff or close – you know, guys in the industry will Phil. will send stuff Phil. in there. Yeah, yeah Phil loves this. No, Phil up. loves it. Uh, Phil is Phil is a, a gossipy guy. Is he? Oh yeah, right, Coop. Yeah, he loves it. He loves yep. it, and yep. he does. He he's his job in life, I think, is to be the, Steve. You know, he is. <laughs> he's he's so mad about and, he's yeah. so mad about Bogle's DQ. Really? It's like, what do you care, Phil? He's so mad about it. It's like yeah. I saw a video of Phil riding the other day. He looks skinny. Really? Yeah. I mean, right well, at I'm, I'm Team Phil at the moment. Okay. He's, uh, he's flying to California on Wednesday. Wow. He, he, he didn't ask. He told me he's staying at my house. <laughs> and Sounds about right. That I have to take him to the race. He, oh, so you're taking him to. for by Racer X. Oh, God wow. Bless. He, yeah, dude, I just stayed with him out east for a couple of days. His place, dude, was like 66 degrees or something. He wouldn't turn the heat on. I said, no. dude, I'll give you $20. Just please turn the heat on. And he just wouldn't do it, man. He wouldn't do it. It's unbelievable. No, it really is. The, the way he, he's, he's a unique breed. Do, does he have top fives in him, do you feel? Uh, when this, I mean. Uh, Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, boy. Yeah. Coop's just going to just think, bow out. I mean, he, yeah, he, he took 10 <laughs> seconds to get to it. Healthy, so let's... Unfortunately, no. I mean, <laughs> let's just be honest. But right. he's solid. Like, when he said that he was going to ride 250 East, yep. like, I actually laughed out loud. Um, <laughs> so did but I. But after seeing videos, and to me, that club, it, that club bike looks really good. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it looks very competitive, and seeing him actually ride Supercross again, and like, yeah, I, I think he'll he'll be in the mix, you know. Like he'll, yeah, I think he'll be that six to ten, no matter what, and you know, yeah, maybe, maybe with a break, yeah, a, yeah, with a break, a five sure. there at uh, the end or something. The Vince you know? of the East, yeah, no, I don't think he'll be the yeah, same, but solid as a brick, yeah, solid yeah. as a brick, and but, he's definitely gonna tell. An eighteen-year-old that he's going to rip his head off. Yeah, no question. <laughs> hey, I have a bet with him—not a bet, but a running joke with him that Tooley's going to put him in unseated practice for. Oh, that would be great. And he's like, Tooley fucking knows better. Tooley fucking knows better. And I'm like, dude, you—you you, best would be if J Bone did. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
I'm like, Phil. With the old 715 in Group C. You don't even have a national number, Phil. Like, what do you yeah. want these guys to do? Like, what do you yeah, want to do? Yeah, I haven't raced Supercross in years. Right. Yeah, it's what, been a while. You, you, you should be happy to have to go to Futures. Unseated, Philip. Right to unseated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Cooper, let, let Canada go, bro. Yeah, exactly. It's Canadian Supercross champion. Uh, I literally beat the shit out of him. Uh, before we let you go, um, Michael Byrne. I I think the world of Michael Byrne. Uh, I've known him for a long time, and uh, obviously I've been around him a lot. I the guy's really smart. He's a he's a thoughtful dude. You're working with him a little bit. How's that going? What's it like working with him? Yeah, it's it's been really good so far. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, as everyone knows, like with the change I made, um, it's been really good to, to kind of have that inside. And I mean, I, I feel like for me as a racer, I'm a very, as we know, like a methodical, I think a lot and very strategic. And mm-hmm. uh, he's been able to really help on that side as far as, you know, with the riding uh, more than anything and, and how to approach the track and and riding and you know obviously whoops is something that that i'm trying to, to get better at and mm-hmm. um even though i hadn't showed directly at the races yet I, I feel like my form and everything my capability is there now you know and so uh it's it's been good you know it's been a little different than than what i've done in the past uh no doubt but so far it's 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 been really good and i think it's good that he he's had a lot of experience with uh, the KTMs in the past and um, understands them and, and stuff like that, so that helps. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a, a different approach than I have mm-hmm. had the last few years. But, yeah, I think for me, like I said, I, I, I know what it takes as far as to, to win at this level. And, um, you know, I felt like I just kind of needed, needed a little bit of coaching and, and – on that side so uh so far it's been really good is truman been filming okay or does he film the chicks in the stands or does truman <laughs> does he, is he doing a good job with that or is he like a, you know what, what, what's that all about yeah yeah he's he what is the 83 compound manager so he calls me today he so keeps he keeps us all in check he's got get in athena he's helping out coop right he, he works at the 83 compound he calls me today about the f1 race in miami i'm like what the hell Dan? like <laughs> He's doing something for the F1 race. I'm just like, fuck Truman. Jesus. <laughs> you just never know. He's on it, man. Yeah, you just He's never know. Uh, we have a good question here for you, Coop, before we let you go from Preston. Uh, Preston, okay. what's, what's your question for Cooper Webb? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just uh, want to congrats Coop to Coop uh, for the 450 and the success on the 450 with the uh, orange brand. Uh, I remember a few Thanks, years buddy. ago coming into Minneapolis, and it was uh, Cooper and Barsha showed up to the dealership from Minneapolis Supercross and there was uh, scantily anybody there. I imagine that's totally different now. But uh, this comes down to Supercross and uh, the 450 outdoor title, which is one thing that has uh, evaded you at Cooper. And I'm kind of curious if you had a choice, maybe Supercross title or the uh, outdoor title yet. I mean, if you had to choose one. A third third Supercross title or the first 450 title, MX title. Preston, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, no, I, yeah. I mean, just right now, even or whatever. I mean, yeah. where the where did the outdoor title rank? I guess as far as you know, the list of right. things yet to do. Entered the Supercross, even that, now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I'm at the point now. I mean, I'm racing to 
to achieve both, you know, like if, if I didn't think I could do either, then, you know, I wouldn't be lining up. So I think, um, Supercross is, is obviously the, the bread and butter and, and that's what we focus on. And I think the third one would, would be an incredible achievement and, you know, put me in a list, but I've always said before, before I do, you know, walk away, like the motocross title is something that I, I really want. And it's, um, it's been a struggle, you know, to be honest, in the 450 class the last few years. So I think uh, there's a lot of emphasis on that this year, um, and and it becoming a contender and and really going after that. Uh, it's something that that I'd like to do, you know, before before this is all said and done, no doubt. Right. So to answer your question, I still think Supercross, but <laughs> I don't want to walk away with without an outdoor one. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Yeah, yes, that outdoor title. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the call. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, look, you got the 250 outdoor title, so you know what I mean. You, no matter what happens, you're a bad dude outdoors because <laughs> that title is not easy to win outdoors. You know, so no, it's not. You know, and it's it's a lot different than than Supercross, no doubt. So it's uh, something I'm gonna have to learn. Absolutely. Well, hey man, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Uh, I got a feeling a win's coming for you um, real soon. So thank you for uh, the time tonight, Coop. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Blair, for, yep. for nothing. Cut him off. For nothing. <laughs> exactly. Just hang up on All right. him. Okay, I'll hang up on okay. him. All right, thanks, Coop. Yeah. <laughs> Decal MX, bringing you Cooper Webb. Uh, Pulp MX code to save 20% off. Thank you to Decal Works for uh, uh, getting the uh, Coop on. Really appreciate it. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Rental, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherby's, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Andy, everybody at Guts, NorCal Company, Works Connection, another NorCal Company. NorCal represent. Uh, at MotorcycleNurseJobs.com, Atlas Neck Brace as well, Works Connection, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, Suspension Direct, Manscape, and CTI, all on board with us tonight. Uh, before I get too far into this, the 7 o'clock hour, um, what did I, Marks, what, what did I... What did I say, Marks? Uh, I don't think you've told me. Yeah, I did say that. I forgot. Mm. This is not really good radio. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, yeah, all anyway. right, moving on. Uh, let's go. Um, 7 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Suspension Direct, made and developed in the USA. They got the E-Click shocks. It's a living-a-lifetime project of those guys. Uh, the UTV, they have uh, uh, Jeep stuff. They got Ford Raptor, uh, F-150s. And more over there. Jeep, of course, is a big part of these things. Pulpamex code is to save at SDI, Suspension Direct, founded in 2005. They got some motorcycle parts as well, but their big thing is shocks for uh, UTVs and trucks as well. Marks is going to get a set of these E-Clicks uh, coming up very shortly on his Raptor. Um, so absolutely, when you look at the E-Click stuff, it's more than just electronic shocks. They're a semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension before getting on a road or trail. Please check out Suspension Direct uh, for more information. Use that code PULPAMEX to save. You can do it at ORW as well. Off-Road Warehouse guys are are uh, a big part of our show as well. So uh, Fly Racing, great guys down there. Uh, Justin Brayton came back in Fly Racing, mm-hmm. so that was a big deal for those guys. Uh, Max Anstey, Fly Racing. Savachi will be out for a while. Is that the word? Yeah. Official? Yep, yep. He did his knee in. Uh, for Had fly- to imagine that was coming. For Fly Racing. And, uh, of course, uh, Shane McElrath as well. And, uh, uh, you know, lots of guys wearing Fly Racing. So go to motorsport.com, look at Fly Racing, go to your local dealer, pound on the counter to, to demand the latest from Fly Racing as well. Uh, we'll bring them in. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? 
just go easy on their counter. You don't want to like, you don't want to damage their property. Um, it's a good way to, yeah, get the cops called on you or something. You start pounding on their table. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, okay. I guess, yeah, probably not. I'm trying to think of another word of pounding, like uh, pounding on the table, like a uh, uh, just demand it, just demand it, just demand, demand it. it. Yeah, right, right. I just, right. I just don't want anybody to get the cops called on them for destruction of, uh, you know, private property. Have you talked to? Have you tweeted anybody lately, or is <laughs> everything okay? I, I have, but honestly, like this is behavior I learned from you. Oh, um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, you were you were a mentor to us all, uh-huh. and. Um, <laughs> I I attribute this sort of reckless, you know, all caps mm-hmm. type tweeting yeah. behavior to uh, to things I've learned from watching you. Okay, all right, fair enough. It was yeah. pretty aggressive, JT. And J- and Daniel, tell him what you said. You thought I, it was a, it could be a stall, also. I said that the group text today, and he came back pretty aggressive and negative towards me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you were wrong, also. I I was wrong. But I wasn't wrong in the moment because I didn't know, and it was just – all right. I'll walk you through it really quickly so you can hear my side, JT, and then we're good with it. When I'm down there, you're kind of like moving from the mechanics area to over here based on whatever I'm doing. All of a sudden on screen, they pop up, and he does this weird little like slow down thing, never looks, and then just pops out. And it was so executed he did, perfectly. He did, he did look, by the way. The, uh, maybe Okay, maybe he did look. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is it definitely – it looks so awkward – and I'm just thinking because, like, Sexton stalled last week, Veranda stalled, Shimoda. I, I just, my first thought was, oh, crap, he stalled. And then afterwards, of course, yeah, well, he didn't stall. But in that moment when you're not ready for it, it just came across that way really quickly. So I'm just, that's all I'm saying is it's the first impression I had to was that he stalled it and bumped into him. That's what I thought yeah. in the moment. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I, uh, I was in, in the moment, I wasn't. Like I was trying to attack Ricky, you know, it, it, it's really hard to translate context, you know, um, you know, I've, I have a personal relationship with Ricky, it's same as I would with Steve or you or whoever. Right. And, and I, in the moment forgot that it's hard to have someone understand your tone and, and all those things via text. Right. If, if that would have been my voice, you would have known that I wasn't like yelling at you. Would have all capsed in voice, right? Well, <laughs> and, and I don't care. He can have whatever take he wants, right? Um, yeah, and, and it shouldn't have been taken as seriously as as it was, right? It was never to be taken. To, I don't care what he says. He can take. He can have whatever take he wants. I was just in more disagreement, like I would be on this podcast or in person or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you just some of those things don't always translate on Twitter or text or whatever. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was so it was so aggressive that I actually laughed at it. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like it wasn't like like oh my, why did you say that? It was it was almost like, whoa! I mean, <sighs> I mean, I'm with I'm with JT and saying like, wait, something's fishy. Like you can't look at that and be like, wait, wait. Like, right. I don't I don't know what happened, but that's something. Yeah, it was more. I, I think it was more of the absolution of it. Like, here's what happened. He stalled it, and then he bump started it, and then he went straight into him and knocked him down. It's more like <laughs> I've got the answer here. That I was like, no, like no, no. Like, yeah. I was more of like Ricky is so smart, and you watch him race over the years, and he always had the upper hand in racing situations. I'm like you, you know, like what's going on here, and just in a moment, I think 
he would have been better served. You're like, man, that looks awfully strange. All right, so how about this then? What would have looked worse for him, to do what he did or to say, oh, he took him out if he had stalled? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't think he can do that. You as I say, because I don't know if he was willing to take the risk and be no, like, "Oh, he put him no. on the ground." No, you got to be sure. I think of he it, was yeah. like yeah. careful yeah. with it, and then took sure. the, with the benefit of the doubt. And again, it took me for till the replay to go, "Oh, that's what I, he did." The I first think, moment, I was like, "That was weird, yeah. looking like like all, he stalled all, it." Yeah. All, all I was really saying, and, and I would have been totally fine with him being like uncertain about what's going on. Right. You just be like that. That looked really weird, like. We may want to go back and see if there's some backstory to this um, because that that was a, a strange turn of events there versus <laughs> what actually happened. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I agree. I think if you're if you're Ricky, the side you error on is that was really weird and you drop it. Yeah, you don't say you know the other because you just can't looking at that. You any can't ab- be like he's yeah. innocent. Any absolutes yeah. are probably going to get you in trouble there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And you got to, at times, you got to sometimes, in yeah. all sports, like lay it down and throw yeah. it down. But sometimes when something happens quick, and I know they're bouncing around, and you, if you just don't know, careful approach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's that's what I think he I mean, I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it. But that's what I think he did. But I, I actually, JT, I thought your tweet was funny because <laughs> mainly because it was yeah, you. It, it was like, way out of character. I, I didn't, I wasn't ready end, for it. In the end, it, nobody should care what I'm, you know, what my take is on his take. You know what I mean? Like, it's all... Right. In jest, um, I would hate for anybody to think that I was like seriously upset or mad or something. Like, I, it's 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 not a big deal in big picture. Like this this means nothing. Big picture. Did he so. say anything back? Yeah, I mean, we tweeted back and forth. Like, and I, and I told him like, hey, I, yeah, coming came in hot. Obviously, like, I, if you think that I was very serious, then that's my fault. I, I wasn't right. I was trying to have a little bit of fun with it. I obviously didn't agree with the take right. on it, but I'm not like, I mean, listen, I have, I have lots of things that are big concerns in my life. That's not one, right? I'm, I'm not right. actually angry or upset about it, you know? Okay. So we didn't see the Barsha pass on Bogle, but the passes we've seen, Brees on Deuce Deuce, uh, Marv on um, Anderson, no. Malcolm, Malcolm, sorry, Marv yeah, on Anderson, Malcolm. Barsha on Anderson, Marv on Malcolm. A Ray on Freddie. I didn't see that one. You didn't see that one? Oh my gosh! Hold on, where that is one. It? That one deserves its own uh, deep dive, Steve. If you want to do like an oral history of that passage, <laughs> I think it's deserving. Where did I see that? Is it a video or a photo? Video. Uh, Bets. Who sent it? Kellen. I don't know. Somebody had it in that group text. Okay. Can I get I mean, that? I can go back and look at who sent it, but I mean, it's where. I'm gonna, that's I'm gonna, really something. I'm gonna need that. I don't know. I don't have it, but I just watched. Give me a look. Yeah, I'll, I'll get, just give, I'd me, like give to, me a second. I'd like to see it. Give, some I, filler I here. give me some filler. Uh, Fly Racing, bringing you Jason Thomas <laughs> on the uh, show. Flyracing.com, please check them out. Uh, and uh, you know what? We can even take a call while we're doing this. Uh, Josh is on, too. Josh, that what's up, man? It. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, I won the uh, fantasy over the weekend. You you what? Sorry, you, you're, you're pretty. Number one? You won? You, I won. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and uh, yeah, pretty blown away by that. Um, I was kind of curious who the jersey he had for this week. It was uh, Justin Brayton, I believe, uh, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, JT, that sounds right. Yeah, it was Webb the yeah, first week. Jersey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, uh, awesome. it, it was Brayton's jersey. So we're go- we're gonna we don't get on the prizes uh, right away, uh, Josh, but we will shortly. 
and um, we okay. will we'll, uh, we'll, someone will be in touch, and uh, we'll make sure that you well, get that thing. All right. Okay. Well, I had a question about last season. Okay. Um, I believe I uh, I got on eleventh at I believe it was Orlando. Okay. And I can't remember exactly what the prize was for an eleventh, and I haven't gotten any information from anybody. I haven't. Okay. I let you go to see because of COVID. Yeah, probably, uh, probably in your junk mail. Check that. But what you should do is send using the contact form on popamex.com. Can you send me okay. uh, your email of your fantasy league and and give me yeah. and if it's Orlando, I'll check it out and we'll someone will be in touch. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. All right. Well, good luck, man. Thanks for uh, thank you for playing. Yeah, thanks a lot. No problem. Uh, yeah, we uh, sometimes uh, the winners never get an email from us. They get stopped in spam or something. I, I got know. in the 200s this week. Oh, did you? Oh, good job. Yeah, first time this year. Uh, Steve, we... I know your favorite is for that to happen to me just to randomly send you. Like, this This will happen. Handle it. Yeah. I, I can do that. Yeah, no yeah, problem. yeah, please. I'll be a text as well. Yeah, please do. Oh, boy. Uh, Mark, okay. did you get, are you putting A-Race thing on the thing? Uh, yeah, JT, I yeah, saw I the video. Okay, so out of all the ones... Whose is the worst? So far of every, I mean, I didn't the, the see the, that, I didn't see the Barsha Bogle yeah. one. I know. So define, bo- define worst. Um, yeah, most, egregious. Like, most egregious. Most okay, egregious. I'm going to say A Ray has the, the the worst attempt as far as yeah. like, good lord, what are you doing here? There was no good outcome for that. No, for it wasn't no, going to work. No, no, worst idea. Yeah, was A yeah. Ray by far. Like, hey, bro, you got a lap and a half. How about you just wait? Can we debate right. whether that, there was an idea behind that? There might not have even been an idea, JT. That might have just happened. You know what I mean? Because with A-Ray, know, things he happen. In, like, he never even tries to turn. Like It's, yeah, it's like, like he – have you ever seen a ship that they lose all control? Like they have no rudder, no reverser. <laughs> like it just crashes into yeah. the harbor. Yeah. That's, that's what it kind of looked like. Like yeah. Jurassic Park when the dinosaurs take over the ship and it just – Everybody's like welcoming, cheering, and they're like, "Oh my God, we got to get out of here because T Rex has taken over the the captain's chair of yep. this ship. Yeah. We got to get the hell out of here." That's what A Ray did. Uh, yeah, I would put A Ray's first, uh, Brees second. Brees's was unbelievably well executed as well, as far as full body on body lift. I mean, yeah. and Ignep's big boy, and yeah. he yeah. was flying yeah. through the air. Yeah, that I one think was. That was- I would give. I would agree. That That's was probably execution. the that yep. yeah. That was probably the gnarliest one. But what I just saw from A Ray is probably the most confusing one. I'd say. I don't know that picture. That what picture. Picture I saw of Barsha with Bogle executing Bogle. Yeah, yep. I'd love to see the video on that one. Yeah. That one. Uh, that one looks like it was picture perfect technique. Like if you were going <laughs> to draw it up, how to end someone else via gas gas. <laughs> That's how you got up. Like, Barsha looks like he is in perfect form. Like, he looks like he's on a, a poster, a, a mid-1990s Fox Dream On poster. Yeah. And in the wreckage is a Twisted Sea Suzuki and a, a Justin Bogle, a, a native Oklahoman, is is being executed in the background. Uh, yeah, or uh, Bogle has ridden over a landmine. Yeah. Right. That is right. from, from I, World War II. Right. Yeah. Something has horrifically happened to the 19 the number 19 in yellow and justin um, barsha has never looked better i literally just came across a ray's video on my twitter feed so i offered i off, i also retweeted that so okay video, i video that. i uh i would love to have seen the barsha one i do have a text saying that there is a video of it that exists 
There is a video, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I'd like to see it. There's a video. I'd like to go um, hunt that down. J-Bone said he saw it but doesn't have a copy of it. Hep said they don't have a copy of it. Will Hahn ain't giving nothing up. No, I'd love to see that, <laughs> gas, so, uh, that so, uh, um, GoPro. I'd yeah. love to see yeah, the GoPro footage. I, I, I would, too. I don't. It's never coming out. Will Hahn. No. Yeah. You know what, though? With no. Barsha, I told him this a couple weeks ago. He might be one of the most gifted takeout riders of all time because – he can hit someone and not even flinch. He can hit him hard, and he takes the hit, and no, he just he never really gets caught up in it. He's oh, he, I, the best hit and run of, yeah, of oh, maybe yeah. of all that time. Picture, yeah. That picture, he is making hella contact there. Oh, it's pure and art. He yeah. is his technique is better than any corner I've ever hit in my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, a good point. Out. That's a great point. <laughs> uh, all right, gentlemen, quickly, uh, we have Mr. Alex Ray on the line. Oh, no. Uh, line two, he wants to explain himself. Uh, uh, hello, caller. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, yeah, I'd, I would like to explain. Obviously, it was an idiot move on my part. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, J-Bone uh, says he I wants thought, to... J-Bone uh, would like to... Yeah. J-Bone would like to discuss with you this weekend, by the way. He's going he to fight. wants to talk. Yeah, he wants to yeah, talk. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. But, um, yeah, so I was a little bit confused. I thought it was the last lap, personally. <laughs> um, which they signify that with the white just, flag. It helps. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, I was a bit confused. But um, <laughs> Freddie actually had a tip over at the end of the whoops. Yes. And then that's I how he got close. tip right. over at the end of the whoops, and then – I thought I was a bit closer. What I was planning on doing was jumping to the inside, try to take his line away, um, you know, so he would roll the jump and I would try to, you know, go to the inside of him, whatever. But I clearly wasn't close enough at the time. <laughs> clearly. And, uh, yeah, it was a bit premature, like I said. Um, and uh, I've, I, had I had waited, I would probably made the pass. But mm. it was just one of those things where I just wasn't thinking and I just got away from myself. Kind of sucks, my my opinion, A-Ray, of watching that is that no I understand what I understand what your intention was. I don't think you were close enough where he knew you were there, right? That's it, that well rewatching the video, that's what I sort of gathered from it. See, that's yeah. what I was like, well like he didn't like shut off at all. I thought he would just like go for it. But at the yeah. same time, me jumping into that corner, I don't think he's seen he had enough time to see me coming. So that's why right. he didn't check if, up if, in order to die. If he knows you're there, he checks up. You maybe pull off yeah. what you're intending, but he's just full commitment because he has no idea that Ghost Rider. Yeah, he's been in the picture. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was turning down, and yeah, he didn't. I, I have a quote. I have a quote from Freddie Nolan about this, by the way. What do you say? Uh, I'm all for aggressive racing, Alex, but that was a bit rough. We're all good. Just please don't do that again. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. yeah, I shot him a text uh, the next day. I was like, hey, man, like, sorry about it. It's a bit premature, you my, know, so. My bad. Uh, yeah, my bad. So, did you jack yeah, his hand up pretty good? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he got some stitches in it. <laughs> thought I saw a photo of him with a bloody hand. Jesus, a right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, that's. I, again, I like, I think you would have got him the next before. lap. Yeah, you would have got yeah, him. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I've been in that situation before, though, been in fifth and not done anything and wondered what if, like, the whole week. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I, I didn't want to have that feeling. But at the same time, I don't know. It's either all or nothing with me. You know, you guys, it's a fucking roller coaster ride. So. Oh, yeah. We're all yeah. we're all strapped in. It's fun to watch. Oh, jeez. Yeah, tough. Hey, man, like, yeah. like uh, Eminem, you know, like, you only get one chance. Sometimes. Did are not you going to do something about it? Are you going to puke <laughs> up mom's spaghetti, or what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. He's going to lose himself in the park. moment. Fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, thanks, boys. All right. Thanks, Harry. Good luck, buddy. All right. Fuck my ass. Do we have any solace in the fact that the one who is going to punish him or maybe have a conversation is also his dog's namesake? Yeah. Like, is there something there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Excellent. Yeah, okay. J-Bone J- will maybe show him some leniency. What if he changes the dog's name after about, he gets... How about Freddie, the nicest guy ever? That was... Um, we're all good, but please don't do that please again. Please don't do that again. Do <laughs> you know how many times I've said that to Vince Freezy? Like, it's fine. Just please don't ever do that again. The next week, I'm laying on the ground again. <laughs> how many times, JT? Right. He's like 10 seconds home. Like, yeah. he's never... He doesn't even remember I said that. That's wow. what I love about Vince. No matter what, because I, I rag him about it all the time, and I, I kind of bag on him for what he did to me. Like, a long time ago, mm-hmm. and he never even smiled. He just takes takes it and doesn't even acknowledge that I said it. And I'm sure, JT, I'm sure the same I with wonder. you. You probably got on him like 20 times, and he never even blinks. Yeah, he doesn't but care. waving in front of his face, like, are you, are you is this registering? <laughs> he is any care. of this happening? He's just yeah. blinking. There's just blinking like in a cartoon. Where he, just, just <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. Uh, all right, well, uh, before we uh, uh, let JT go here, we got to get into the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment because it, it is the segment that everybody loves to do it. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles. You know who wears X-Brand? Fast Freddy. They were probably blown right off his head after A-Ray got done with them in the LCQ. Uh, EKSbrand.com. Please check them out. Pulp Show 22 is the code to save. Pulp Show 22 is the code to save. The Lucids are back in stock and flying off the shelves. Thank you to X-Brand. Uh, great company, great uh, goggles. And please check them out for yourself and uh, do the um, – uh, I got it here, Marks. That was my bad. Uh, and, and use the discount code, all right? So these questions are submitted by a, uh, Corey Moser. Are you familiar? Mm-mm. No? Okay. All right. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Let's do this, Marks. Come on, let's do this. Yep, yep, yep. All right, third third tier. Yeah, third level. Third level. here. Yeah. <laughs> Minion. Minion. Hi, JC. Hi. Uh, Steve. Yep. What do you credit Anderson's improvement to this season? Give us a percentage pie. 30% bike, 40% attitude, 30% fried sales are up. <laughs> yep. I can go with that. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I, Okay, do we all do we think the Cowie's a better bike than the Husky? Uh, to, it's a wash to me. JT, yeah? No? Wash? No, I, I think it's uh, – I think it's just – he sees an opportunity, right? To and I think he just got complacent and maybe bored at Husky, and this was like a kind of a restart yeah. and a chance to to you know I I think he views this as his real last chance to yeah. do something you yeah. know before he steps away. Well, I definitely I definitely don't think anybody can be like going oh the cow is so much better. No, no. it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Like, no. But, but I know you guys aren't, but fans are like don't yeah don't run around. Yeah, I I he did the media days in December down at Anaheim and he said something pretty unique cuz he he's pretty smart he comes from different angles on a lot of things and he said that he's well aware of his age and where he's at in his career and that 250 guys come up right and push guys out and he says he just doesn't want to be done and he doesn't want to be a guy on the bubble who maybe gets pushed out by the next generation and he says he loves racing his motorcycle so i could see right. him being like okay I've been successful, but if I want to stay where I'm at and yep. keep making money and being this guy, like I gotta be better. More than thirty seconds. Well, yeah, I was just adding okay, on to your right. thing. And go ahead, JT. Go ahead, Mike. JT. With Mike's Hard Lemonade and Twisted Tea sponsoring teams, why isn't there a beer sponsorship in Supercross? It's a good question. I think there's an opportunity there for it. Um, 
yeah, you, you just never know. I, I think a lot of times you need someone who is a motorsports enthusiast in the right position to get involved, but uh, it does seem ripe for it. I would say, though, now that uh, Monster has entered the alcohol arena, they, they recently purchased a the largest craft beer company in America. Maybe maybe we get something from that front, too. Wow, that'd be cool. I think there's something about beer and cigarette advertising in in motorsports. But what about that? I mean, Twisted Tea is no different. Yeah, I think it's a different category then, or something. What do you mean? I, I, then beer, you know, then hard liquor and beer. There's some advertising rule about this. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? That would be dumb. Uh, because look I, at... Cigarettes, like, cigarettes yes. Um, yeah, that's but different. I, I don't... Because I don't think so. With is beer. there not a? I mean, Budweiser has been around, you know, like yeah. Dale Jr. forever. Like I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, know. I don't pay attention. Are there to NASCAR, still NASCAR but, cars yeah, yeah. sponsored by beer companies still in this year, like 2022? Uh, Miller Lite, yeah, I think Miller Lite. Is still, still a car with a Miller still on involved. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I thought I read something about that. Okay, anyways, All right, next question. Daniel, someone blew out Ricky on Twitter for his misinformed take yeah. on the Bogle Barsha incident. What's been the biggest play call mistake you've made on TV? Play call? Yeah, or just you know any anything you. I've any, made up some mistake. words. Yeah, a couple times. I said gravelly once. <laughs> Thought it was a word. It wasn't. I feel like that's fair. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't come down. I wouldn't he's hit you a, with the all caps for gravelly. He's got a gravelly voice. You no, it was word? the track, you know, and it was during a track report, and it, nice traction. But on top, there's it's a little gravelly on top, and so, and I got lit. Up for that one. I'm good with From that. Who like bosses or no, oh, DMs? Oh, just okay. you're an idiot. You learn how to talk. I feel stuff like, like that. Gravelly's okay. So I, yeah, I don't know if it was like a take as much as like a yeah. a word that didn't exist. Right. Steve, three rounds in, have you remembered which drawer you stored the panic button in, and who's on the panic button shortlist? No, we were just, we came into the show. I said, is there anybody that we should be worried about? You know what I mean? And you said no, and I said no. Like, the contenders are all good. Yeah. You know what what I mean? the hell was that Marvin ride, though? I yeah, would like yeah. That. I that was... would, but I want, to, I want, I need this weekend. You know what I mean? Like, so I had the same question a little bit about Anderson at A1. Not as bad. Don't get mm -hmm. me wrong. But same kind of question. So I. No, not for me. Not, I mean, he was in third moving forward and got, and got yeah, down. I, yeah, but just losing places late in the race. So I had questions about Anderson. Yeah. He answered them. We're good. I have questions about uh, uh, Sexton's Oakland. He he answered them. All the, so I got to see this weekend. That, that was not good. It's, no. it's, it was terrible. It was, it was maybe the worst ride of the year from a major contender guy. But now let's see if he can rebound. Yeah. So I'm not there yet. And it's weird for me because I don't remember Oakland seeing him much, but Anaheim was so good. Yeah. The way he rode, and then this one was so bad. So it, I'm he, he, I'm confused. He lost which one. spots late in Oakland. He do he the caught, same thing? He, though, caught right? up, he caught up to Webb. Looking well, yeah, okay. Yeah, Webb, Webb put like thirty seconds on it. Fifteen, thirty yeah. seconds. A lot. I can't um, remember what at the, the end. Was, but a lot. Yeah. I the, talked the to, last like five laps probably. I talked to DV, and DV's like, yeah, he just got rattled once he was getting past. You got out of rhythm. This weekend. Yeah, got out of that rhythm. I mean, that happens sometimes. Like one gets you two, and all of a sudden your confidence just. Yeah. Flies out the but window, he, and then you're just a but, punching bag, but, dude. Leading three laps. Oh, I know, yeah. but the, cra I, the crazy thing was, if you look at the segments, he was so terrible in the whoops. He was significantly slower in that that segment of the racetrack. You know, right? Um, I guess it would be. Yeah, where did it start and end? I don't know. Whatever segment, he was significantly slower, and then the rest of the racetrack, he was making it up plus more. Like he was third in the one qualifying session. 
He catches Cooper Webb in the, the heat, heat was good. He's yeah, really strong. Then the main event, he gets out front. And you're like, damn, like Marvin is for real. And then all of a sudden, it just went completely away. And yeah. I don't, I didn't have a, a, a hard opinion on it. I was much more asking questions than yeah. I was trying to deliver answers. So let's same. say, let's say I'm I'm shuffling around the drawer for the panic button after Anaheim two, when I see Marv's ride. Yep. Uh, Bogle, by the way, uh, Bogle, by the way, I retweeted the AA Ray video from Vital, and Bogle uh, replied with just crying emojis, <laughs> crying and laughing emojis. Just actually, no, I'm sorry, shocked emoji, mind blown emoji, and then crying emojis. So Bogle also <laughs> wondering, wondering where A Ray's DQ is, probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right. JT, who will be the next first-time winners in each class? Oh, I was going to ask Daniel yeah. this later. Damn it. Well, oh, first time ever or season? Well, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. Okay, well, it, I'll, I'll assume it's this this year because I don't think we're going to see a first time ever for a while. I think Moseman was that guy because I think Hunter gets a win. Um, I mean, has Shimoda won? Yeah. Shimoda hasn't won. Salt Lake last year. Okay, yeah. So I, I don't see that coming in the 250 <laughs> West class. 450, first time ever. Malcolm uh, or Dylan? I guess AP. AP or... would maybe be, and, and Dylan. Yeah, Malcolm. Dylan, Mookie, or AP would be would be the three. I, w- um, I would rank them Dylan. Dylan first. Yeah. yeah, I'll say Dylan there. Yeah. I would go Dylan, Mookie, AP in that order. I think same. Yep. Who gets it? I think I would go Dylan, AP, Mookie. Okay. Um, I, I just haven't seen Mookie in the race to win late yet. I've seen yeah. AP there, and I've seen Dylan there. You know, like at, at uh, Houston last year, I thought he was going to actually go go catch Tomac and yeah. win that thing. I just haven't seen Mookie there with like two or three laps to go, wondering if he's going to get it done yet. Daniel. Yep. On the TV broadcast, it was hard to see, so I assume down on the floor you got a better look. What brand of anchor was Marvin dragging around the track? <laughs> oh wow! Right, coming yeah, in I, like that. Uh, I don't. I don't know anchor brands. <laughs> I was gonna say, can you name one? Yeah, I didn't know there was a branding for that, so I don't know. Ten point eight. Good job. Thanks. <clears throat> JT, we have future headlines later on if you'd like to call. Oh, that. fantastic. Okay, Steve. What torque should Troll's sprocket right. bolts be set at? And you stated steel is stronger than titanium on the review pod? Question mark? Yeah, yeah, steel is stronger. Um, I don't I, Yeah, I don't know what torque sprocket bolts are. I don't know if I ever torque sprocket I've, bolts. I've never uh, torqued I them, use ever. blue Loctite always yeah. um, on sprocket bolts. And uh, when we used tie on teams I was on, we changed them quite a bit because they can shear easier right. than, than steel. So... Um, that to me reeks of a mechanic um, problem, you know. Possibly old I mean, bolts or not tight at all because it happened. Was that, with, it was it, early. In yeah, the it session. happened. No, it happened in two corners in. So. Is it fair to say Ty steel stronger? Because I know Ty won't flex, right? If you give something that it flexes, Ty doesn't respond well. Yeah, but I always thought Ty was super strong. Well, I guess I should say uh, Ty shears easier than steel, so Ty breaks. Ah, yes. I'm sure someone will correct us on Twitter about oh, this. Oh, you'll be correct. But, 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 I trust Steel much more. I can tell you that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but but uh, yeah. 
when 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 steel breaks, it takes a lot to break a steel bolt. It takes and not as riveting. much. Uh, yeah. Okay. Next next question. We're gonna get some sort of metal. Oh, hundred percent. Or whatever. Just we, we, ruin we us. We probably yeah. already have it, but I know tie is not used in a lot of spots where you have a lot of pressure on it because it could break. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, here's a here's a tweet uh, of Freddie. His hand is mangled. Oh, I saw that photo. And he can't even eat In-N-Out burger. That's what the one I saw. He was at yeah. In-N-Out. God, Alex. <laughs> and Freddie's like the nicest dude ever. The only... Yeah. Anyways. All right. Next question. JT, who rides the most like Freeze? Barsha. 2.2. <laughs> All right. Last one. Daniel. Yep. You're buddies with Stank Dog. Yep. And Steve. Yep. So who are you siding with on this beef? 50-50. You can't. I can. <laughs> you can't do that. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Oh, JT, God. can I waffle on this one? You No, you cannot do that. Why? I mean, you, you need to can. Sp- it's just terrible radio. You need you need to speak hey, I, I to, throw- your, to your animal friend I- and say, hey, dude, you misheard Mathis. Mathis it's a didn't- safe way to not get the all caps. You just say you don't know. You, you you say, Mathis didn't say what you thought he said. Yeah, that is important. That's a big... Like, if I, I said that... He did, I cannot believe he didn't walk it back once that came to light. He's a dog I, in a corner, cornered, <laughs> and he just continued to, to lash out. First off... So, I, I, you just owe me that to be like, hey, Stank, you didn't hear him right. Listen, you look like an idiot. Listen. You didn't say... You, he, he didn't say anything, Stank. I am... Obviously, not afraid to throw things out there. Right. There are certain things I just will not touch. I don't want to deal with your people or his people. And I'm not taking a side. My side will stay right up here in my head. Unbelievable. By itself. If I said I something, I deserve your political it. Take. Your political take? 100%. I'm not, all, it would be lame if I said, no, I'm not. I'm saying I'm taking a political take. I'm not answering that question. Okay, here we go. Steel is stronger than titanium, titanium but titanium has a higher strength to weight ratio. Okay. All right, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, okay. I'm not too concerned about that right now. Yeah. Tell me what the specific gravity is next. Uh, okay, so the point being is my listeners, I got a ton of DMs, right, from people, and he has more followers than I do. I got a ton of DMs from my listeners that are like, "Fuck that guy! I hate that guy! I used to like 125s, uh, or I, I like 125s, but I don't, I don't like him." A lot of my listeners are like, "Screw that dude!" And then trust me, his army are like, "Screw Mathis!" Screw that dude. So the only thing that's happened here because he didn't understand or comprehend what was said is he lost fans and I lost fans. Great work, Stank. Great work. And you want me to get involved? And I just lose want you. The couple I got. I just want you I'm to be like, "Hey, man, shut. he didn't say anything." And JT's sister's jeans have oh, nothing no, to do with it. My family is taking a beating over this. Right. His poor sister. <laughs> She'll never be the same. She'll never no. be the same. No. So that's all. That's all. That's where I'm at. No, I, okay. I, so. Politics, religion, abortion, stank True dog. Religion? Four things I will <laughs> never talk about. Uh, ever. I just fucking kick it. All right. Sorry. Okay. I, it is what that's it is. That's fine. Whatever, Daniel. Uh that's the X-Brand Goggles segment, so uh, please check it out. Thank you. Uh, great Goggles, great company. And uh, Freddie Norn wears them, and so does Chiz. Privateer fucking heroes. If you don't win. You won't if, win. If, if you, you don't, don't win, yep. If you want to win, you wear X-Brand. Chiz won the LCQ. Thank you. Clutch. A lot of friendly fire between the privateers there <laughs> yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? Uh, all right, JT. Uh, thanks for jumping on. Come Appreciate back for it. headlines. Yeah, come back for future headlines. All right, I do, I do want to mention I... <laughs> 
sent the wrong file to get uploaded. I've had, I don't know, 100 DMs, and it's still going on, like, in the last hour. Uh, yeah, I know. The wrong file got uploaded. If you delete the Industry Seating Podcast and re-download it, it's the right one. So I appreciate everybody mentioning it. Um, it's just been a nonstop barrage of people telling me that well, it screwed up. Yeah, so. welcome, welcome to my yeah. JT, do you know how many people DM me Saturday night telling me to turn the international audio on? <laughs> telling me, me, me happy. to turn it on. Bro, we can't hear you. Turn it on. Yeah, do it. Like there was like a switch. The big red like, switch. Yeah, like I ran. Okay, guys, I run over to the truck and I flip the little switch on, and there it is. My yeah. bad. The big thing is red light in the trailer that's like live. International audio. Yeah, international audio switch. It's just sitting there by itself. Yeah, off. Yeah, yep, yep. Come on. But no, I'm, I'm easily over a hundred. Some were just like, bro, can't hear you. Like funny. Some were like really mad yeah. at me. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. whatever reason. Super respectful. I just. I just want to let people know well, so they, they know. Welcome to my yeah. life. I have also uploaded the wrong podcast a time or two. And think about that uh, A1 review pod and the mistake, then the sound issue we had. I was, yeah, I was, I was I mad. peppering me and telling me it's amateur hour. I was mad at that one. Yeah, yeah. You know how much I like that show. And you ruined the Monday. Too. I, knew, I knew deep down how bad that bothered Steve. What was 100%. it? 100%. I've, I've ne- I don't know. It was know. like a weird little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just I, had a little I, skip uh, in it. I, I never had that problem since. Never had it before. I, I fixed it. I saw what happened, but I don't know why it happened. Uh. And now I have to take precautions, and I blame Mark. A man, a man who strives for audio excellence, <clears throat> like this gentleman does uh, in, the, in the chair in front of you, Daniel, for it to be A1, and that happened, yep. it's a rough... What was rough worse, weekend. that or Steak Dog? Oh, uh, Steak Dog was worse. Yeah. Because people weren't threatening you. Oh, after yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people don't say I'm going to find you at the races, fatty, and kick your ass. So that's why I don't want nothing to do with the army. Did man. anybody find you? What? Did anybody? No, find you? no, because oh. those, those pussies never that's do. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that, that, was his that was stupid. to say. Yeah, See, was, that's your fault. Have... A lot of this is your fault. You don't know when to just stop talking mm-hmm. to people in a negative. Right. Okay. You, Not, the snowflake right. thing back could have avoided the whole thing you could have easily just been like dog what are you talking about but you called him a snowflake kaboom and now you just called all of his fans pussies i did not i called the guys that said hey i'm gonna find you at the races those guys are pussies yeah, that's what I, those guys i'm out i'm out right i'm out that's fair enough good luck uh all right uh jt thanks for coming on fly racing flyracing.com man thank you man <laughs> Okay, guys. All right, see you. Later. Uh, please check out Fly Racing if you can. <sighs> Daniel, do you wear CTI knee braces? Nope. Did you wear them ever? Nope. Well, you should have, man. You would might want might want might have won a few more arena mm. crosses with CTI knee braces. Since 1983, CTI knee braces have remained the trusted choice of professional athletes and leading physicians around the world. Rigid carbon fiber frame, streamlined and lightweight, helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee. With adaptable subshell, CTI provides a custom-like fit that conforms perfectly to your leg, providing excellent balance of comfort and support. CTI Off the Shelf, now available at store.oser.com or contact your physician for CTI Custom. Bringing you our next man uh, that won a race the very first time that happened in San Diego. And uh, like Chase Sexton earlier on the phone, we all knew this was coming. We knew this guy had the speed, and we're welcoming here on the show tonight. TLD Gas Gas is Michael Mosman. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Daniel yeah. Blair's here. What's up, Mike? Sick. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sick. Uh, do you have the show on in the background? 
Or is that just our echo f- or cell phone or Do something? Do I? No, I think oh. that's, that's okay. you guys. I yeah. don't know. I just got headphones. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> see that? You yeah, hear that echo? I hear it. That's super weird. Marks. Fix that. If he's on uh, like headphones or something, we might oh. we might ask him if he can. Oh, can you can, switch off? Can you those. switch off the headphones? Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. sorry. It's, it's it's our fault. We're getting feedback or something. So, uh, Michael Mole's been brought to you by the folks at CTI, of course. Store.oser.com. Great ride in uh, in San Diego for sure. Hunter Lawrence, all over him. Great race up front, and then, you're, and then you're watching Christian. In the back, and you're like, you know, you're watching him. You're trying to watch Hunter Lawrence and, and Michael Mosman go at it. So yeah, it was great. Uh, Mosman, you there? Hey, is this better? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you're good. Sweet. Um, congratulations, man. Yeah, I like we had Sexton on earlier, and I mean, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I'm going to ask him kind of the same thing. Like, were you tired of people saying, "Hey, Mosman, when are you going to win? You're fast enough to win." <laughs> How tiring did that get? Uh, you know what? They haven't been like. No, they haven't been screaming that, but it it definitely was, uh, you know, round one to round two, and then round two to round three. It was definitely increasingly getting more. So, uh, yeah, happy to uh, to to uh, put that away, but happy to just really get it done. And you know, yeah. if people are telling me they believe in me and they can win, you know, that's not the worst thing to hear. So better than hearing, yeah, you need to hang it up. You're terrible. True. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey, Mosman, you suck. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I mean, even going back to last year, like I'm, th- I'm thinking of a couple Salt Lakes where you were really good, right? The final, um, yeah. you know, what the I mean, final. things like that where you're like, dude, I think Mosman can win tonight, and you know, didn't go your way or whatever. But yeah, I feel like this has been for a little bit of a while where we're like, Michael Mosman has the speed to win. So yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that, and uh, I think I definitely had speed for a little bit, and uh, I think that's really all I had coming into uh, my pro career is I had speed and. Uh, not much amateur results, and uh, you know, kind of just continue to build and freaking got it done. So, how, stoked! And, uh, it's only the beginning. How hard is it? So you're riding your race, hitting your lark marks, you know, putting putting your lap times together, and Hunter Lawrence is on you. And you know, when you start riding defensively, you start making bad line choices, and your race goes to shit a lot of times. Uh, mm-hmm. How hard is it to just be like, hey, man, like focus, concentrate. I can hear him on me. I can hear the crowd. I got to hit my marks. I got to get through lappers. Like, dude, that's pretty tough to do, isn't it? Uh, it is. I would say it's very tough to do. Um, and I've done it um, a bunch of times in practice this year with Justin right on me. Uh-huh. Uh, Pierce and uh, more than ever kind of dealt with that pressure to where, honestly, at the race stage, it was just kind of like going through the motions and um, executing and, Honestly, I, I managed a lot of the race, and I made very few uh, actual defensive moves. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe three, uh, <laughs> uh, and just kind of hit my marks and played it smart. And at, at first, I didn't know he was right there. I thought I had a huge lead, and then I was like, "Oh, there he is!" And uh, <laughs> and then I, and then it just kind of got chaos with uh, the lappers and such. And um, so, yeah, that's that's a variable that that we don't have at the practice track. And uh, I was like, oh, this feels just like the practice track, except there's, like, a bunch of people here and guys scattered all over and the 50,000 so. people well, and lights. And, and, and you know, they lap, se- yeah. they lap seventh, so you're yeah. lapping some fast riders. You know? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. No. It was, uh, yeah, we, we, we got up there and it was like, oh, two weeks full, all right. <laughs> yeah, like, and, uh, like he's fast, and here I am lapping. Yeah, he's good. He's good. And, uh 
yeah, so crazy night. Stoked to get it done. Felt awesome, and uh, I felt I felt pretty comfortable in that situation. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I love it, man. I love pressure. It's like sick. Like I don't know. I'm I'm really honestly I'm glad that uh, it wasn't just like a walk away win. You know, I had to earn it, and yeah. uh, it's cool. Yeah. Hey, question for you. I I mean, we we give a lot of love to Christian in the whoops. He's crazy, phenomenal in them. But you're mm-hmm. pretty good in them too, and I know we've talked, and you're you're into them being big, right? You would rather have them this way than little skippers or ones that get chewed up with the ruts. I, again, Christian, your competition is great in them, but you don't seem like you're running from these things. You like them? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Build them bigger. Um, I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm into them chewed up. My bike's sweet. I thought I uh, I thought I had a strong suit in the whoops in Oakland, and. Uh, I was kind of, I was getting um, excited there. I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I got the whoop sorted. And, um, yeah, there's just a few things that kind of clicked for me. And um, I've, I've learned how to adapt to them. And then uh, confidence. And even, like, uh, I watched Horvity race, like, kind of on the floor. And then, well, everyone was at the podium. I went and walked the track some. And uh, uh, I walked and, and checked out the whoops. And I was like, Man, these are like not that bad at all. Like I was like, this is crazy. Like I've I've seen uh, whoops like these in practice easily, and uh, you know that's not the most common thing. So it's pretty pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, I walked them and I walked them in the morning. And those last four or five, Michael, I'm like, oh my god, look how big these are. <laughs> they were so big. Hey, in the morning, in the morning, walking them, like you know, I would I would have told you I was confident, but yeah, uh, I was I was like, those are big. <laughs> and I was like, those are big. And then I saw uh, Derek Kelly. I actually saw him in and out last night. And uh, Derek Kelly in the B practice, and he was smashing them. I was like, them. all right, yep, yep. we're going to be just fine. I was like, all right, here we go. I think Derek Kelly was almost three seconds he better was. in one session like than everybody 50, else. And they were like 53s or something. Yeah, he was just, just, oh my God. Yeah, just absolutely uh, I, killing it. I go every night. We do a rehearsal an hour before the show starts, so roughly six. And then mm-hmm. we're free for an hour. And I always go and look at the whoops. It's just for my own curiosity. And I could tell you that this was the first time when I went and walked them before because they were not too far from the start. And mm-hmm. I went and looked at them and went, man, these are cleaned up and rolled down. Because usually after practice, they got to kind of rebuild and roll yep. them down. They're always a little bit smaller. And mm-hmm. the first five or six were just V-bottoms. And I'm like... Whoa, they, okay, guys. Michael, they took one out for the third practice, I believe. Or it felt what they do. I came back. I came back. It felt like they took out three. Oh, okay. I Maybe. was like, oh my gosh, there is so much running to the whoops. Like, it looked yeah, to me uh, like the starter whoop was small. The next one was big, and then they were kind of even. But I just, I, I've gone many years now where I go and look at them right before the race, and I'm like, oh wow, these right. got. These got smushed. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be a big deal. And I was just surprised that before the night program, how big they still were. And then that soil obviously being a little harder, I knew they would hold up. If anything, hold up. Like, you don't want them to hold up. You yeah. wish they would go to complete trash, yeah. but they didn't. They stayed and just cupped out. So, yeah, I, I was just surprised. And as I was curious, I mean, are you surprised by that too, just from years past, to come out and have three rounds where you have three gnarly tracks of whoops? Um. I mean, to see first round. I mean, honestly, like the first round, like they were tough. Like the the short set, they weren't like too bad. I didn't think um, at, at a one, and then the longer set after the finish, 
dude, even like those, like I felt comfortable, like as gnarly as they got. Like obviously they got freaking gnarly. So, I mean, there hasn't really been a set that I've like stressed too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess I have a unique perspective, but um, it's I and I give that all to the to the bike setup and uh, Hunter Falk and uh, Adam and th- those guys have really kind of dialed us in, but. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not surprised. Like, I just, it's just, I think maybe it's just different because I don't view them as they've been gnarlier in years past. For me, they've been easier than years past because everything's just like hmm. how it should be. Right, right. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Michael Moseman. Brought to you by the folks at ctistore.oster.com. Contact your physician for CTI Custom as well. Uh, I got a set of CTI Custom braces and they got Nicoletti's face on them. Daniel, so that's great. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Really kind of weird. Um, speaking of bike changes, Michael, uh, did you change much from your bike? Uh, do you have? Did you find something in the off season that you really like? Are you going with a setup that you're more comfortable with, or or what? Uh, how's your bike looking? Um, I think we've just gone uh, generally a bit stiffer, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of continued on that direction. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't follow like everything that goes on um with the bike as far as like i'm not the guy who can tell you you know all right we need to do this many clicks this way uh from but we've developed a really good chemistry and um from what they tell me they might be just lying in my face but from what they tell me (laughs) i have good input and uh the way they tell me that is i'll be like all right so like tell me am i like just way off or and and they say you know what 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 you say is what we see and so um okay that that's cool and it's just kind of we've developed a good chemistry and they right. they make the adjustments and from what i understand we've been kind of going the same direction all year um yeah and then over the weekend uh we or just last weekend the the motor is the best motor i've ever ridden um and after i think round one you know i i just had a bunch of praise and uh for the motor guy and stuff, but cause there was some jumps on the track that like, I feel like I was doing easier than even some of the 450 guys. And, uh, anyways. And so, but, but that being said, like even at, at Oakland and stuff, as good as my bike is, I said, I, I, I gave a little bit, I don't know, harsher review. And I said, as good as my bike is, and it's still the best motor I've ever ridden. But if there's more to be had, uh, it's worth pursuing because, down the start, you know, mm-hmm. we're all pretty much dead even. And, uh, you know, we kind of, we, I don't know, went to the drawing board and they came up with some stuff and uh, we tried it this week and it was better. I asked for more bottom end and I think you saw it on there on the start. So uh, I don't really want to share details because it's like reasonably accessible for, <laughs> for other teams to try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. So I'm 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 really stoked and just stoked on the team that you know, it's like they're still willing to work and still willing to go the extra mile and uh, mm-hmm. you know I, I gave one, um, you know, mediocre comment about the motor and motor guy was out there like the next day and so that's just that's <sighs> nice. pretty epic. Right. And then right. your start turned into a big pileup that you caused. Oh boy. Hey, you know what? I reviewed that. It totally wasn't my fault. Yeah. Okay. I so Wygant. I didn't watch the press conference. I was getting pits or interviews in the pits. Wygant said that Michael admitted to causing the commotion of the start. I, I, I watched. It. Meant, I don't I think s- he meant to admit it. 
I saw Hunter Lawrence, and I'm like, okay, I, uh, you know, Hunter came over and guys clipped him. So, I, I, yeah. now, you know, I watched the replay, and I was like, oh, it's like I came, you know, I just had the line, and then Hunter was like next to me, and then I just kind of brought them all in. But it wasn't my fault at all. So, for one, I nailed the next cue, my perfect start. Hunter, he came right out the start, like pretty strong, and he met me on the other side of the box. And I had the wheel on us. He had to go left. And he still had the wheel on Craig. So then he's going left, sharper than I'm going left. And then, and then if you look, he didn't even get close to touching me, and he still had like, you know, almost five feet or something to me in the first turn, but he's on the brakes. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it was intentional. Uh, but, you know, he, he balled all those guys up and, um, you know, the yeah. chaos ensued. But yeah, I don't think it was intentional. I, I, no, no, no. Few, it, I don't think it was my fault. But, oh. Yeah, no, uh, I, I made a joke at the end of the presser and was like, hey, Michael, you got a story you could tell us? Just kind of being yeah. playful. Yep. And then we were about to walk away, and he's like, well, actually, I have a take on the start. Oh, and yeah. we're like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I I kind of caused that. I'm like, and everyone's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Hunter's even like, wait, what? Christian kind of perks. like, And then he takes us through it, and then I called him out, and I was like, yeah, so you took everyone? He's like, well, wait a minute, no, I didn't. So I'm glad you went and reviewed it to get the final answer, but Michael, you kind of walked into your own trap right there a little bit. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. I mean, I'm just giving my honest take, and that's all you can really ask for, you know, a guy to be honest. But, yep. uh, and that was my take then, and I, I'm, I'm pretty invested. I, I don't, I shouldn't say pretty invested, but I want to add intrigue to the sport, right? And mm-hmm. so, if me being honest about something can add intrigue, then sweet. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to add intrigue by being a jerk or you know, going out of my way. And I mean, I have absolutely nothing against, you know, Christian. I, I quite frankly, I like the guys. I think they're good dudes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I don't know, just making it fun. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you don't actually get to hear how people feel. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm no, I, I think it's all good. Honesty is good. And, that was great. And the press conferences, Daniel, with these guys is, has been good. I've been generally, I didn't watch this weekend. Like I said, hey. but the other ones are, yeah. And also, <laughs> all right, this one kind of messed up, but it's kind of just funny. Okay. Oh, dude, when we first sat down at the press conference, Christian was watching like MMA or something. He was watching some fight on his phone. I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, there you go. Yeah, yeah. he's fired up. Uh, no, the pressers have been good this year. Michael gets credit for a lot of that. He's uh, he's yeah. made them sillier, and, yep. and, and all the riders take part. You know it is. A 250 class always – it's like they don't know to be super serious yet. Right, right. And so, yeah, we just got a good crop right now where they're all being oh kind God. of funny. I, like Dude, I thought about that totally as a dy- dynamic that, like, you know, Hunter and I, you know, we're, like, we're a little bit fresher, you know, to, like, you know, doing good. And and uh, and then Christian, he's just, like, year – I don't know what year he's in, but he's, like, he's just, like – He's way more serious. He's, like, yeah, I, I don't need to take part in this. Like, you guys have your fun. Like <laughs> – yeah, him, so. Michael and Hunter are over messing around, and Christian's just kind of looking at him like, "You kids." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Christian's just like, "Oh, these guys." You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Michael, what happen? What happens now? I mean, just in your brain. I, I mean, I'm curious. Chase, the same thing. You get the first one. I mean, what what does it change for you on your outlook? Is it? Do you believe more, or did you always believe this amount? So it just feels like a relief. Like, I mean, what 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 happens in your mind now moving forward? Uh, so that's a good question. I think that like, um, not a ton changes. Uh, I think, you know, 
it's like in some ways it just opens up like winning is an option. You know, it's like before in some ways winning was a hope and, and I believed and like this year more than ever, I believed, which is, you know, uh, to a lot of degree why it happened. And, you know, even I, I believe that I was like, Oh yeah, I can handle this pressure. Like we're going to be fine. Um, and, and, but it's not like, Oh, I can handle this pressure. Like, no, no matter what he throws at me, it's, it's like, no, I'm going to execute what I'm going to do. And, you know, if he's better then he'll be better, but, uh, I'm going to execute everything I know how. And I think that will you know lead to wins. But, and so the, the focus remains on execution. Um, not on the result. Uh, I am going to celebrate and enjoy this one and, uh, you know, kind of keep it rolling, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't change everything. I've, I've definitely believed for a while that I can do this. And, um, you know, now, now I think it just opens up even more so that belief and confidence that, you know, kind of regardless where, where I start or, um, that, that I can go win. And, uh, yeah, it's just like in in my head, it's like, oh yeah, winning's an option. I can win tonight. Like, if, like you know, what I mean, it's just a little yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a great series. It's gonna be really tight. I mean, yeah, the depth isn't there, but uh, the elite guys, Christian, Michael, Hunter, I think Joe, when he figures it out, are are hot. The top end is very high. And then Vince is in there, so it's just and Vince great. is just in there. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I love, it. I love it. Also, I totally like. Vince, if you're listening, my apologies. Like that was, a, I I totally accidentally t-boned him. Wait, and you did what? In the heat race, I don't know if you saw it. It showed it on TV, but in the heat race, like the turn after the first turn, I like went in for a pass and then like clipped the off. Oh the yeah, table. yeah, no, that was fine. Yeah, I didn't think I. Uh, yeah, he was, he would yeah. respect yeah, that you were one. Fine. That's but, fine. I mean, it was like it was literally we made a t on the track. I was like, Frank. <laughs> you're like, oh my bad. Um, hey, Mike, I want to ask you a couple of off-the-track questions here. Uh, I heard from some people, and I don't even know how much of this is true, how much of this isn't true, and you can you can state for the record which way it is. Were you, like, befriending some homeless dudes out in Florida or something? Oh, did, my did, did God. I, did I hear this correctly? You were, like, uh, 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 giving these guys uh, help along the way? Um, Where do, I, and, again, you can pass on this question if you would like. No, uh... I mean, it's like you don't want to talk about, like, it's not like, you know, there's a biblical principle that says, uh, Jesus says, don't let your left hand know, or don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. And essentially, he was talking to the prideful religious leaders at the time Mm -hmm. and telling them, hey, guys, it's not all about telling people how great you are. Don't, you know, if you do a good thing, you know, you don't need to just everyone. Um, And that being said, that's not my heart in this, but I will share. So... Uh, so yeah, there's been a couple instances. Uh, there's this one guy, Jeff, uh, and he needed a place to stay. And, um, he was a 40 year old psychologist from, uh, Canada and he stayed at my house for a little bit. Um, that was actually a crazy season. I had him staying there 40 year old, like could be my dad. (laughs) And then me, I was a 19 year old, you know, pro supercross athlete. Yeah. And then I had a 17-year-old kid. I didn't know he was 17 when he moved in. Uh, I thought he was older, but he was 17. Uh, I call him high character, high character Kel. <laughs> and then uh, we had a 26-year-old um, black dude from Massachusetts. He was like a pastor there, and he was like 
kind of just staying there for you know a little bit. I, he was I, there for like yeah, yeah. I need to stop you real quick. <laughs> Are you telling me you're moving homeless people into your house? No, it's not like that. Okay, that okay. One, that one. That's that what one, I heard. Did you, did you hear that too, Steve? That's what I picked up. Am I? Was that's kind of what I picked up too. Okay. If you want, if you want, there is one time where it was a little bit closer to that. Actually, <laughs> I did do that. So, all right. Okay. So, I was at uh, I was at like a young adults group, like ministry deal at uh, the church I was staying at, and um, this guy shows up, and his name is Gennaro, and. Uh, so Gennaro is, uh, yeah, this black dude, and oh, I'm gonna actually I'm just gonna tell it how it happened. So, okay. so he's there, and uh, you know we're having fun, we're just talking, and uh, we talked about you know basketball and like you know playing 2K or something, and like I'm just like ultra extroverted. I'm trying to make him feel welcome, all the stuff I hadn't seen him around and uh, before. Anyway, so. Then he says that he doesn't really have a place to stay. And um, and my apartment is literally walking distance from this church. I just, like, go through a hole in the fence, and that's where I've been staying. I got, you know, I, I, I have hardly anything in there. But, mm-hmm. you know, that was, that was where I was at. Uh, it made beginning of my time at Baker's. And so, uh, anyways, and I, I, I said, and, and I, I understood this guy to be a Christian, and one of the things that I, I take my faith seriously um, and I want to be like Jesus, and um, Jesus is one to bring people in and call them family, um, even those who, you know, he may not know. And uh, and so, like, here I am, this guy's, you know, a, a Christian, um, as he as he says, and, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes I, like, I want to test my faith, like, am I really legit? Like, do I, do I actually believe this, the Bible, and, like, how Jesus lived, do I actually follow him? Or like, is this just lip service and it's kind of like a thing I tack on? And so sometimes I'll kind of like go out of my way to like, I don't know, check myself. And, yeah. uh, anyway, so, and I was like, I was like, Hey, well, you say you don't have a place to stay. You can stay with me tonight if you want. And, uh, anyways, so then the night continues on and I find out he's, um, just got out of jail that day. Oh. Um, and I, I, but I'm like, dude, I, I told you you can stay. You, yeah. I, you can still stay. Like, yep. and uh, then come to find out he's been in and out of jail 14 times. Oh, uh, Michael. Just keep going, but I want to talk to you when this is all done. <laughs> and, but for me, I'm like, dude, like, I, I don't care. Like, you're a brother. You need help. Like, I'll help you out. Like, I'll give you a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyways, oh, my gosh, this is like a super long story if we go into it, but I'll try not to. Well, we uh, know we didn't kill you. Yeah, we know we're good there. Yeah. 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 So anyways, so so then he's like, oh, like, I would, but, like, I can't, you know, like, he's like, oh, really? He's, like, blown away that I would invite yeah. him in, like, right. He's like, oh, my, no way. Like, really? You'd invite me in? Like, oh, man, that's so nice. Da, da, da. And then, but after, you know, the young adults group ends, I'm like, all right, like, you know, you're welcome to come with me. Like, you know, I'm just this way. And he's like, oh, but like, I was going to go to the movies with like, you know, this girl and this other girl. And I was like, I can't go to the movies, man. I got to like get up and train tomorrow. Like, I I can't, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, like, either I said, either you come with me now or like, 
it, like the offer's off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, so he didn't come with me. So that was like, you know, I was like, all right, this is kind of insane. Like this dude just got offered a place to stay. Yeah. And he's going to go he's to be homeless. He, like, anyway, so it was like, yeah. This two was, chicks you know, though, dude, crazy. two chicks in yeah. the movie. So, or going back to Michael's apartment with him. I mean, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, he, he, yeah, anyway, he's already fresh out of jail. Anyway, so so then, so then, but he got my number, and I don't know what phone he has, but the next day he he called me, um, or, you know, the next day or, like, two days later, he called me, and I answered, and anyways, he, like, kind of was like, yeah, I, I didn't fully understand everything he said, but anyway, he told me to come pick him up, so anyways. I went and picked him up. I don't know why. I just, I had nothing going on. So I went and picked him up and I pick him up and he's like, he's, he's under the influence. No boy. Uh, oh boy. And, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but it's like, what do I just drop him off somewhere? It's like, yeah. Anyway. So <laughs> this, yeah, this, you guys are thinking I'm crazy. So, uh, anyways, then we like drove around for a little bit and <laughs> then after a little bit, it was like, all right, well, I'll just, you know, bring him home. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I was going to like, I didn't know what I was going to do really. So anyways, I bring him home and dude, I think I should like, he went to the guest room or I led him to the guest room or whatever. And I think he just like lay down went on his phone or whatever, but then he just passed out, went, fell asleep. Oh yeah. So now what do you do? Uh, well, now I went, I went to the store and got some groceries <laughs> and, uh, and then I came back and I started cooking dinner. Uh-huh. And he woke up and we had dinner together. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. This and then uh, so at dinner, I set the ground rules. I said, "All right, uh, no drinking, no drugs. You got to do Bible study um, with me every morning. Um, you have to be you leave the house when I do in the morning. You can't have friends over unless I know. You have to be back and in in the door by." Uh, nine. Okay, uh, curfew. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, the the, well, rent, dude, the rent's free, but there's some yeah, rules. There's some rules. I like it. I like it. Keep well, going. Dude, this is getting better. Yeah, so, unless unless he's with me, you know, if he's out with me and we're doing something that's past nine thirty, of course he can come, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, you got to teach him like responsibility. He's never had any sort of structure. Mm-hmm. And, and how old is he at this time? Uh, Probably like I don't know, twenty three or something. And you're what? 19. And you're nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And dude, when he's sober, like when he was sober, he was like so cool, so thankful, so helpful. You know, did all my dishes for me. Like, yep. So thankful. You know, we're praying together at the table, all this stuff, right? So then, the next morning, I wake up six. You know, he gets up. We do Bible study together. He's so encouraged. We make breakfast together. I'm stoked. I'm like sick, man. This guy, like, I've given him an opportunity to yep. get his feet under him. So then the next day, I I dropped him off at you know, you know this park or something because that's where we want to be dropped off. And I went on to the track. And uh, anyways, that day he broke literally every rule we had. <laughs> oh no! Oh damn! Yeah. I thought the story and, was going to uh, end well. No, no, he broke every rule. And uh, so essentially when he's in prison or not prison, but when he's in jail, he like, he's like the guy leading Bible studies and like, you know, knows the word, can quote scriptures. Uh But then as soon as he gets out and gets some freedom, 
He's got no experience with like having to control his own life. Yeah. And uh, anyways, dude, like the story continued. Yeah. Like, uh, he, I think a couple of days later he was back in jail. Uh, I visited him in jail like a month and a half later, and then he got out of jail. And then he was at his mom's house, and then we reconnected, and it was it's it's a whole saga. So, oh boy! Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know where he's at now. Probably in jail. And that may be the best place for him. Right, right. Yeah, he needs a structure. Wow. Wow. Jeez. So that's a story. And uh, I like it. The other guy, Jeff, he, uh, that's another story for another time. But he, in a roundabout way, stole my car. (laughs) 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 Jesus, Michael. Michael. It was all fine. Uh, (laughs) What about high character Kyle? What happened to him? (laughs) High character Kyle? Um, high character Kel. He oh, Kel. Sorry. Uh, and he was awesome. Uh, he then moved back to uh, his home uh, in I don't, Louisville. I don't know where he was. Anyways, uh, Illinois or something. Anyways, mm-hmm. he moved back home, and then uh, he actually moved back to California, where he initially grew up. And he has since uh, found a girl. Got married and he's doing awesome. So okay, okay. I get um, and then uh, Kevin, he was the my 26 year old pastor friend. Uh, we call him Fire from Heaven, Kevin, because he like grew up in like a more Pentecostal tradition. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, uh, he's also doing well. He's uh, finishing up college and he's just like awesome. So wow, there we go. That is wild. Yeah, That's great dude. Stuff. And like this is. Yeah, I have so many ridiculous stories. Uh, Stole your car, though. Um, Michael (laughs) Mosman on the show brought to you by the folks at CTI. Uh, Please check them out, store.oster.com. CTI knee braces, uh, some of the best stuff out there for sure. Uh, Before we let you go, Michael, um, your brother Josh, I know him uh, uh, better than I know you. Uh, He works in the media Mm -hmm. now. Uh, He was a great racer. Um, I, I know we had some shoulder stuff going on, but... I feel like he hung it up too early, Michael. Where were you? Where are you at with Josh? Do you, do you get on him to to start riding again and, and get out of the media? Like, I, why did he hang it up so early? I feel I feel like you're saying uh, this is like a hot take, but oh, okay. I like I've just got I've just got uh, so actually when when he presented to me that uh, that he may be hanging it up. Yeah, uh, I told him I said I think I think you'll be happier not racing than you are racing oh okay uh, okay and there, there's there's a number of reasons for that um so one like for him or i uh because because we love god and that's like a huge part of our lives um racing isn't the primary source of joy um and fulfillment in our lives and so that's one dynamic and then the second thing is the 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 uh the pressure that is on a privateer when, you know, my dad had a, a good part in helping him, mm-hmm. you know, race. And it was, you know, he wasn't making money. Like he would make a little bit of money. Right. Um, but as a whole, the program wasn't making money. And so the pressure when you go out and, you know, you're trying to score points and it's like, it's, it's not glorious back there, you know, when, mm-hmm. uh, and when you might be getting a lap down, you know, or, you know, it's like, it's, and then it's brutal, like, especially outdoors, like just 30 minute motos. 
And then, he, and then he was doing like a lot of the driving, like round to round and the logistics and dude, it's just, it's just gnarly and stressful. It is. And, yeah. and to carry that weight, um, and to carry the, you know, like my dad, he loves racing and, you know, he wanted my brother to keep going. Um, but and then, and then Josh really wanted to get married and, uh, you know, to afford to get married, uh, you know, you have to, you have to be able to afford to live. And, uh, with his current, you know, with racing, he couldn't do that. Yeah. And I said, that, look, man, I think, I think that doing something else and racing on the side. And also I think my brother, he, he enjoys training and he enjoys that. But as you guys know, in the media, he's like really loves the social aspect of it and talking to people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, connecting with others. And I think that that's always been, um, kind of a, a priority uh, in my perspective and something I heard a long time ago is that, um, usually a young kid, um, there's only, there's, there's three types of kids. And when they're losing the love for the sport, you have to kind of identify why they loved it initially and help them to refine that. Mm-hmm. And there's kids that are ultra competitive, right? They just love the competition um, you know, you think of uh, Cooper Webb, you know, Kobe Bryant, you know, guys like that. They just are ultra competitive and they just can't help but compete. Um, and then there's people that they love, uh, they love the craft. They love working on their technique. They love working on their skill. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, technicians. They, they just really love, you know, days at the practice track and long hours and, you know, kind of meticulously identifying stuff. And which I think that one, that one's me. Um, and then there is the people that love the social aspect of it and they love hanging out with their buddies and they love, uh, chatting it up and, you know, the stuff that comes with it. And, uh, I I think that, you know, my brother has pieces of each one, but I think that, um, at least at the time he he fell into that one. I thought the most. Right. Um, yeah, he does does a great job in the media for sure. You know, he's really good at it. So. I just, yeah. Anyways, I just, I'm just like, man, he's still fast. Like, he's still he was, race. Yeah, it was pretty early. It was good. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. gave it like a year and a half, two years, and then was like, okay, I'm out. You know, so that's all. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, it was a tough time for him. But, hey, yeah. Michael, did you did you start at Sack Raceway? I started at Sack Raceway. That's what I thought. Just started collecting participation trophies. Dude, nobody's. Nor NorCal track, Steve. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I mean, I, you know how do you explain that, Michael? I'll get. I'll let you try to explain Sack Raceway. It, it might have been Jared Stanky or Stank raced there a lot. Oh my gosh, there was someone, and they were on a super mini. It was Stank, and they raced the the um, like the A class or something, or like the dash the cash and all this stuff. And there was a jump. It was like a double double for you know average people, and he like tripled it or quadded it or something. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a whoop section, and then a tabletop, and then a big dip, and yep. then it flattened out. Onto the like start. Jumped. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and uh, and I remember like we were just like absolutely mind blown, and like still to this day, you know, I just think about it as like, you know, it was the sickest ever. And uh, it's <laughs> funny realizing today that if I like looked at that stuff that he was doing, I would have been like, oh, my gosh. It's know? still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. same <laughs> obstacles are the still there. The same obstacles are still there. So it Michael can bring changed. his TLD gas gas and go oh, out yeah. and get his revenge on Sack Raceway. Yep. Yeah. It is something else, <laughs> man. Sick. Um, well, anything else for Michael? 
No, I, I, I mean, some things that I'd like to talk to him about one on one when okay, I see him. Okay, all right, him. okay, just, so I, just some advice from yeah. someone a little older that's seen some things. That's <laughs> right, all. Right, right. The thing is, we can get into that. Like, in my house and in my apartment, I have like, if you like, my car is probably the best thing to steal, the most valuable. But you know, even that's just a Honda Civic. Like, everything's replaceable. There we go. Great. I mean, your Great life. Yeah. I don't know. That one I'd be a little concerned about. Just yeah. I'm into it, but I st- I, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Michael, for calling in. Appreciate it. Congrats on the win, man. I, I got a feeling you got a few more in you for oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so Appreciate thanks very that. much for the time. Yeah, thank you, bud. Yeah, I hope I can uh, continue to make the season interesting. So. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, man. All right. See you Saturday. That's, uh, that's Michael Mosman, everybody, from the TLD Gas Gas team, brought to you by CTI Knee Braces. Uh, we have some phone calls here uh, to get through. Uh Mike, go ahead. You got a Daniel Blair story? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a great story for you. Uh, it's Florida races. I'm usually a track worker of some sort. Um, Dig Dug at Daytona, mm. Flagger, Orlando, or Tampa. In uh, Orlando, came up with what I thought, pure comedy gold. Okay. I tweeted you, Steve, and I said, someone tell Daniel Blair, the toilet in the men's room, section 126, is backed up. <laughs> yep. If he could grab a plunger, that would be great. Yeah. Okay. By the end of the race, not a single response. So I'm like, maybe I'm just not as funny as I thought I was. <laughs> but I'm persistent. And uh, when it comes to a joke, so I'm walking through the tunnel, I see DB, I roll up to him, basically tell the same joke. And he's like, son of a bitch. Mathis just sent me a screenshot of a tweet about the same thing. So. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, well, it's our famous joke. Well, Daniel does everything for Supercross. Yeah. So we're laughing about it. That we're talking for a little bit, and just another job. Woman walks over. She's she's a monster. She could be like Shaq's sister, okay? And she's just like, uh, ask Daniel. Goes right straight up to Daniel. Where do I turn in my event staff T-shirt? So in addition to all his other jobs, he's, he's in charge of laundry. So you saw it. You saw it in person. You literally yeah. saw it in person. I saw it in person. I oh, collect the so, uniforms before the wash. That, yeah, good job, Daniel. <laughs> Work hard. But you know, great guy to talk to, and uh, I pretty much had to break the conversation up because he wasn't the type of person to say, "Hey, I got to go," and he's right. a busy man. Yeah. But classy. It was cool. It's classy. It was fun. Um. You want to stay at my house? About it. You wanna, yeah, you want to come stay at my house? <laughs> well, I do pay for your Patreon, so. Oh, there, oh, there it is. All right, I'm into it. You're helping. Uh, thanks. thanks, Mike. Cool story. Thank my, you, man. My little, my little suggestion. Uh huh. Great, great story for racetracks or something. Got to jump out there and be a flagger. Oh boy. Dig dugs. You're a dig dug. You guys are nuts. Malcolm almost killed one in that. Yeah. I I was actually I was the dig dug when. Uh, it was 19 when they sharpened the whoops at uh, oh. Daytona. Oh, and I saw, oh, no. I saw fear in dude's eyes. Oh. So. Great work, that track operator. Great work. <laughs> that was oh a booby, was was booby trap waiting. Oh, jeez. Um. Yeah. I, I, I was calling on the radio as soon as I saw them. like, do they know about what they just did to these whoops? And, you know, it was. Unbelievable. Pure terror. I see looking down the goggles, and they're just scared. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but thanks, Mike. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right, later, man. Thank you, Thank man. You. Appreciate it. Uh, Phil, you got a question for Daniel Blair? Phil? Um, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yo. Oh, hey. 
Um, oh, God. I almost forgot my question. Oh, boy. Listen to Moseman's story. What a good guy. He's a little too nice. He's a nice guy. He's yeah, really nice. <laughs> a little too nice. But, uh, anyways, my, my question was, I was watching uh, Blair's breakdown, and uh, he went over to the nuclear Yamaha or the nuclear blast Yamaha tent, yep. their graphics. Yep. And they are sick. And uh, I was just wondering, um, are they one-off graphics, or are they actually putting them out? For like, can a person just go out and buy I them? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't really know. I think you could probably buy them. Those graphic companies will sell you anything. I mean, De- if they're not, them. they should. They, yeah. the, the attention to detail on those was absolutely I saw, I saw insanity. A photo. Yeah, it was I good. couldn't even believe it. Yeah, like not um, one inch of that thing was. Are not... you, uh, Phil? Are you on Twitter? Uh, I am not on Twitter. Oh, okay, I was gonna say hit up the guys on Twitter about it, but um, yeah, um, send me an email. Use the yeah, contact well, form on Pulp, and I'll pass it on. Awesome. Sounds great, okay. man. Thank right. you. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right. Um, Tyler is asking, is, is Mosman the nicest man in moto? Yes. Yes, he is. I uh, would say after that story, right. if, if I, I already thought it. but right. All right. Well, let's, uh, before we go to commercial break here, let's take one last call. Uh, it, is, it is Jamie. Uh, is this Jamie? Is this? <laughs> oh, it's Jaime. <laughs> That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. What's up, Jamie? Fuck you guys. Hi, man. Uh, what? What's What's wrong with? He doesn't like it. Does he not like he it? He doesn't like it, it. It's fine. He just. It, it is what it is now, right? It Listen, is. The audio track is named "Dying Dark Side." So if you're Jamie, you're good. It's not even you. Yes, yeah, the other I'm guy. Not even eligible. I'm not. Jamie's not eligible for prizes either. I'm still waiting on those San Diego tickets. Or yeah, Jamie's out and, and Dark Siders out. Both of them. Yeah. So uh, Daniel Blair, one of my good buddies in the industry, you know, he's a top top co-host. That's what everybody's telling him. But Mathis, do you use the Cherby's plastic? Nah, man. Yeah. Scotch boom bottle? Don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. CTI knee braces? No. Nope. Yep. Damn. Can't even There's lie. a big old list. Daniel, Ask me some other ones. Guts Racing? Yes. Worst Connection? Yes. Yeah. Fly, Fly yes. Right. Motorsport.com, yes. There's a lot of – some uh, yeah. 50-50, bro. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, did you, uh, did you did you see the uh, case on Instagram today? I did. I did, man. Did you see uh, this? Uh, that is Daniel. a pretty bitching case. It's got the Pulp logo, the how Moto you, X Pod Show logo. How do you feel about that? Like when you see something like that and you know the Reaper is coming. I mean, dude, I am not stoked at this point on the haircut thing, but I'm in. I said I was in. I've kind of changed my – gone backwards. But the amount of attention to detail Kiefer is putting into this is insane. Yeah, that's for Kiefer's mantle, Daniel. That's the case for the pony. <laughs> Do you know how weird it's going to look for anyone that doesn't know? They're going to come in and be yeah. like, what the fuck is that? So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He's yeah. got a lot of passion for this. But I still haven't seen a bike, so, I mean – Oh, don't you know, worry. Don't worry about it. Maybe, maybe, don't worry about maybe it. we are thinking that you're not coming through. You're not going to show up in mini. Yeah, my my stepdaughter told me not to do it unless I get the bike. She's like 13, and she's like, "What if they're just messing with you?" Oh, that would be that would be really good. That would yeah, be so fun. Out of the blue, she was at school the other day. She's like, "I don't think you should do it. What if they're just messing with you?" That would be awesome. Oh, sorry, bud. Yeah, the deal fell through. Yeah, I was like, uh, I already oh. made the deal. I'm in. But anyway. Right. 
Uh, well, hey, yeah. In the last presser, he had it out, dude. Out of the pony. That thing, it was just full oh, mane. Oh, really? Full mane. No, no, yeah. Nothing. No, it wasn't tightened up. Nope, let it rip. Wow. Just airing it out just before the big day. My Niners toboggan on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else, Jamie? What else is going on? Uh, well, the, you... the wrap-up this week, man. We we have the Air Wheelie World Champion in checkers. Mm-hmm. Great. great. And the Olympic yep. gold medalist, Connor Fields. Wow, oh, what, a, what a combo. That's, that's pretty amazing. Good, that's a pretty good matchup right there. I mean, we have we had a lot. We, this is a star-studded show. This is, is a good one to do with with Bozeman's homeless Dude. story, Bogle Bogle <laughs> coming on and being real about everything. Straight up, yes. Uh, Sexton Webb being cool. Um, all of it, yeah. So quite possibly the best Bogle interview I've ever heard. That was awesome. He is very authentic, man. Yeah, and Bozeman's yeah, he's always good. That's the that thing. If you really. if you hear Bogle in an interview like that, and then you go talk to him, it's the exact same person. Yeah. Yep. He is straight up like yep. that. Yeah, I, I appreciate him giving us a chance to, you know, oh, yeah. have first interview with him or whatever yep. you want to call it, you know, after yep. after getting disqualified. So, um, well, he got lots to talk about then, Jamie. Yeah, it's going to be a good wrap-up show, and we still got, what, about 40 minutes to go? Still got Race Tech Rants and Future, I can't believe we're doing future headlines without JT, though. Are you coming back, maybe? Or is he not? I, I, I doubt it. Oh, we can call him. He's we partying in Temecula. Yeah he's, yeah, he's with Vince right now. Um, all right, buddy. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Good luck with the with the Pony Pod and, and everything else, Jamie. So Yeah, you got a bet right there. That's what I need to bring up. You keep calling the Pony Pod, and I get weekly messages. He, <laughs> I can't find the Pony Pod. Why would it, why would anybody think pod. you'd name it the Pony Pod? I don't know because that, that come actually on, you, wouldn't you have can, been bad. You can answer that question yourself. That wouldn't have been bad. I mean, people think Daniel can turn on the audio. Of the, yeah, the people that think that I have yeah. the power to turn on the audio to the international feed, dude. Yeah, and I've got people that I go, we well, should change it. I'm like, okay, well that's just, that's not a good name, and the there are two other people involved. Uh, uh, two other guys. I'm not. The show is not just me. There's two other guys involved. Have you had Mosman on the Pony Pod? Oh yeah, many times. Moses, yeah. yeah, one of our guys. So he yeah. tells you those stories, those type of stories. Uh, no, I would say no. That was the first. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. that he was got the exclusive on those stories. That was pretty wild. Yeah, I heard it last year, or last summer. Somebody told me about the homeless yeah. people, and I'm like, oh, hold on, what? So yeah, I mean, I knew he did a lot of stuff with his church and was heavily involved with that kind of stuff. But right. yeah, never, not right. to that detail. That's. Hey man, he's he's living uh, that Christian lifestyle. Good for him. Yep. Did you see a race pass? When Marks put it up on your screen, I yeah. did. And I definitely, I immediately texted him, <laughs> just laughing emojis. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Like, what, what is wrong with him? He thought it was white flag. <laughs> he he thought it was the last lap. He said, "He said LCQ, we got to eat." Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess that's the ultimate. Yeah. He ain't got no mains yeah. yet, huh? No, no mains for Cade him. Cade either. Uh, Cade and I won. Oh, one. Yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yep. So, uh, all right, Jamie. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it, uh, Jamie from the Pony Pod, everybody. And um, yep. Please check it out. Go Rams. And and, and, and uh, thanks Moto to Moto X Pod Show. Go, thank you, fuck you, Daniel. Rams, baby. baby. Thank you, Guts Stafford, Racing. Stafford to the bowl. Michelin bicycle tires, seal savers, motorsport.com. All on board with, this, yep. with the wrap-up show. Great, greatly appreciate. I just want to hit a motocross. Did the Aussies go home? Do we know? Did they make? <laughs> yeah, it? Did, yeah, they, they made, allowed they home? home Friday night, Saturday. They made they're it there. home. Okay, so they 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 got into Nick, the country. Nick's planning on coming back for Salt Lake City in Denver, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Sick. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. He's he's all in. All right, Jamie. Thank you, buddy. All right. See you all guys. Right, see you later, honey. All right, buddy. Go to commercial break here. Come back with the race tech rant. 
Daniels and I, I think, are kind of similar. Yeah. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon segment, and we will do the future headlines. Everybody loves them. I guess Daniel's just taking his headset off, and that's it. So cookies. What? I smell the cookies. Yeah, okay. All right, Daniel's got to go. There's cookies. Uh, we'll be right, uh, right back after this, everybody. Big yeah. boobs. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be 
associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see worst connection, proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the worst connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention PulpMX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified service with the folks at Racetech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, 
Go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by motorsport.com. Decal Works and Fly Racing. Uh, man. What a lineup we've had here tonight with Daniel Blair, uh, Chase Sexton, Justin Bogle, Cooper Webb, Michael Moseman, Jeremy Albrecht. Yeah. Jason Thomas. Jason Thomas. Oh. Is he coming back? I don't know. I think uh, Talon over there is trying to uh, get a hold of him. So, right. Race Tech, Pulp 22 is the code to save. Thank you to Race Tech. Zombie Blows, running Race Tech, doing a good job out there. Solitaire, Team Solitaire Yamaha as well with uh, Surratt and Wageman running Race Tech. They do motors now. They do suspension. They'll dial you in. Use the code PULP22. Tell them you use PULP uh, on the phone. Uh, get your right spring rate. Get your oil changed. Get the bushings done. Get all this stuff done that helps the uh, bike work better. And then you'll ride better, and then you'll feel better, and then you'll you'll land that better job. You'll you'll bang that supermodel. You'll you'll make more money. And it all starts with having your bike working Just better. Just need to get a revalve. That's all. Okay. We can do that, too. Uh, Race Tech rant of the night. Um, my rant, you have one, too. You, you, I've teased mine. You but... tease yours. Mine is basically the same as yours. It's like, look, I have nothing to do with the broadcast. Like, nothing. What were they telling you? And you don't need to DM me and send me messages about how this audio was out of the broadcast. One, I'm at the race. So You're not even watching it. I'm not even watching it. Two, there's nothing I can do about it at all about this, about, about this issue. Uh, I, I completely uh, irrelevant. I don't even know who to talk to. I don't have Bondo's phone number. I don't have any TV person's phone number outside of Daniel Blair and Ricky Carmichael's. So why would you DM me? Like, I'm irrelevant when it comes to the TV broadcast. I understand it pissed you off, and it should. It should be sound. Mistakes happen. I get it. But why? I don't want to hear it, people. I don't, I don't need this in my life. I don't need your complaints about the TV broadcast in my life. I have nothing to do with it, and I can't fix it. And nobody even listens to me anyways. So... When you don't have sound, blame Daniel Blair or yep. so, just don't blame me. That's what my race tech ran the night. Don't blame me for the broadcast. And yours? Same, but a little different. Mine is, uh, and I guess I'm not ranting. I'm not mad at anybody, but I just want everyone to know, like, I am pretty spread thin with my responsibilities, and I pretty much have only control over what I do. I have no control over anything else whatsoever. So I appreciate the recommendations that I get during the week on yeah. the notes to pass on. Uh -huh. But honestly, like, I, I, I don't, A, have that power, and B, it's not my responsibilities. It's not, I mean, I'm really juggling a lot. 
So uh, for everyone who wants to pass on the messages for me to pass on. Yeah. I, I just just yeah. don't. And, and then I and then I feel weird because I want to reply to you and be like, you know, all good or I'll try. Or but I really it's like there's there was a hundred. There's at least a hundred this week and I couldn't even keep up or even respond to like, guys, I don't have anything to do. With, I don't even know what's happening. I have no idea what's Listen, happening. So don't tell me about it, but tell Daniel about it. OK, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm certainly not the guy to tell. Daniel's not the guy to tell for sure. But I'm certainly not the guy Mm-mm. to tell about your broadcast issues. And for everybody that says... Well, they probably wrote me, didn't get a response, so they wrote you thinking that maybe you would tell me. For everybody that says that, Daniel, or, uh, that, that Lee sucks and Ricky sucks and the broadcast sucks... I don't like that either. We'll get that many people will be like, I love Lee, I love Ricky, the broadcast rules. I hate that. You will never, ever make everybody happy. So whatever you don't like about the broadcast, chances are there is somebody that does like that. Uh, so just how about you just don't share the opinion, especially not with a guy like me who has nothing to do with the broadcast, like nothing, literally nothing. Don't have anybody's phone number. They don't consult me and they don't care what I think. Yep. And that's it. And I'll add on since you brought it up too. I really don't like when the broadcast gets hit by people, especially when they tag me in it too. Like uh, the other day, someone was ripping Todd Harris and then tagged me and like, he was like at Daniel Blair, right? Question mark. Like, like, wait, what? First off, like, and then Todd's like, has Daniel been talking about it? And and I actually, I don't ever jump in, but I jumped in on that one because it was like, it was too much. and It was so wrong that I was like, dude, and I I don't like it because yeah, it makes us wonder like, wait, is this like one of his friends or something? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I I don't think everyone realizes like we all have a lot of respect, like our group. We all respect each other, and we all don't like when that happens to each other. Yeah. It's like a—I mean, it's we're like a little club, and yeah. we work together, and if Ricky or me or anyone's getting hit on hard, like, we don't like yeah. it for each other. Yep. So, I, I don't know. I mean, it's the internet. It'll never change. It is what it is, but I just want you all to know, like, that bums me out, and then I can't do anything about things that you have a problem with. Like, Absolutely. nothing. Right. Like, even the track—I get things like, hey, the track, like— Tell him to do this to the track. And it's like, dude, this is Steve's fault for really making people think I have all these responsibilities. I literally have like yeah. two or three. Yeah. And that's all I do is those three. So um, not a rant, just a yeah. clarification well, for the future. Mine's a rant. Okay. Racetech rant. Racetech.com. Great guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Checkers from Racetech going on the wrap-up show this week with Jamie. So that's interesting. Uh, Jake's on three. Jake, what's up, man? This is Chicken's Kid on the line. Jake. What, what is up, you guys? The chicken? What? The chicken. Oh, my God. What's up, Jake? What's up, Daniel? What's up? How's how's the gig working out of Cali, bro? Oh, dude, thanks for asking. Honestly, it's been totally badass. I'm, like, way cooler than I was expecting, but I hated where I was at before, so it's a very easy switch for me. Do you do stuff with Kranz? Do you work with Kranz at all? No, no, I'm in the uh, R&D department. It's it's actually surprisingly separated, so it's funny, even when they won... Last week, it was like nothing happened in R&D. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> kind of weird. Just back to work, um, right. I was excited. That was cool. He's been riding fucking awesome. He's so. been riding great. He's been That's crushing it. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, I wanted to just talk because I, I never go to races with my dad, right? Right. So I, I went to San Diego with him and my sister, and uh, he got us up into that little, like, Pelican Club. Mm-hmm little deal in the little glass okay. area which because of course cool he does because like he's I, chicken yeah right yeah and he snuck me my sister and a few other people in so i don't know how much it cost to get in there but uh that was cool so mm-hmm. uh not having seats is funny but like he made it fun dude rhino was in there 
what's his buddy's name? Denny was in there. It was it was it was a good time. So it was like nineties motocross, nineties motocross. What heaven. a group! Oh yeah, it, it, it was going off, dude. The the room was cool, and it had all the what the freestyle guys were there. Axel, all those dudes were there, so it was fun. It was, was Bud, cool. They was were Bud Man there? Surprisingly, a lot cooler than I thought. These guys were was a Bud, lot nicer. Was Bud Man there? Um, I honestly don't remember hmm. if I ran into him or not, or if I talked to him. But. Okay. To be honest, I don't drink that often, and I was drinking with my dad. Uh-huh. And by the main event, dude, wow! <laughs> dude, you can't try I, to hang with pops. You can't hang with pops. Yeah, I'm never. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. I've never drank with him before, so Dude, we, we don't really. A lot. <laughs> we don't really hang out like that. So it was really funny, and then uh, so the race went. That was cool. Anderson got. I think kind of robbed. I don't know if you guys think if he was going to catch Chase or not. No, but. I don't think so. I was looking at lap times today. I, he was he wasn't going to catch him. I don't think, but he would have definitely got second. Would have been badass. Yep, I say so. Yep. Um, what did you guys see Chase the last bobble on the last lap? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. out of the oh my god, I almost crashed. Yeah, I about I about yelped, but. Um, so no, okay. The Hard Rock though, after the race. Oh boy, that's where that, that's where it kind of got funny because I, I, like I said, I I don't drink often. I I started getting pretty sauced up, so it was kind of picture picturist uh, or blotchy pictures for me. But so after the Hard Rock, apparently my dad was leaving with my sister, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey Jules, let's go." So he grabbed her uh, kind of by the because you know the Hard Rock, it, dude, it was it's packed. So. Yeah. He's like, hey, come on, let's roll. Grabbed her by the arm, and I guess some dude who was going, like, wild without a shirt on or something like that, like, gra- like thought something maybe was going on. He didn't know maybe that it was his dad or something, and grabbed her arm and, like, yanked her back, and the first thing my dad did was punch him. <laughs> and then oh, he said his Doc Martens grip were so bad that he instantly slipped and ate shit on the ground. And then some guys jumped on him, I guess, and he said one dude maybe kicked him because he said his ribs hurt real bad. Oh, chicken. But, uh, but, okay, so the fucked up thing is I wasn't even in the place at this time. I was walking around looking for them because I thought they left already. Oh, shit. So it was a mess. And then God, the so after that ordeal, yeah. he had to drive around and look for me because I was, I was kind of drunk walking around, and I didn't know what the <laughs> hell was going on. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, he it was bad, dude. But bad. it was really fun. It was crazy. That's what happens when you go out with dad, dude. Yeah. Shit goes sideways. Unreal. What a generation. Crazy, you know? Yeah. Those guys. That too, yep. So. Yep. No, that, that's that's Not great. Again, chicken, a legend. On and off the track. Good yeah. time. Check it was funny watching boat, him talk dude. to Rhino. What's that? <laughs> Watch, listen to him conversate with Rhino. Uh, that was interesting. Oh, I can imagine. They speak a whole language. Probably a whole like like those. Um... No, yeah, it was it was funny. It was. I mean, it was interesting because I never really got to hang out in those times. You know what I mean? Right. I was I was little, so it's funny to hear it now. That was kind of the first yeah first little bit for me. But it was it was a good time. Good. That's fun. That's good. That's so a good you, story. You know oh, the... dude, you know you know who I ran into hmm. was uh, Michael Antonovich in the pits. Oh yeah, dude, he's super cool. I've never oh, met Anton's him before. Cool. He's like the nicest guy I've ever. Yeah, met. he's Anton, dude. Yeah, he's great. Awesome yeah, guy. That was awesome. I had to mention because I ran into him before the races started. Right. He's, he's super cool. Did uh, did you tell him you were Chicken's kid? 
Yeah, I did. Okay, I, 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 well, I had to because no one knows me, dude. So I'm like, if if I run into anyone, you know, important, I gotta I gotta let them know why I'm stopping them, you know, yeah. for any sort of reason. So well, I think that was, gi- that was, gives you street cool cred, though. Stuff. That gives you street oh, yeah. cred when you say I'm Chicken's kid. So like, I don't even I don't so know I, you, and I like so you I a lot. Already, I know it's a bit of a flex. I try not to like say it. It's a bit of a flex for sure. I'm Chicken's kid, but. Everyone likes chicken, and there's tons of stories about chicken, and so everyone was probably interested in getting to talk to you. So, oh yeah, I wish, uh, yeah, I wish he could like talk more, and he was easier to wrangle and like get into the show more often. But oh, I think great. he did the, um, I think he did the whiskey show this morning, though. Oh, so like actually not... did it? Like he showed up and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah he oh, wow. and okay. Denny, I think. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. So maybe I, that's coming out. But... I had I had Denny and 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 your dad here. And it was a hell of a time to wrangle that up. So, last time I do this goddamn show. Yep, yep, exactly. (laughs) All right, thanks for the call, man. Well, cool, guys. Later, man. I'll talk to you guys later. See you, man. Chicken's kid, everybody. Yeah, I. So, 1990, Anaheim Stadium. I raced the exhibition on the 50. Okay. And that was the night Bradshaw and Chicken debuted. And I remember being a kid and watching all that. And that was probably my moment of. I'm never leaving the sport ever. It was so <laughs> just because the crowd was yeah, nutty, going nuts. Right? And I remember, and I've still, I've probably watched that race on VCR because yeah. I, ha- I did. I have VCRs yeah. of that stuff. I five hundred. I mean, when yeah. I was a little kid, that's all I watched. Yeah. Anaheim won nineteen ninety. The whole ninety series is great. There's a Insane. video on YouTube called Throttle for the Gold. Uh, the whole ninety season. The whole ninety season. They recap uh, everything. They don't go. It's not every race, but it's the every. It's the whole season. In the race, it's phenomenal because you have the young kids of Kudrowski, Chicken, Bradshaw, Stanton, Ward, Cooper, the old guys, and, and they come together. RJ's still around. It's a great Bale. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah Bale. Remember Atlanta? Wardy's win in Atlanta. Yeah, that's, that's, in, the, that's the race. Yeah. That's probably one of the more insane races maybe of yeah. all time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's time, Daniel. It is time for future headlines. Let's. Uh, J- no JT, huh? No. Wow. It's better without him, anyways. Yeah, he just complains about it. All right, buddy. Future headlines. Future headlines. Take me to your future headlines. Future headlines, Daniel. So these are future headlines in cycle news. You have to pick one or the other. There is no uh, waffling on these. We are going to pin you down one or the other. Future headlines. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Craig KOs 250s. Or Mosman makes Mosman mans up and takes title. Craig, Craig KOs. Wait, KO, KOs two fifty wins two fifty. KOs the yeah. guy, the rest of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I it would be silly to, okay, go against that at all. So all right. yeah. next one, easy one. The competition is caught in Coop's web yet again. <laughs> or. The new kids on the block hang tough for title. New kids on the block. There's yeah. only one. I got to go Coop still. That's just silly to bet against, right? I mean, where are you I at right know. now? I'm not playing future headlines. Oh, this is just me? Uh, yeah, just you. I mean, that one's close, so I'll be honest. I I mean, I called Sexton for the title last year as a rookie. Don't right. forget. So uh, right. I cooled off of that one a little bit. But I, I'd go 55-45. Eileen Coop will get it. He'll keep it. Purple elephants thank you all right next up hmm. aaron aims for bullseye on way to win or plus is a mess in debut ktm season 
What was the first one? <laughs> yeah. Aaron aims for the bullseye on his way to win. Like he gets a win? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, it's so over the top. I'm not sure what they're trying to say. I want to make sure I get this right. I don't want to waffle. Pless is a mess in debut no. KTM season. He'll be good. He's fine. So is he's he going to win? He'll win one. Okay. Kiefer said five. Five riders? Wins. AP's going to win five races? Yes. This year? Yes. Whoa. No. He, he's not okay back there. He's not okay up there. No. Uh, I say he gets one. I would lean that way before like the season turns to a mess for sure. All right. Last one. Future headlines. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. King Kenny wins five races or kick rocks on way to two wins. Kenny kicks rocks on the way to two wins. Five. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That one's close, but five. All those were pretty close. Those are those are better. I've heard you say some that I'm like, come on now. I know that's, that's those those are pretty good. Okay. I could I could argue both ways All on right. those. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. All are right. you kidding me? That's future headlines, everybody. Daniel Blair. Who writes those? Me. You write those? Yeah. You went a little gnarly on a couple of them. I'm a I'm a writer. That's what I do. You're a poet. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the 9 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. They're proud to be supporting the Club MX team with Filthy Phil, March Banks, uh, Enzo Lopes, just to name a few. ORW is the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. they got stores Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Phoenix, Atlanta. Uh, Pulp MX code saves you money. Stop in and ch- check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. Their stores are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team, plus they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from an off-road warehouse, Pulp of Mexico to save. Thank you to ORW. You can see their logo on the butt patch of uh, the Club of Mex team. So thank you. How do you think Phil's going to do? Yeah, five to ten. You? Same. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, at first, I wasn't on board. I was like, I, I, I didn't know if he was doing it because he was serious or if mm-hmm. he was just looking for something to do. Yep. But I did see a video of him, and he looks trimmed up, and it looks like he's pretty motivated. So I'll go. I'll, I'll throw him in that 5 to 10 for sure. Uh, Maxima USA, Pulp 20 is the code to save with Maxima, whether it's uh, uh, the grease, whether it's MPPL, whether it's their uh, four-stroke oil, whether it's a two-stroke oil. The 927 stuff can't be beat. Number one performance selling two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Uh, and uh, factory teams like Factory uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit and Monster Energy Cali use a uh, Maximo as well. Their poor stroke oil has proven to improve performance by impl- implementing the entirely new peak system, unique and exclusive to Maxima. Thank you to Maxima. What's your favorite Maxima product? SC1. I mean, you gotta go SC1. SC1. Uh, yeah. Their chain guard's good, though, too. It's been yeah. a rock my, it, my whole life. Yeah, it's been good. The chain guard's great. Uh, it, it stays on, it doesn't fling everywhere. I have a, I have a Eagle Grit customer that I sell to and service that does all their labels for them. Really? I went in there one time to deliver and I was like, in NorCal. What the hell? In NorCal. Yeah. Huh. Place right, in right. Stockton. There that, we go. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Uh, Pro Filter as well. Pro Filter has been active in the industry for the last decade and manufactures top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Pro Filter. Uh, there's a real option for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again. Take your filter, Daniel, throw it away. Put like the a tear off. Put the new oiled one in your bike. It's fantastic. Like a tear off. Uh, Moto Concepts guys use Pro Filter among other teams too. So throw th- sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up an e- pre-oiled, ready to use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. Uh, dirt bike, street bike, side by sides, and everything in between. Pulp Twenty is the code to save with Maxima USA and Pro Filter. 
All right, motorsport.com, tweet at Talon segment. No, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. No. I forget every time until it comes and on. You, and <laughs> it's good. Uh, you love the guys at motorsport? Love those guys. Have you ordered them from them lately? Not in a few months. Okay. My kids, he just I, got released today, yeah. though. He's good oh, to yeah, go. Oh, yeah, he's good to go. You're back. Yeah. He's back. His well, dream is, is racing. He told me a little over a month ago he never wants to ride ever again. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Oakland Supercross and said after watching opening ceremonies, he wants to be a pro Supercross rider now again. There we go. And so we're going to stick to the plan that I had, which was nobody. Just, we're just going to ride. He's going to go in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell the him. The middle between. Don't tell him, but no, we're just going to ride for fun, and he can, yep. he can grow out of whatever phase he's in this right. month. So uh, I ordered something from Motorsport uh, on um, last Thursday and got it today. It's fantastic. They, they it's absolutely great. crush it. It's great. Motorsport.com, uh, anything over 79 bucks gets free shipping. They got OEM parts, and they got aftermarket parts. There's a whole Pulp Nation section. On their, on their website, if you go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com, we get a small slice of whatever you order, and that really helps because I gave Daniel Blair money to come and do the show. Right. I pay expenses for people to come in here. I fly people in here. I give them money. Uh, Marks makes a shit ton. Sure. Uh, Talent makes just less than a shit ton. Uh, so that costs money. If I can get a little bit of money from you people supporting motorsport uh, through the banner, that helps me. Uh-huh. It really does. Amazon one, too? You think you still those, got that? Yes, yeah, still got that. You think those peanut butter cookies are free? They're not. They cost they me cost. money. They cost. Yeah. You know who made those? Debbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Debbie made them. Yeah, Debbie. They're good. Debbie and I... Uh, I don't want to like... Just like you and Stank, I'm not going to get in the middle of her and Pook. Yeah. I'm just going to say both are great. 50/50. Yeah. 50-50. Really? You're just going to move on? Yep. Yeah, yeah. 50-50. <laughs> and this one why. right here that's not fully eaten, it's yeah. because we came back on, and yeah. I didn't want to start chewing in the mic. You know, so, uh, um, no wonder why you, have, you... It's no wonder that you have... You, from the outside, anyways, I've never met your wife, but... Uh, she seems like a wonderful lady, and you guys seem to be happily married. And there's no reason, and there's no wonder why with with attitudes like that. It's fifty fifty. Everything is solid fifty fifty. Right. Non confrontational. Do you ever get into size. arguments with your wife? Honestly, I know this sounds absolutely absurd, but I'd say once every six months we have a little issue. Mm-hmm. We work through it probably within an hour, and then we're fine for yeah. six months. Right. Like it's like nothing ever. Yeah. We we get along. Yeah. Perfect. And I will fucking kill you. That was not I haven't never heard one of them That was before. not to me. That was to Marks, I believe. Yeah. F you, dude. We went, that was to you. We went out with Marks and his wife to dinner last week or two, <sighs> two weeks ago. How could you even concentrate? I was hard, dude. Jeez It was hard. Louise. Yeah. <sighs> She's just unreal. so out of his league. Unreal. So out of his league. That Life is good in the basement. What can I say? Big yeah. boobs. I'm not sure <laughs> what is more confusing, that or Michael Moseman bringing homeless people into his house. I can't figure right, out which right, one of those right. is no, I'm with more you. confusing. I'm with you. I don't get it. Um, the fact um, that I'm on that level, I'm pumped. We, uh, yeah, you're right there, bro. We talked about a flat Courtney. Uh, is that is that something we're going to do? Oh, I no? forgot about that. Yeah, we we should do that. For right in the back? So. Yeah. We, right next to that's Flat Phil. We were, great we idea. We said we would do it for our listeners and, and viewers, and, you know, so. We'll like make it, it happen. I like it. It's not a problem. We'll do it. Flat Courtney, right in the studio. It's good. Um, <laughs> And then there's talent. I got free drinks, though. Free margaritas. How? She said, if you can get them to say purple elephant right now, I'll buy the first round. And you said purple elephant. Oh, so okay. Yeah. Good. That's, mar- that's what that was? Yeah. yeah that's that was so shit. randomly weird. He had my back. This oh. is like the new one that the, the one you went on a date with? No, different one. Oh, di- oh, all right. Pimp. Sorry. So, uh, wow. <clears throat> playing the field now. Yeah. Okay. Kiefer made me feel like I had to, so. I'm have just you, been, to have you been texting with Kiefer? Got options all the time. I texted him that once, and then he was. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, but nothing else. No, nothing else. Because he he likes to inject himself in people's lives. So oh, that's I'm why I was sure asking. Yeah, he he Be likes careful. He likes to you know get updates and what's going on and everything else. So. Okay. Hey man, you beaten off? Yep. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> who did that one? Is that you, Marks? <laughs> that, that was me. That was really good. Yeah, good timing. That was really good, good. job. All yeah, right. Give him a raise. Motorsport. I can't. Thank I you. can't, dude. Dude, the guy's draining me. <laughs> okay. He's bleeding me dry. Listen, for, for drops that are that well-timed, I'm worth every penny. Yeah, good point. Uh, motorsport.com, tweet at Talon. These questions are submitted at Pulp Mech Show. And uh, Talon picks the best ones. And uh, let's do this. All right. First one from Lax Defense Coach. Is there anything more synonymous with Tony Lessie than doing practice starts with his daughters on Stasix? No. <laughs> absolutely not. Is that real? Yeah, there's commercial. There was a commercial for Tony on the broadcast. Oh, that's incredible. And then Joe replied, dude, how awkward was it when they showed Tony's daughters and said they were Mike's kids? They did? Yeah, on the broadcast. They, yeah, they said those were Mike's kids. Oh, boy. The broadcast said that? Yeah. Like took a leap and like, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, could, if I'm JT, I'm hitting that one all caps. <laughs> all caps. <laughs> and then I'm blocking anybody. <laughs> blocking whoever replies. I'm blocking anybody and everybody. <laughs> wow. From Dark Sides Pony, is Austin Forkner on suicide watch after seeing Chase Sexton blossom into the guy he is, was, supposed to be? Uh, no, because, you know, we got to see Forkner this year, right? So maybe Forkner comes out on the east and – Look, do I think he's going to beat Jet? Uh, probably not, but he, can he grab some wins and be right there? Sure. Why not, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a big year for Forkner. This is a big year. He's got to reestablish himself. Yeah. Um, but I don't be, think he's on suicide. He has suicide to be more than okay. No, but I know what he's saying because I, I've actually thought that before because Forkner was the guy in amateurs with those two. It's the same kind of story with the Alessi Villapoto thing, the Web AC thing. There's a little bit of that with Austin and Chase. So I kind of think that sometimes, like, man, I wonder what he's thinking seeing Chase win an outdoor on a 450 or now win a Supercross. Yeah, not suicide watch, but probably a little like, damn it, you know? Right. There's, I mean, there's no way he can't think that a little bit. All right. From Dirty Al Green, is Webb making too big of a deal over his whoop speed and should just focus more on his strengths again? Example, a boxer who goes toe-to-toe with a slugger to prove how tough he is and loses. Just outbox him and win. Well, that's the whole the whole thing with the uh, with the whoops uh, and Webb was um, do, 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 do seventh quickest in the segment with the whoops this weekend. Well, here's another thing too to take into consideration: the whoops have been tough, like tougher than even last year. We are on the West; they're holding up a little bit more. So I, it's hard to say like he's a failure in the whoops because he's actually looked okay. He doesn't look dramatically better, but they're way harder. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of like, I think he might be actually doing okay. We're just not, he's not blowing our doors off, but who really is in the whoops other than Christian? Yep. So I actually think it's been okay. They've been tough and he's been fine. So that's right. my take on the whoops for now. Anyway. For now. But if you want more, sign up for Patreon. If you want more, hit that Patreon link. <laughs> uh, from Smorsky281 <laughs> for DB. If I'm Team Solitaire SX... Do I want both my guys making it to the main through the heats, or do I want to potentially win the LCQ and get TV time like Wageman did? I mean, if you're the team, you're wanting that if it works out, but I, that's just playing with fire. Like, you don't want to be in the LCQ no matter what. Even if you're – I mean, Bogle didn't make it at Anaheim 1 because of things, you know? Like, I think in an LCQ, if you can avoid it at all costs, you do. But if you're in there, get a dub, take advantage of the TV time, but you're, I don't think you're asking for it. It's a danger zone, man. 
from Pookie's Pebble Ice for Steve. Mm-hmm. When Chris Betts makes it to the majors, will he start doing the Jamie head nod to the Pulp of X community, or yeah. will he still come on the show? That's a tough look for Jamie. When at Anaheim one, when Kiefer went to go talk to him, and he was just, just head nodding. He Kiefer. nodded him. Yeah, game though. Like yeah. I'll get to you later. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That's a tough look, but I mean, when is Betts gonna be at the plate trying to hit a pitch from Kristen Beat's fiance? Why? He's a pitcher starter for the A's. Oh. Uh, are they still together? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think they were still together. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dude, he's a starting starting rotation for the really A's. Good. He's yeah, crushing, he's over, and he's yeah. young. He's like just warming up. But he's I, legit. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Betts needs a contract. We got to work on that. All he's right. too busy trying to get meat for free. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, we'll work on that. Yeah. Right, Betts. From- Betts. I don't think would ever do that. Betts is real. Betts is a, like a real dude. He's not like Jamie. Like no fame is going to go to Betts's head like it has with Jamie. Right. I called him Jamie in the press conference this week. He I love was it. Pissed. I looked I right at his it. face, and he was not excited about I, it. I love it. And Keep I got, it up. The text started falling yeah. in. Sean Brennan said he never. He's never called him Dark Side. He's always. He never had. Sean never has. Sean has never. Sean's like his name is Jamie. It's his name. Right. Be professional. Mm-hmm. You're not a Star Wars character. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like him as Jamie. In my, my phone, his name is Jamie. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Always has been. Oh. Day one. Mine says Dark Side. For real? Yeah. Mine's Jamie. And mine says Rotocross. Really? <laughs> yeah. It says Rotocross. That's unacceptable. I know. It's I know. Just, it's so bad. It's so bad. Right. From Studio Cat 5 for Daniel. During the press conferences, you often look down at your phone and grin. Is that just a habit, group chat, or that's, JT's sister sending you nudes? That's, JT's that's, sister. That's Jamie's. Jamie's sending you the finger. It's uh, it's dark side, and he's angry. We, I've texted you during it. I think I, I it's yeah. it, my phone goes off the whole thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's the writers in it. Yeah. P- yeah. Pissed about things or talking crap on other writers. I've got some funny ones that where a writer is making an answer and another writer yeah. just starts blowing him yeah. out, and I'm just like, Yeah. Roxon Roxon has texted me just after he finished telling me the answer, like within point three seconds. Really? Yeah. And like I'm like in the presser. Yeah. And I'm like ah, like. No, and I mean, I'm getting a lot too. Sean guides me through a couple things on time and like yeah. when I can't see the board all the way, a name yeah. or something. Um, so, I, but it, it, my phone is, yeah. J- it's Jamie playful. said that Sean changed his Zoom name from Dark Side to Jamie. He did. Oh, I love it. He did. All right. <laughs> from Roto since hey, for real, uh, sorry, uh, Talon. Uh, Minneapolis live show, by the way. Uh, tickets are available. We don't have many left. Uh, it's at the In Brown Brewery. Uh, in Minneapolis on Friday night. You can go to pulpamex.com to buy tickets. Uh, like I said, not many left. The crowd there is I going want... to go insane I when know. Jilly, Jillian, Jillian, Jilly, Jilly, I think, uh, cuts that pony. I mean, it is going to be like Lord of the Flies. I want to I wanna go to that one bad, but that's one of my big ones, so I've got to be responsible. I'm going to go to St. Louis, but I, I'm tempted to go over there. It, if when we get Jamie on stage and she goes for the cut, oh, there's 39 tickets left. Shit, exactly, people. 39 tickets. Get get busy. Um, people are gonna go nuts. Is he gonna cry? I don't know. Like a little I, bit? I have a feeling Kiefer's gonna get it, and he's gonna like you know, <laughs> yeah. like wave it around, and someone's gonna tackle no. Kiefer, and then you know, and dude, he should walk around and just let everyone touch it. Just. Each row, <laughs> now you hit the next row. Like I don't even know. Like, like I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to do the show. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. 
it'll to be, concentrate on this. I remember in the beginning, I was against, I was against it. I oh, didn't like, were? yeah, I didn't yeah. like you doing that to him. I, I was like, no, leave him alone. But after the Niner crap that I've had to deal with for the last two weeks with yep. him, just yep. super aggressive. Right. I'd, I want him to, Cut I want you to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. rather have right. you buzz him. Right. All right. Look so. at the, the length and the girth <laughs> on that thing. Yeah. All right. All right. From Roto Moto for you, Steve. Can you explain the whiplash from Christian Craig being a fan favorite two years ago to rooted against this year? Right. Is it because he lost his underdog status when he signed with the moto equivalent of the Yankees? No. No, it's because Ferrandis tried to kill him, uh, and everyone was like and he with wasn't, him. And he wasn't taken off with big wins, right? Yeah. So he's turned into this guy that's dominant, and everyone holds it against him. Um I did a thing today on Twitter. He's only uh, 33rd. Oh, I saw your in, list. Yeah, he's only 33rd all He time. hasn't ridden that many of no, them. No, he hasn't. I, I know he's old, and I know he's got kids. I get it. But, true. I mean, I, I give him shit because, dude, you have a kid, and you're in Oh, I, so, I hammer him, too. Yeah, but but truthfully, he doesn't have that many races under his belt, and and I don't know what's happened. Yeah, it's it's flipped a little bit where now he should be at the hell out of the class. Last year, he was just as dominant the first well, two rounds. But here, here's what happened, and this is where it's unfair. Coming into the season, we're thinking it's going to be Jet, him, and Colt, right? Yeah. A rematch of last yeah. year. If it stays that way, I don't think anyone's saying anything about his age because they're probably all brawling it out. Yeah. The fact that Jet pulled out and then Colt went down the first heat and now Christian's kind of left as the standalone favorite, now everyone's mad at it. Yeah. And that's where I have a problem because if you have a problem with him being 30 in the class, you should have had a problem with that before Anaheim, not after he dominated. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, what's he doing out yeah. there? Well, he's, what he's doing out there is the guys he was supposed to be in this epic battle with, they're not there now, and he's winning, and yep. it's not his fault. Yep. So yeah. I, I, I give him a hard time, too. I, on Blair's breakdown this week, I asked him if he, he was going to make it to his bingo tournament on Sunday oh, yeah. that he yeah. was signed up for. And he played into it. He's like, oh, yeah, every fu- uh, Sunday uh, at 5, I'll be there. I'm good at it or something. A few years ago, I'm like, look, man, if you're holding a baby on the 250 Supercross podium, it might be time to leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, that might be a sign. You have a kid. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, so there is a stat. Tomac is the only rider to ever win a Supercross championship as a dad. Do you know that? And he became a dad like a couple weeks before Salt Lake when he won it. He's the only one, okay. which is crazy. If Craig wins his 250 title, we'd have to go back in time, but is he the only 250 rider to ever win as a dad <laughs> I of would, three? I would think so. No, Dowdy won. He would have had a kid back then, I think. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. Would have been right around Anyone there. else win it late? Yeah, I don't know. Like, like late in their career? Just late in their age, like, oh, yeah. would be oh. at that level. Not, nobody Family and kids. Head, yeah. yeah, so, anyways. Go yeah, on. I feel bad, though, because he's getting hammered, and it's not fair. If, if you're going to have a problem with it, have a problem before he starts dominating. By the way, someone called it and said that I should mention Brees were X-Brand, and I should. I keep forgetting. Brees has been really good this year, and he's X-Brand goggles Brees as well, is a really so. good rider. He's getting yeah. all a bunch of hate over the one thing, but Brees actually kills it out there. Yep. He goes for it, he goes and he's for pretty it. damn good. He's got a lot of uh, a desire. He does. Yeah. He tries hard, and he's pretty damn good. So, All right, from Caleb Hubbard, DB, Maggie and the kids are in a burning building, and the only way to save them is to talk in detail about, one, Stank Dog and Mathis beef, two, COVID-19 vaccines, or three, <laughs> the flaws of the Supercross broadcast team. Which do you choose? <laughs> Shit. It's your family. You gotta gotta pick. One. Oh, I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna pick one, but yeah, let him go. Move on. You can get another family. No. So I could lose my job. I could get threats in the DM. <laughs> it's going through all the repercussions. 
Shit. Um, they might have to go. <laughs> they might. They, they, they might they, have to go. They might have to be. They might have to be gone. Uh, I'd probably. I'd probably go Stank and Mathis if, in that case. Yep. It's a good question. I, that was mm-hmm. that was tough. Uh, from Mikey two five four. The Lawrence Bros notably have only heard of Jeremy McGrath, never saw him race, and probably don't know many specifics about his career. Who among the current racers would be the biggest historian of the sport? Um, there's a few guys for sure. AC, I would imagine. Yeah, AC's great. Brayton. Yeah, Brayton's great. Webb's pretty detailed. Is he? he? He's said some stuff to me, brought up some random years and things. I'm like, damn, like yeah. he, he's pretty thorough. I feel Sexton knows stuff too. Uh, he plays yeah. Fortnite, man. Yeah. Adam, I think, is the best. A- I, feel, I feel like Adam, because he's yep. a fan outside of just being an athlete too. Yep. He loves it so much. I'll right. bet he knows everything. Right. Yeah, he'd be my guest. Yep. From AM712, with Beta and Triumph coming into the sport, do they get a one-year works exemption like everyone else? And if so, do they actually use it? They definitely get it. Uh, I don't know if they use it. Yeah, I have no idea. Good, good, good question. Who knows? Uh, we'll see. From Guy on a Buffalo 54, how many riders have rekindled their career like Anderson is potentially doing after a few down years? Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, there was a stat we had, uh, um, the longest gap between wins. Did you yeah. see that thing? Yeah, Larry Ward. Larry at like 110 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but Barsha was too. Barsha had Barsha like was, was third. 50 something, something yeah. races yeah. in between wins. Barsha and Anderson would be the two current um, ones. You know who I might say on a lower level? He didn't win, but Red Dog. So Red Dog yeah. went to Moto Triple X, dude. That's the only ride he could get. And for and no money. And came back to like. And got back on Factory Cowie and had a second yeah. renaissance. Didn't win, but tons of podiums. Yeah. Uh, I was with him in oh, so he went oh three, got some podiums with me. We got eleven, I think, that year. Nothing in oh four, nothing oh five, nothing oh six. Uh, I think he went three years with no podiums, and then he got a bunch. So I mean, on a lesser idea, same thing Red, though. Red Dog it went, came back. Yeah, Red Dog went factory, lost it. Factory, lost it. Factory, that, three times. That is rare. Yeah, it is. From Jet one twenty seven. DB Eagle Grit is starting a new team and has the opportunity to sign either Ryder D or Hayden Deegan. Who you taking and why? Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. We race him when it's time. Oh man, that's, that's Brian. Ryder D. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. Because we'll the cost might time. be less, or you nah, think the potential is more. I, I, honestly, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of weak on this one because the relationship. I'm tight with the the D Francesco family a little bit, so and I don't really, I don't know the Deegans really at all. So they're both. I think they're both going to be great. But do, they, um, do, the, do, the, do the D Francescos hate me? I don't think so. Okay, good. I think he's. I know on. a lot of hate people hate you though. Yeah, Ryder D's been on. I think. No, he's cool. Yeah. Um. There, there's, I mean, I've said this before, but there's a there's a cool generation coming in a lot, and a lot. It's funny because it's like Deegan and Ferry, mm-hmm. Volant. Like, there's a lot of these uh, next generation, you know, or second generation dudes coming yeah. in. They're all going to be legit too, all I right. think. So it's pretty cool. All right. Uh, from Flower eighty seven A, given the deepness of the field and inconsistent <laughs> results, will this be the first time the championship winner has less than three hundred points? Uh, yeah, in the saw, last 10 wow. years, the average is 360. I saw this question. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's a mess right now. Yeah. yeah. It'll straighten out, though. Yeah, I think so. Uh, William's on four. William, are you there? 
William, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you've been holding on hold for like two hours, bro. Dedication. Yeah, you you have a broadcast idea. I mean, to be on hold for two hours, this has to be an all-time idea. What do you got? So, so my my idea is just like in the NFL, they mic up the riders or the players. How cool would that be if uh, like Barsha got mic'd up? Because I know they're yelling all the time and yeah, while they're racing. Well, they can't mic them up when they're out racing. The thing's gonna be, you know jostling around it's heavier they're not gonna want to do any of that i like it though i i, I love those nfl yeah. cuts when they yeah, they're good they're incredible but those sometimes. aren't necessarily mic'd up those are huge boom mics on the sidelines the and, big and, ones and, oh, and, really? or, or the 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 circle things are mics yeah because i doubt they, they have hold. it on them i mean no, no but they, yeah. they get sometimes on the field they do but i think it's picked up from huh. guys coming on i love that though. i don't think they actually have like a mic pack on them maybe they do maybe i'm wrong but uh, in those clear shields that they're holding on the sidelines, those are for sound. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So it'd be it'd be yeah. rad, but I yeah I don't know how much they talk. If anything, it's probably yells and screams here and there. Yeah. But I don't think they're like talking. Yeah. What was really cool is remember when Tomac and Barsha got into it. Oh yeah. And the, the camera yeah. was right. That was awesome, right? That was great yeah. to hear that. Tomac's like, yeah. when have you ever passed anyone clean yeah. ever? Yeah. And he's like, this year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the best. <laughs> he was like, oh, it's a brand the, new year. What's the qualifications? Yeah. Do you mean this week? Yeah. I didn't do anything this week. But, oh, you meant my whole life. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was yeah. the best. Uh, thanks, William, for the idea. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank All you. Right. All right. Wow. Two hours. All right. Made it dedicated. Yeah. From Jerry, future headlines. Stank Dog wins the Pulpamax Privateer Challenge and smokes <laughs> off into the sunset. Or yep. Stank Dog hears someone call him a husky rider and unleashes a second wave. I will never help Stank Dog ever again. What if he pulls off something that you? What are you gonna you gonna pull the plug if he wins wins yeah. the money throw out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like it's my contest, my rules. I I I will never give that guy one cent ever in my life. So I'll take option number two. <laughs> oh man. From Jesse three eighteen, what is the most likely root cause of JT's recent anger issues? I don't the know. The lack of carbs, yeah. home life, or the WPS acquisition <laughs> or other? Uh, what about the hard cut? There's a lot of there's some people on Twitter blaming the hard cut. I think that goes cut. with the lack of carbs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's man. Cranky. Yeah, he's you know he's attacking people verbally. He attacked me in the group text today. Yeah, yeah. Hurt my feelings. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sister's think, pants are too tight, cutting off circulation. I don't know, uh, man. Maybe. I don't. I think it's the hard cut. I think it's again. And I told him this on the. You've heard the arguments on the on the show. What are you doing? Like he's in great shape, and and and, and I get it. Like he's not. Yeah, what do you want? Like he's not doing triathlons. He's not entering weight like weightlifting contests. He's not doing anything professional to be in any better shape than what he's doing other than just making himself miserable. Like, there's no sense to what he's doing. Zero. He's got no chick. He's got – that just works his balls 24-7. Like, his whole, his whole thing needs a revamp. And I'm not saying he needs to start eating cheeseburgers like me or whatever. Like, you know, but – yeah, he's he's got some serious life questions that he needs <laughs> he to answer, does. and it's starting to affect and, his personality. And yeah, maybe it's he's, finally getting he's, to he's him. He's getting right. loose publicly, and also these too. Days. And I don't even really want to bring this up, but I'm going to bring. I'm not. I'm over JT. I'm, I'm going to bring this up. I may not like this answer, okay? But uh -oh. I need you to be honest with me. Uh -oh. I need you to be a hundred. No waffling. 
I can take this. It's this is about me. So you need to be. Well, you vow to be honest. I. If it's about you only. Yeah, it's about me only. Okay, if you're, I say don't no, no, pull no, no, curveball no, here. No, no, it's about me only. All right. So I was much heavier, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of years ago. Lost a lot of weight. I've put some of it back on. I'm not stoked. Longer story than that. Okay. Stank and his followers. <laughs> no, no, no. There were many people calling me a fat piece of shit. <laughs> I feel I'm overweight. I just feel like a fat piece of shit. Like I used to be that. I think that was a, I think that was an insult you could use for me at one point. I was much heavier, and I'll take that. In twenty, and again, you got to be honest with me. Okay. In twenty twenty two, I feel like I'm just like pudgy. I think you're fine, hundred percent. But I don't think I'm a fat piece of shit. No, but does it bother you when they say that? I don't think that's a right characteristic. And, but is it bot because I'm a, um, that's. Well, I just think it, 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 it indicates a lack of intelligence for my, my look, but I'm being, I need you to be honest. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm off base here. No, you're like, maybe I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to ask my minions cause they will for sure tell me the third level no. minions over here. I think you're but, dialed. Like, so yeah, fuck Steve Mathis. <laughs> like, so like if, if you're going to insult me, no problem. Like if you're stank army and you're stanking, you're going to mm-hmm. insult me. I get it. You're angry. Just maybe pick a more appropriate insult. Like you used to be. <laughs> I don't right? know. That. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know I mean, that's an insult, I get, but, I get but, hammered so, over the short thing yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people right. think, either they think that I like it or they think that I don't. When really I don't care. It goes right over my head. I play along. Yeah. But people are always like, ah, short Look, this, short that. Do and you I, wish you were taller? Yes. Do I wish I was skinnier? Yes. But I'm happy. You're happy. I just yeah. like look. I'm, I just like I just again like on Instagram. It's I got a lot because Stank did yeah, it. Stank said but, you, you fat piece of shit. Yeah, like, he and then, did it. They did it. And then so then oh, then one just jumped in and they're you know tubby tubby fat piece of shit. I mean it just the horrendous things I was called. It, and I'm it, like it, hold uh, on here, hold on. Like just insult me properly. <laughs> yeah, but it's low hanging fruit from the past, and he said it, so they're gonna say it and they're gonna throw yeah, it at you. Right, but right. no, I think. You, I think you look great. I think you. You, I'm, and I, I am proud I, of what you've say, done. You don't need to say look great, but no, I think yeah, you look great. Yeah, I, I think I feel like I'm tubby or chubby or what's you, plump. Uh, you should see me plump, in August. Plump Max. Pleasantly plump. So that's all. Plump Max. That's a guy. That's a yeah, yeah. handle, right? I've been hit hard by yeah. that. No, yeah, on Instagram, yeah. whoever um, that is. Shouldn't have said that. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so that so I'm just like so I'm just saying like if you're gonna insult me, cool, no problem, just. Get it right, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, but that's okay. Insulting people on the internet right. isn't about getting it right. Like, there's no chance you ever get called a fat piece of shit. There's just no way that's an insult for you. Like, there's just no. no for no me, it's midget. It's shorty. It's yeah. can you see over the you know, or your feet are dangling off the chair. I get all those okay, okay. nonstop, yeah, 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 and everyone yeah. either thinks that they're like digging on me, or yeah. they think that I like it, and really, I'm just like, well, that's the fifty thousandth time right, I've heard right, that one. Right. I it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep scrolling. And I, and I, yeah, okay. So, anyways, all right. That's my little... You're good. Uh, that's, I, that's I my, do. In full honesty, I'm proud of you and what you've done. That's yeah, hard to do. I, yeah, you, it, it, it was. It. I need to keep doing and it. I didn't but, know you gained more. I didn't know. Right, but yeah. I think what you did was right. great. Thank you. All right, next question. Uh, from Sloppy Ruts to 11. <laughs> oh, boy. Daniel mentioned on his latest podcast that something is changing with Eagle Grit. Are oh. there supply... Supply chain issues with baby eagles, or oh. is he selling out to live the basically same square footage lifestyle? Uh, it's definitely the second one. Like I said, there's changes going on there, and 
possible. Yeah, I mean, Man, more than likely it, some some ownership changes. So, uh, oh. and it's are, not. Are you going to get a house that's basically the same square footage? I'll get a couple of them that are basically the uh, same oh, square wow. footage. Yeah. There we go. What about cubic footage? What's cubic? Is that, that one? That guy can fuck off. Is cubic that, footage guy. Can is it the height too? Is that what you're taking into consider? The height. Your volume. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's if never, you filled, if you filled, away, if you filled the way. house with water, this house would hold significantly more. It would more, hold a shit ton of water. More water than the last <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, it would. So. Yeah. So to answer the question, change is coming in in the second way. The birds were were plenty stocked. Yeah. <laughs> I know where they're all at. We're fine. <laughs> um, another future headline from Doctor Papa. I know where they're all at. Okay. AC aces his way to to his maiden Supercross win in 2022, or. A Ray avoids all mains in twenty two. Oh, AC aces or A Ray avoids. I'll go A A A C aces. Take some time off. Comes back like a like a shot out of a cannon. Because I think A Ray makes the mains. You know what's funny is I talked to Adam this week too, and he said, you know, at the end of the year, no one really remembers what happened at the beginning of the year. You know, and he's obviously not chasing a championship. But if he takes a little break and comes back and he's stronger and yeah. gets on a little run and gets a win or a couple podiums. We'll look back and be like, good. Like, yeah. that was good for him. So the truth is, is just get healthy, come back, and blitz the last seven if you right. can and do something with it. I was, I was stoked today, uh, at San Diego. Adam, I've been getting some grief for these slip-on vans that I wear. Mm-hmm. You know slip-on van yeah, shoes? Yeah, I have some, yeah. Do you like them? I love. I mean, they're my favorite. I get, I get bagged on, too, but they are my favorite okay, shoes. Okay, so I got bagged on, too. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought these were kind of cool. I like these. Yeah. And then I asked Adam. I'm like, hey, man, seriously, slip-on vans. And he's like, not nah, cool. Well, okay, he, good. he was yeah. yeah he was down with it so yeah right. I, I i know which ones you're talking about i have those too and okay. i love them and people are like those are so lame yeah well, dude. if we're gonna take advice from adam are we gonna talk about that stash oh boy i like adam a lot but that's not a good look he does not look cool at all with it <laughs> that needs to go <laughs> and the and here's an, some advice to the writers when you think you're funny in the off season for your opening ceremony video that sticks around the whole year yeah like, it might be late in the year. You've changed a couple of times, and that's going to that, stick. Uh, that's be smarter yeah. in the it's video. hanging over you like like a uh, like chlamydia. It's not good. Yeah. Herpes. Yeah. All right. All right. A few more. We had a lot a lot of good questions tonight. Uh, from T-Dog829, how much money did Freeze miss out on for, from going from third to what fourth? Do you think, what do you think that bonus is? Because you know they entice, man. They. Ah, I bet you it's 10 or 20. You think more? I feel like they would. 30? I feel like they would throw out some heavy beat. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Wasn't Hayes? Was that Hayes saying 1.2? He was just being there. Okay. Someone said that. Someone seriously said that, and he was joking about it. But, yeah, Jacob on my pod this week was like, he's like he heard it was 1.2 million from Lloyd's London if he gets on the podium. And oh, I was like, shit. no, it's not, because if he did, he would have killed Christian. He would have <laughs> yeah, murdered him. definitely not. Like, a, like for real. So, yeah, yeah. no, nah, he was just being silly. Yeah. But do you think, I'd say, I'll throw 30 okay. grand out. All right. Maybe 30 from villain Fernandez. We always joke about the Suzuki bikes, but at what point do we talk about the reliability of the Cowies? Seems like they have had at least two mechanicals every calendar year for the last five years. Well, they've had some for sure. Do you like the, someone asked him, Medivin Iser asked Eli, did you happen to notice Jason's oh, yeah. bike? I, smoking? I and Eli kind of danced around. He's like, yeah, yeah. I noticed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I think they're trying to get him to say something, and yeah, he didn't yeah. take the bait all the way. But right. it's pretty funny. All right, two more from Schuler Scott. Steve, do we see Troll grab a top ten this season? Yes. In a four fifty main. Yes. He looked good in that heat. 
Yeah. He did, but. We'll, we'll get there when it's time. Tenth, man. Whew. Last yeah, one feel from. Thin, feel thins out, dude. Last oh, one. Oh, yeah. I made 100 bucks. I forgot. Huh. He made the main. I had a bet with someone that he would not. Make, someone bet me that he was, wouldn't make the main in the first six. I think it was the Renthal guy. No. <laughs> it wasn't him? Oh. Uh-uh. There was something about that. That might be a different one. Okay. Uh, but no, I just realized I made 100 bucks. Right. Sick. Got to collect. Sick. From Jordan L, 1992. Will Bam Bam talk with J-Bone more this year than when they were both at JGR? <laughs> yeah, maybe. 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 It's a good point. Nah, best thing ever for Barsha to be on probation. He's good now. Uh, by the way, speaking about Bogle, uh, if Bogle's been in a motorcycle car accident, if somebody or some idiot took him out, he needs to call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. Arthur's a slow moto guy turned attorney, but, man, he can dial you in. He'll take the time to talk to Bogle personally. Uh, consult- consultations are free. You just need to call. More importantly, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. Help is only a call away, and Arthur's got your back. Visit ArthurDraper.com. Certainly, Justin Bogle could use Arthur Draper's services about his accident. So could Antic Nap. Yeah. There's yep. a few. There's a few guys out Arthur there. Arthur Draper needs to be at the race. Arthur Draper. Sitting there right outside the pits waiting with his, with his business, business card. card. <laughs> just be shoving it in guys' faces. Uh, thanks to Arthur. He's a friend of the show, and uh, we go back a long ways. ArthurDraper.com. All right? Is that it? All right, that- oh, that's horrible. That's the motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. And uh, man, uh, really fun show, Daniel. Thank you for coming in. Stacked lineup, too. Yeah, which, which uh, we had uh, Sexton, J Bone, Webb, Moseman, Bogle. Best interview. Bogle, but Moseman's story at the end yeah. might be one of the better things I've heard. And I'm not. I, yeah. He keeps surprising me. He does. And I don't know why. Yeah. I, I hey, feel like I'm running out. I feel like he's going to be like Brick from Anchorman. I killed a man. <laughs> Did you see that? I yeah. killed a guy. Like by the end of one of your press conferences, he's going to be like, I killed a man on Thursday, guys. And then be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not know if he's serious, but right. maybe now. Right, right. Now right. that I know. But yeah. Bogle, Bogles, was, uh, Bogles was good. Yeah, absolutely. He was honest. Uh, what did you think, Mark's you know? best interview? I got to go Bogle. <laughs> All right. It was just very thorough, deep. Authentic. He was, yeah, it was, it was real. Authentic. Do you think Talon was listening to any of those? He's probably texting his chick. Yep. Yeah, I was too busy texting. One okay. Anyway. Yeah. Side chick, side hustle. I get free margaritas tomorrow. You are a loon ball. Probably shouldn't blow him out for texting multiple chicks on air, huh? No. Yeah. She she liked that you blew me out. By the way, she was still listening. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Player. Tell her yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Marks? I said tell her sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, good show. Daniel good. Blair. Thanks for having main me. Main event bro. moto. Thanks for coming in. Always a good time. Yeah. Uh, lots of, uh, lots of fun to, uh, to do. So, um, what else? Anything else? We're good. I don't know. We're going to go through your list again. You normally do the list thing where I have to think of something. Oh yeah. You ready? I'm going to try. Uh, I mean, sometimes this goes terribly. Oh, I'll do, I'll actually, I'll give full effort on this one, but if I don't know anything, I'll, I'll pass, but okay. I'm going to try hard. Motorsport.com. Um, I'm thinking of the OEM fish on there. I've, I've spent a lot of hours on oh. the OEM stuff, yep. finding yep. the hard parts. Right. Okay. Fly racing. Uh, loved the Anaheim One gear, the popsicle gear. I thought it was absolutely bitching. Decal works. Uh, Wonder Warthog. Did they run? When I rode for Wonder War, I wonder if I had decal works when I rode. I think they were running that, yeah. I just That just hit my brain. That could be right. way wrong, but I'm, right. I'm trying my hardest on this one. So uh, Race tech, suspension and engines. Oh, just got a fresh set of forks when my son oh, crashed. Did? When he got hurt, it broke the forks. Full mm-hmm. broke, like inside. Couldn't, they couldn't even. They were compressed. You can't even get them undone. Really? So jacked. Shit. I think they're just bent inside. Yeah. And uh, 
I got a new set of forks, and I just got them redone by Racetech with gold valves, all the stuff, and I just got them Saturday. So Ray, X-Brand goggles. Brees. Renthal. Paul. Michelin motorcycle tires. Travis Pastrana. Mm, good one. Well, because I mean, of the text and the video. He did use Michelins. Not on that video. No. Uh, a Cherby's. Baby Wolf coming, Minneapolis. Firepower batteries and chains. His uses them? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maxima USA. They get their labels done by me. <laughs> Pro filter. Like a tear off, but a filter. Skosh. Uh, isn't that what I lost? Yeah. I lost that. Oh, Jesus. ORW. Butt patch for Club MX. OGO Power Sports. Uh, my travel bag right here. Yeah. All right. Okay. Slam it on the ground. Like sorry. That. That's I, great. My, was it? my mom was sleeping right underneath us. But sorry, that, Debbie. Cool. Uh, FMF. <clears throat> Lil D. Fly Machine Factory. I want to thank Lil D and the boys <clears throat> at FMF for the killer deal I got for my brother's KTM 350. Got him a whole system. Got a good full, deal on full it. De- full deal, huh? Full point one, mm. full system. So my bro is going to be ripping on this nice. KTM 350. Nice. So thank you, uh, Donnie and everybody at FMF. Uh, Guts Racing. Andrew Greg, the absolute best, the uh, the time traveler. Some of you know Atlas Neck Brace. Noof, I actually miss Noof. Noof for me is like someone I just need to talk to like every so often, mm-hmm. just to talk to him. And it's been a while. I need. To, I'm gonna call him tomorrow. Works connection. Oh, I mean, like perfect products, pretty much. Forever. I'm surprised you didn't say Atlas Neck Brace, say Noof, and then say Nigai. For Atlas, yeah, because Nye is tight with Noof and Nye's NorCal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nye's going to Glendale too. Just found out. Yeah. So, all right, works connection. Uh, like I said, just absolute perfection parts forever. I mean, I've been running their stuff since I, I can't. I don't remember not running their stuff. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Alex Palin. Get data. Crap, Truman. Yeah. Okay. Shit. I- WUSA. Not method. No, they make the method ones. Oh, they do? For the team, yeah. Oh, the method. Yeah, it's a co-brand thing. Okay, I didn't know that. Those are WS with just a method stick. Okay, my bad. Okay. Ride engineering. Uh, What happened? Who did I, he, don't, I don't know what happened. No, who did he get mad at? Who? Don. Don. <laughs> the Don. Oh, my gosh. Whew. That, that, that whole thing. In 10 cycles. Dungy? Sure. Is he involved with that? I went out with uh, John Eric Burleson last week with Nick Way and John Eric uh, mountain biking. And they were here. Were yeah, they here for? They were here AIM? for the AIM show. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Eric's one of the owners of Intense, mm-hmm. and uh, he showed me some photos of the twenty twenty three Taser. Is it amazing? Oh, Daniel. Okay. Can't wait. Just Can't rubbing wait. my hands together. It's going to be amazing. Like, our, like RV. Uh oh, Travis. Go ahead and tell Daniel. Uh, it's from Carol Feeney. On Facebook, Zacho was a dad when he won his 250 title in 2017. That's right. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> well, Carol, totally, Carol would know. Totally walked Perfect. by that one, huh? Well, I need all the stats I could get right now. So tell uh, her, tell Carol, send him on over. What else you got? Suspension direct? Ooh, I don't know. Raptor. Marks is Raptor. Uh, is that new? Yeah. For this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'll remember next time. Manscaped. Did they have a flashlight? They got a light on their yeah. on their 4.0. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, CTI. 
you ask me every time I'm here if I wear those, and I never have. Great. Thanks. Okay. Just All right. Uh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. I did better, though. I mean, usually I don't know half of them. I felt I, like you focused pretty hard. I yeah. tried. Yeah, I felt I like I mean, I can't make a shit up at the end, though. No. Some I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? Just My be best. you. Uh, so, Main Event Moto Podcast. Sign up on Patreon. Uh, yep. Eaglegrit.com. Eaglegrit.com. Get some shit. Uh, NBC Sports starting in the booth this, yeah. this Saturday. You and RC. Yeah. You know what's crazy, too? It's what? a re-air on big NBC. Really? Yeah, right wow. out of the gate, guys. Wow. Thanks there a lot. We go. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Let me warm up now. Yeah. No. It's going to be good. You, I'm excited. You, you did it before, man. Like I'm way more comfortable than I was last year when I found out. Yeah. You'll, you'll be fine. Uh, I actually, And I actually watched last year's back, and yeah, I'm... I'm, re- I'm ready. Yeah, I'll be, you'll, you'll be, be great. Fine. If you can throw in a Pulpamex fantasy mention. and I did on Race Day Live. I know. Thank you. I appreciate I that. I did. Did you get your anybody yell at you? I didn't get in trouble. Uh, Pulpamex.com as well. Throw that in. Okay. Uh, and Pulpamex Show. Throw that in as well. Marks, anything you need in the broadcast? Um, no, Pulpamex Fantasy will do. That'll do. And then, Talon, what's your chick's name? Nah. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Sorry. We're good. Throw talent in there, uh, works racer, if you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I talk, Shorty said he's fast. What yeah. if I what if I talk about Marx's chick? Yeah. On the broadcast mm-hmm. on NBC. Absolutely, she, be great. She'd, lo- she'd love that. She's Would a, she? She's a Daniel Blair fan. Is she? Yeah. Oh, this changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> this God, changes she, she was everything. Dressed hot too, like it was so really. We went to a nice place. Yeah. When you went to the the dinner, dinner the double yeah. date. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yep. Tell her all. I'll give her a shout out. Maybe Marks, let her know. Ten four. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, yeah, uh, Daniel, good job uh, tonight. Thank you for coming in. Thanks. And uh, appreciate everybody listening. Thanks to our guests tonight. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Marks, thank you. My pleasure. Lone Wolf. Thank you. Thanks for the drinks. You're welcome. That's what I do for you, <laughs> Wingman. Yeah. Just go ahead and keep shitting on me, both of you. But all I'll do is try to help you both I'll advance, hold, advance I'll hold in your off career. On the drops for the rest of the night. Thank you. I appreciate it for the uh, rest of the night. All right, everybody. Uh, back next week. Jake Weimer's in studio. Oh boy. Uh, maybe Ryan Villapoto. I don't know. That's all over the place. But Weimer will be here anyway. That'll be fine. Maybe Chris Kiefer. We'll see. Anaheim two coming up. This series is great. Can't wait to uh, do it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Lipstick on your dipstick. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.